All right, everybody, we are officially live. Welcome to another episode of the Break the Rules live stream, BreakTheRules.tv. If you are not watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, click the bell, share this with everybody. I am your humble host, Lev Polyakov. With me, of course, is Giovanni Penichetti, and we got Dominique Rebel, aka Hope Tepsophia, back with us once again. Thank you so much, Dominique, for coming in. And of course, we have the we have the guest of honor. Tommy Sotomayor, the king of controversy. Thank you so much, Tommy, for coming in. It is a great pleasure to have you on uh, Break the Rules. Uh, this may be one of our most uh, base streams of all time. <laughs> Will this be the one? Will this be the one that gets us shut down? We're, we're gonna have to oh, see. Oh God. Um, Gio. Let me just let me just say yes. that um, this is a great honor to have you on. Um, I I've been I've been watching you on and off. I believe had to have been 2012 it was the first time i ever heard about tommy sotomayor and uh just through through the years like going through um like talking about bt 1000s and and just oh man your show is killing it and it seems that <laughs> every time like you go away because youtube tries to basically like murder your engagement it, you come back and it's like you every time you come back it's just electrifying it's like when austin came back in 03 just like you know, it's it's got the energy to it. Um, <laughs> so I said to Lev after the infamous record-breaking Twitter space, we have to get Tommy Sotomayor on. Yes. Um, I've been watching this dude forever, and it's going to be amazing. We're going to talk about uh, oh anything under the sun. But uh, for people who don't know, maybe um, how did you start being a commentator, a YouTuber, a radio show host? What is the origin of Tommy Sotomayor? Because it seems that every time someone gets banned universally, um, they add a, it adds to a sort of mystique about your origins. Yeah. So how did you get started, my friend? Well, mine is simple. Uh, it's the same story every time. I started doing this thing called Blog Talk Radio. And you have to forgive me. I think I've oh, even come with uh, the flu or something. But I started with Blog Talk Radio. And that was 2009. And they start putting clips of what I was doing on blog talk radio on YouTube. And I didn't even know what YouTube was. And they started going viral. And the first viral video I did was one called the type of black woman everyone hates. <laughs> and it went viral. And then I much, remember that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it seemed like every video I did after that went viral. Then I did a video about, um, a 13-year-old who got a 20-year-old pregnant. That went viral. Uh, I did one called Ban In, Not Guns. That went viral. Just... <laughs> oh, yeah. And I did just... It was, it, it, was a, it was a lot of stuff that was just how I talk. And I've spoken like this since I was a kid. So it's not like it's an act. This is, this is who I am. This is what you're going to get out of me. Off. Did you also notice, Tommy, that uh, the people that uh, you were around, they've changed and you've stayed pretty much the same as far as the kind of humor that you're into. But a lot of other people had to go on the uh, straight and narrow, so to speak, or at least what counts as a straight and narrow today. And what exactly yeah. has been your experience there? Yeah, um, I saw guys who were fans of mine had to stop being because it was like all the celebrities used to follow me. Twitter was a thing. I think I had like 300,000 followers. All the celebrities used to follow me and tweet with me. I even had Bishop TD Jakes. Yeah. Tweeting with me, hanging out with, with me. It was, it was crazy. 
Well, of course, that had to stop. But uh, at, at the time, it was a thing to be next to or like a rebel. But then those people started losing money. And that's was the way that they hurt everybody. They just make you lose money. Even if you look at YouTube right now, they're just going to if you say something they don't like, they're just going to hit you in the pocket, which is going to make the people who say, well, if you uh, do it the, the way that YouTube wants to, you'll make money. So we're going to do it that way. Uh, you put money in front of people, it is an ultimate carrot. But there are still certain people, well, were still certain people like Patrice O'Neill, let's say, who I don't think if you were to give Patrice O'Neill, you know, 10 times the money that he would have uh, slowed down or softened his act. So do you think that beyond mm -hmm. money, there is also something else going on? Yeah, like uh, you have people who, like myself, no matter how many times they shut me down, no matter how many times they block me, I didn't come in, in here to make money. I came in here to make a difference, to make a change. Uh, and so that's just what I'm doing. But I don't think every I don't think everybody has the ability to do that, because if it came down to them paying their bills, then it becomes different. Patrice O'Neill is a different animal. They don't even make make very many men like Patrice O'Neill, to be honest. Definitely not. I mean, the closest that I would find as far as comedy goes is I went to, back when they had it in New York City, this festival called Skankfest. So that's with uh, Dave Smith and uh, Louis J. Gomez and uh, uh, Big J. Okerson, you know, Ari Shafir, people like that. So mm -hmm. there is still this, I mean, I guess you could say Joe Rogan is somebody who keeps a lot of this energy alive, even if he himself is not the dirtiest of comics or is not the most controversial of comics. He is one of the most controversial people as far as the, uh, whatever you want to call it, the cathedral. Have you heard of that term, by the way, the cathedral? No, you have to tell me about that one. All right, Gio, tell uh, Tommy what the cathedral means, because you know it better well, than I do. It came from Moldbug, although it has, I mean, uh, it's basically, I guess you could say, um, it's the networks of like opinion making and, and power and influence. So like the media, academia, uh other like government institutions that basically regulate um certain ideas or like discourses that become like mainstream that become i mean that's the basic term of it but ah, it's a way yeah. to explain like how all these people basically believe the same things because they all attend the same what Mulbug calls the state church which is universities and that's why you can explain how people across a vast array of professions all sort of like have the same like basic bitch liberal beliefs so that's pretty much, you know, yeah. Well, I, I tell you what, I want to um, commend you and and uh, Lev for being able to do one thing that probably Dominique and I can't do, and that's put a light behind you and still show up on camera. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm looking at it in awe. I was like, wow, you still see him. <laughs> I put a lamp back there. It's oh. over with. That's... <laughs> The done well, deal. According, <laughs> according to people, I'm I'm uh, an honorary black man as an Italian. According to people, absolutely. You so, have to be a Southern Italian though. Southern Italian. I am Southern Italian. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes. Calabres. Yeah. Well, my my northern half is white. So uh, let's say your Calabrese. So your your Calabrese is showing. There you go. Yeah. I'm well. I'm half Calabrese, half uh, Central uh, Market John. But yeah, the Calabrese pretty much. Uh, it, it bleeds out into everything. So. Mm. <laughs> and by the way, Gio, you got to get closer to the mic. But before oh, yes, yes. before we started this, uh, speaking of Hotep Sophia, before we started uh, this uh, live stream, 
we got into a bit of a conversation related to something that uh, Yuhotep Sophia said. So could we restart that and rehash exactly what was going on there? So, uh, and our good friend uh, yeah. Zer HP Lovecraft said that don't waste Tommy's time with the cathedral. We want to hear bass takes. You are going to hear bass takes on this stream. Don't worry about and that, it. We're and that is why into... I'm going back to uh, Hotep Sophia. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. Okay, so Hotep Sophia. Well, what I was saying yeah. was that I'm on Gab, ex you know, exclusively. I still, I guess, have a Twitter until they kick me off or something. Um, and I was saying about Gab is that you just have to block a lot of people. And, um, you know, the, there's, once, you, once you clean up your timeline and, and the groups that you're in with people that say stuff that's wild and outrageous, it's a really good experience. It's been a good experience for me. I've been on there for nine whole months, I think, 10 nah. maybe. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, Tommy was saying that, okay, so I made a comment about how um, white people can't really comment on what black people are like, but I, as a black person, am always going to comment on the insanity of black people. And I don't know if he thought that was controversial, <laughs> but that's no, the it's, truth. It's like, I have we, no problem attacking white people for attacking black people, but I'm not going to lie about my people. My people are a little bit something is wrong, you know. Well, <laughs> Just to say the least. Well, it's just it's just a funny thing that like in 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 areas. Like we can stereotype us, but others can't stereotype us. But I understand it because Jews stereotype Jews. But if outsiders stereotype them, they just have enough power to shut more down. We have to go around and ask people. That's why I always talk crap about these so-called pro-blacks who, who dislike white people. Because what they'll do is the first people they run to on YouTube when you say something they don't like is a white person to tell them to flag you down. The first people they run to on uh, Twitter is a white person to flag you down. So if you hate white people so much, but then those are the same people who hate the cops. As soon as something happened, the first people they call is 911. I'd assume they wouldn't call 911 because I thought they would be afraid that the cops were going to come beat them or shoot them. But for some odd reason, they don't have the fear to call them. Well, well so I'm Sophia. from a majority black county, <laughs> uh, PG County, just outside of D.C., and you would not believe the amount of black people who have power, and yet when they get into trouble, they first person they call, they got, they got a white lawyer, they call their white representatives, their white friends in the state house, their white friends in Congress. They're not going to, you know, the black people and saying, oh, black caucus, help me. No, they're going to whatever white contact they can find to bail them out of trouble. And it almost never works. That's why, like, my city where I'm from is, like, the most white-collar criminals per capita. Every, I mean, they have a whole area in the um, federal prison in um, Cumberland, Maryland. That's all people from where I'm from. Literally, like, all white-collar criminals. It's the most insane thing, like, to go, uh, to just think, like, okay, all these black people have power. You would think that they would be calling each other. And these people love to call the police love well, to call the police well another <laughs> and another interesting point behind that is when you have um these people they love to brag on i have all white neighbors i've seen pro-blacks argue that i know i live in a good neighborhood because it's all white neighbors i've heard them say you know my kid goes to a, a nice school because 
it's an all white school. You know, they say they got a good <laughs> lawyer because they say they got a white or Jewish lawyer. You know, they got a good uh, no dead ass that they get. They got good everything because there's white people. So black people supposedly dislike white people so much. Yet every other race of people has this group of somebody like even if you're if you're looking for a good doctor, if you say, well, I got an Indian doctor, they'll think, well, you might have a good one. Nobody says I got me a black doctor, so you know he's good. I got a black heart <laughs> surgeon. I have a black in, podiatrist. I have a black. Where I'm uh, from, where I'm from, Yayar, they do say that. They're like, oh, my doctor is great. I have a black doctor. I actually had a black doctor for like the first time on my second child. It was a miserable experience. And now my doctor, I had another child, and my doctor wouldn't see my child because I didn't have them vaccinated. So this great black doctor I have really would not see my child have nothing to do with me because this is what the state says. They don't care about you as a person, but this is, this is, I guess where it's, it depends on where you're from too. Cause like I said, black places with all black people, they're looking for your black doctor. They're like, Oh, if you got a white doctor. Oh no, that's I've never heard of. I, I, I'm, I am 46 years old. I've never heard a black person in my life. Swear to God. Say I will only go to a black doctor. I've heard black people oh, yeah. say I will not go there. Oh no! I've never heard one oh, say they'll no. go to it. I've never heard yeah, somebody I say I'm gonna sit back. Well, what do you what do you think of? Um, well, obviously, race relations in America is always the hot topic of choice. But there was this, uh, I believe, New York Times profile. Um, I don't know if you two saw it, where um, some woman and and I I, I don't want to be this controversial, but. Uh, this, it's a good argument to be made against interracial um, adoption, but she I was, was going on. Said, we still black. You got but a certain. But um, this journalist, she was adopted by, I believe, either a white Mormon or a Jewish family, um, saying that um, black kids adopted by white couples is like cultural uh, erasure and the G word, the Geno, you know what? But I don't want to say it for YouTube mm-hmm. and how it was terrible. And I, in some ways it's crazy and it's ungrateful and you're throwing your parents under the bus. But I do think that there is an argument to be made that perhaps it's not like the best idea to sort of, um, I mean, adoption is such a controversial issue when it comes to like interracial adoption. But what do you guys think of that where this person who, I believe she went to the Harvard Journalism School or something, Stanford Journalism School. Um, and of course, if she were to have grown up in a poverty neighborhood, wouldn't have had those opportunities. But what would you, what do you what do you two think of this? Like, because it seems every month there's an article about I was adopted by a white family and it's terrible. Um, I I don't know about that. Yeah. I, oh, I love it. Like, uh, you know, like uh, let's just say um, Colin Kaepernick. Oh, it's the worst thing in the world. I was uh, adopted by these white people. I went from being broke and couldn't eat and no shoes to living in a nice house, going to a nice school, graduating from Nevada and going to the NFL. Um, the only time I turned back black is when they put me in the second string quarterback and I didn't want that. <laughs> so I became a black guy. Um, you, you listen to this argument and I, it's stupid and I always defeat this one. If you don't want white people adopting your kids, then have black families willing to adopt black kids and they shouldn't be any black kids on the market because it'd be too many black people picking them up. Yeah. And I and for the I record, like I think to- we should ban international adoption. You should focus on adopting, exactly. adopting your own country, uh, because there's a celebrity going to Malawi, like a yeah. uh, 
what's her name? The 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 one it's about from the uh, stupid liberals, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they don't. Well, the celebrities they don't just adopt the kids. Then they also uh, turn them into the different gender, which I have been noticing has been a yeah. pattern as of recent. Like these poor young, you know, like you take a poor young African kid and you know they're uh, uh, starving somewhere, and then they get picked up. They think they're gonna have a great new life Angela in the land. Of, yeah, yeah, the land of opportunity. Yeah. And then next thing you know, they're wearing a dress. So I I don't know. It's a very well, sorry, we, we cut thing. off Hotep Sophia, and we yes. do want to get to that wearing dress part, but Hotep Sophia? Oh, we could get to that. Um, I <laughs> just want to say that on the opposite end, you see some of the same things. Like, I, I, uh, I don't, Tommy, I don't know where you're from, but I'm actually from a majority black area. So the way things I'm happen I'm from in Atlanta, my area, call that whatever you like. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> uh, Atlanta. <laughs> Uh, not, I mean, I guess people aren't as rich there, but in, in my county, all the black people I encounter, 90, 80% of them are rich. So mm. I think it's a little bit different too, but... Um, oh, and also, know, Sophia, sorry, problem... could, could you speak louder towards the mic? I noticed that your mic oh, is a little, okay, it's a little bit quieter. No problem. Okay, so one of the problems with adoption in my area is not that people aren't taking the... Um, the black kids, because you do have a lot of families that take black kids, but the only reason they're taking them is because the foster care system in D.C. pays a lot of money if you take these kids from mm. the people in D.C. So one thing that started to happen when I was growing up is that like the one of the areas that's in my community called Tantalian, you all of a sudden had those schools filling up with these like hardened street people why because the families were taking in the kids from dc the black kids and they were putting them into the schools with us you know suburbanites who never seen any of the stuff that they're talking about and then you started having all of these other kind of problems like gangs and people you know like because in like at the local high school you would have a huge income disparity so it was never really black and white in my area it was because the white people there's the smallest numbers they just keep to themselves they ain't trying to start no fights with no black people but you would have higher income black people who are coming to school with the new benzes and the new tennis shoes and all this stuff getting into problems with the foster care black people from dc and then that started a whole lot of problems so that's sort of it's i mean people like to make it about color but it's almost always about income level from when you actually take away the color then it's an income it's an income level level fight because i've seen or heard that in white communities the same way if you're a white person you have a lot of money you don't want to be around low income white people either mm. i mean yeah, that's, that's a huge mm. thing like that was what mlk's whole thing was about he tried to unite the poor whites and the poor blacks that's what caused all the problems so well i went to like, uh i went to a school called central gwinnett and then there was Brooklyn Parkview and all these schools are white and all of them were relatively rich. And but then when they would sprinkle some black people in there, whether the black people were rich or not, the black people would start to fight. But you didn't see a bunch of white people fighting, even when it was uh, poor whites and, and, and rich whites. I, I say this because when you deal in transportation, uh, let's just say Greyhound or Martyr here in Atlanta, I don't know what you guys local um train and subway whatever it's called but not trying to be funny but popeye's chicken it ain't a bunch of rich people go to popeye's chicken it may be a few but it ain't a bunch 
who's fighting at the Popeyes in the black neighborhood versus the Popeyes in the white one? The black people are fighting over a piece of chicken. The black people were killing over a chicken sandwich. The black people were doing it. So it didn't matter that they had enough money to do it because if I'm not mistaken, the people in rap claim that they got money. Every rap video claimed they got money, but yet another rapper was just stabbed in the neck and killed prior to when he was going out on the show. So you know his album, if it drops next week, is going to go platinum. Well, there are really big oh, cult- yeah. cultural differences. For example, I was speaking to this one Nigerian girl, and she was talking about how when her uh, parents moved to the United States, they were living first in this one black neighborhood, but then immediately they moved out and moved to a different one where yep. the mom said, oh, well, this neighborhood, I prefer these particular uh, people as opposed to the ones that we were with before. And uh, mm-hmm. I think it does talk to the people who say, for example, like, oh, there are certain, you know, inherent things. I think that that's complete BS. Yes, because you have people who come from Nigeria who are just as black as you and Hotep Sophia and uh, anybody here in the U.S. In terms, oh, I know you're going to disagree a bit on the, that, but my general, I know, hold on, hold on, my general, my general point though is that for the people who discriminate based on skin color, you could instantly tell when you meet a person whether they're somebody who has a high degree of culture or not, regardless of the skin color. That's the primary point I'm bringing. It's culture. About. Yeah, exactly. it's culture. Exactly. Yes. I believe in 100% is culture because as a matter of fact, it's hard to change culture in the United States because when you have a black person speaking out against the violent culture, they're a sellout, they're an Uncle Tom, They that, that person is knocked down instead of even debated. When you watch me, you no one debates what I'm saying. They just want it gone. They don't want that option out there. And yeah. you, cannot yeah. gra- you cannot grow a culture if they refuse to have a, an, an option for those people that's better than what they currently have. Well, there seems to be and some. About y- yes. the fo- go on. Go. You know what? I want to make a comment about that. Foreign <laughs> okay. blacks are not the same as American blacks, and they mm. almost they do not identify with black culture at all. I was married they to a Nigerian. They don't identify with black culture, and to lump us all together under the term black is criminal. It should not be done. It is one of the most annoying things that came out of the seventies black power movement that I could ever like put words to because before that it was black Americans and it was foreigners. And then after that, they wanted to integrate us all together and they just called us all black, which is completely unfair to the actual black Americans. Cause what Mm -hmm. they do is they bring the foreigners in and they give them positions of power and they say, look, we've met our quota. And now the, the actual American black who is a descendant of reconstruction, which is my new way of phrasing it, their opportunity is taken and it's given to a foreigner. And then you have people like Zuby commenting on black culture when they know nothing about black culture, which I still oh, have my we, we gotta get Zuby We got to get Zuby on. We got to get okay. Zuby on to uh, break the rules. And no, but that's a good Sophia point. It's like um, they're, oh God, <laughs> they're bringing in a managerial class like they're doing with uh, the subcontinental uh, east asians um that don't really have a high regard for um like i know in the nigerians or other forms that have a sort of competent competency skills that can get them into a, a green card program it's called uh, i don't know what they call here in canada it's something different but they call it the green card in america um they have a utter contempt for american black people mm. and uh so imagine them running the institutions that can distribute resources to black people in america it's kind of like well and and i'll give you another group i talk about this on my show all the time there's another group of people that 
don't like black Americans and discriminate against them. So American America has put them in positions of hiring. That's called black women. Black women oh, have been put goodness. in middle yes. management. Yes. Black women yes. have been put in middle management because a black woman will hire a non-black person quicker than they will hire a black person, and they really won't hire black men. There are black men all over the United States who will tell you as soon as they go in the interview and they sit down and they see a black, black woman, woman on the desk, they know she's not going to hire them. Man. Black women are the biggest cause of a lot of this stuff that's going on. Like, I have been noticing it for a while. Like, in D.C., you have the mayor. She's black. She hates black people, f- frankly. Like, she just does. And you, we have Who's a, the mayor of Chicago? What's woman? her name? The The guppy-looking player. She's so yeah. pro-black. She look, what she looks like is Beetlejuice, but she's so pro-black. <laughs> she's so pro-black. <laughs> Beetlejuice and WCW. She, that, 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 that she munches white carpet. Amazing. <laughs> we have a black county, a black woman county executive for the first time in our county. She's doing such a bad job. Uh, also She's doing such a bad job. As soon as I could get out of PG County, I was gone because I was like, this woman doesn't know anything about anything. She's going to run this county into the ground. And, hmm. and just yesterday, I found out that our county is closing public schools again after they made all the kids get vaccinated they're closing the public schools. oh, oh, oh yeah we, we, we gotta we gotta we gotta watch YouTube, the, uh, youtube yeah, yeah youtube yeah oh, i mean i, just, I, was, I mean oh, just saying it once shouldn't okay. be a problem but yeah, yeah just call it the sacrament that's I what i call I, it mm-hmm. okay well when well, i was just saying when the kids were getting sick they weren't sending the teachers home and so <laughs> i just <laughs> so, they they weren't making them quarantine they were only making the kids but, quarantine, but what do you is a mess why, why do you think that is? Because I've like for years, uh, like Tommy, you've been like under severe fire in particular by black women for, yep. for speaking truth to power. Um, I remember the one, uh, the one guy, it was a two part episode where this, this woman was arguing. She was acting like, I, I think she was, uh, defending shoplifting or something on, on the Facebook live. And she got her boyfriend to come and talk to you on live stream. It was, it was hilarious. And the guy's like, let's set up a fade. Let's set up a fade. I remember that. Ah, uh, yes. That was the, the, the lying woman who claimed that she was a conservative. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Yes. That was the movement of, of being black and a conservative would bring you money because you were one of the few. It would either bring you money from the whites who wanted you to stay conservative or be conservative or the blacks who would argue with you for how dare you be conservative. So that's yeah. what she was doing. Come to find out she was living in a house with a thug boyfriend who didn't have a job. She didn't have <laughs> the degree she claimed she had. And all it took was a little bit of prodding and the ghetto black bee came out. Yeah. Oh my God, that was hilarious. But um, we we have a you know she she was no longer with that guy after. Of course, she became a statistic. Soon as she had the baby, the guy was gone. So oh, Miss Conservative Black Lady wasn't really uh, married to the guy, and it, it was just all it was all funny to watch. The guy left because I told him when he was trying to fight me, I said, "Dude, do you understand that this girl was willing to let you fight a complete stranger over an online argument?" Mm, I said, "This yeah. is my problem with black yeah. women." This is what they'll do. One of you will end up in, in jail. One of you will end up in hell and she'll be back out reproducing with somebody else. But but wow. why, when you look at the situation between black men and black women, my, the reason I bring this up is because, um, and, and Love has, we'll get to Love's point. Um, look at statistics, okay? Now, black women, they maybe maybe not like, uh, a lot of them, of course, are, are of mixed race descent. 
they, they're in academia, they're picked for certain government jobs, they have a disproportionately high amount of um, secretarial and managerial roles. But black men in America, I mean, it's the, statistically abysmal. I mean, the, the carcerate, incarceration rate, the recidivism rate, um, the fact that black men can't get into uh, university to save their lives compared to black women. I mean, why is it that black women have, um, they seem to have grafted onto the power structure in the way that black men haven't. It seems that black men, uh, and so Hotep Sophia, Don't you make me answer this. this. I will answer that yeah. easy. Simple. Who was screwing the white man longer? Oh. Simple oh answer. God. Who was who was laying in the bed reproducing children oh with the white man longer? The black oh. women were. So think about oh. it. In the slavery days, if you were a black woman and you wanted a child that had a chance to go to college, would you want a child by a fellow slave or by a landowner and a slaver? A slaver. So their child would get to stay in the house. They get to brag about it. Matter of fact, the whole dishing tea and stuff came from the white man would go visit another white man's um, plantation and they would bring their slave woman sometimes with them. Let him let the slave woman dress up in his wife's some of his wife's hand me down clothes. They would sit on the porch and talk about their experiences being uh, the concubine of the white man. One of the things that they were able to talk about was what? That they had children that were able to stay in the house or either go to college. And one day the mixed kids would be, especially if they were passable, they could actually own slaves themselves. So the women gained pride in their mixed children. That has lasted to this day. If you go to a black woman's profile right now, put up two pictures. You can go to do it on your profile. Either one of you white guys, take it on your profile. One day, put up a picture of a beautiful white baby. The next day, put up a picture of a beautiful mixed baby. The next day, put up a picture of a beautiful dark skinned baby. Watch how many black women come to your profile and like the one of the mixed. So that means they don't even like what they themselves produce, which is why they treat the children that they have with black men with such disdain. Because if you wear a weave all day and then you have a child with me, guess what your child's gonna look like? What you look like underneath that weave. So it's going to make you feel bad about yourself and it's going to make you feel bad about your child because your child reminds the whole world that you don't look like this stuff you glued on top of your head. Oh my, that's wow. a nuclear, that's a nuclear red pill right there. Hotep Sophia, please. Yes. Oh. I, I always said nobody hates that. black, nobody, one last point. Nobody hates black men, white men. The only people who hate black men as much as white men are black women. That's yeah. the saying I always yeah. say on the show. The right hand of white supremacy is black women. Black women will be the oh. first people to try and knock you down. They get mad at the white Karen. Well, guess who calls the police on black men more than a white Karen? Black women. Mm. So if, how can you be a Karen when there's a group of people who call the police on black men more than anybody? Did Mike? Did Michael Jackson? Uh, not Michael Jackson. Did um? Did Mike Tyson go to jail because of a white a white Karen? Did Tupac go to jail because of a white Karen? Oh. Did, um, yeah. What, what about um, uh, the, 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 the Supreme Court justice? Did, did, was he put on there because of a white, a white Karen or was it Anita Hill? What about uh, the, the guy, um, Brian Banks, who spent six and a half years in jail for a rape he didn't commit? Was that a white Karen who did that to him? Also, I gotta... Each year, black men are put in jail for false charges put against them by black women, not white women. So let's not I, I, also, I also want to add to the side a bit, since we were talking before about Lori Lightfoot, there was a great clip uh, from uh, Tim Dillon's podcast where he talks about how Lori Lightfoot 
complained about things that her Uber driver had uh, no part in doing whatsoever. She completely mm -hmm. made up fabrications in order to get this guy in trouble. And she felt absolutely uh, no remorse at all for doing no something remorse. like that. But uh, but again, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that somebody like Hotep Sophia, who is an incredibly kind and thoughtful and wonderful woman that we have here with us today, I think that we need more people out there like Hotep Sophia. So I want to go back to Hotep. I just Sophia. hate that we even have to say that. I know. Right, think about it this way: when we yeah. say white people own slaves, less than ten percent of white people own slaves, yet white people eat it every time we say it. Yeah, there are way more than ten percent of people who speak on who are who identify with the parts of stereotypical blacks. So yet when we say it, we got to always point out the one or we know or I know if it's something whenever we say black women are intelligent, nobody says well, I know one that's stupid. Nobody says well, that. I do, no. but... When we say black women got the best bodies in the world, nobody says, I know some. No, we just go ahead and let that slide. So if you can take a compliment that you don't deserve, maybe you should be able to take one of these. We should not have to constantly say, I know one that's not. Mm. Well, in, gen you, in general, though, you have a yeah. lot of. I, I was just going to say you and, and then to make the mat make matters worse with uh, what Tommy is saying is that with this whole BLM thing that sort of erupted, then you have a lot of black women going around talking about protect black men. Well, which black men do you want to protect? The one that you're calling the police on? The one that you're fighting with and lying about? Taking the court? All this stuff? They taking don't really the child need away. it. That's, right. Taking the child <laughs> away, won't let them see them. Like, this is the type of stuff that it doesn't make any sense. And when you try to, like, uh, the same problems... Uh, Tommy describes having with black women. I have these same problems with them too because when they say something stupid, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And yep. you're like, well, who qualifies you to talk about it? I'm like, well, I have an advanced degree and I'm working on my doctorate. Is that enough education for you? That's why I have to get my doctorate because I have, for, well, before I moved, I would always have to come back at these women and say, I have more education than you. I know more than you, but I also have more education than you. Is that enough for you to listen to what I'm saying? And a lot of times it wasn't because if you aren't pro uh, towing the progressive line, it doesn't matter how much education you have, what you know how to do, what you're qualified to do. None of that matters. They don't care because it's not, it's only about uh, progressing the ideology that they believe in. If you are not a part of that ideology, you will always be ostracized. And it has, it, it does have to do with male and female, but it has just enough, it has just as much to do with you disagreeing with them as anything else. Because I have had a lot of fights with black women, a lot. I do not get along with black women for this very reason. It's, you know, I'm, I'm nice and all of that. But when you start to say stuff that's like crazy, I'm like, well, like I have a friend um, you know, just making comments to her about like this was like last year. And I'm like, well, what do you think is the biggest problem in America? And she said Trump. And I was like, well, what about the the the, the children lovers? What about them? And she didn't understand what I was saying. And I'm like, well, like I understand. Oh, you know, Trump might be a problem. I get that, but like the abuse of children is kind of more important than that. She didn't agree. She literally did not agree with me. She, to this day, <laughs> will say that the biggest problem in this country is Trump. And I, in my mind, I cannot understand this, but this is CNN how CNN and MSNBC and all of them are selling it to them, telling them, yep. even when Trump's not in office, they keep bringing up Trump. You can turn on <laughs> CNN right now, and I guarantee you, Something they're talking about will have it something to do with Trump. It could be the the Andes fell into the in, into the Indian Ocean. Somebody's going to say it was because of Trump. 
Well, where exactly do you think all of this is going right now? At what point of uh, race relations, for lack of a better word, do you think that we are? Because when I first moved here from the uh, USSR, everything looked, and this was during Dinkin Day, so things weren't great. But at the same time, you know, people like black or white, like they helped, uh, they helped us out as far as moving goes. So it does feel like there's more tension going on right now. And in general, just a lot of... Uh, homeless, uh, crazy people walking the streets, uh, stabbing people in New York City. So I don't know, where do you see uh, the next uh, couple of years going as far as uh, various uh, race relations go, especially to in the uh, bigger cities? Well, first off, I didn't know you were Russian. You have lost your accent like Elizabeth Olsen in Age uh, of Ultron. I, I can uh, I can speak <laughs> Russian. I can speak the Russian accent. Я говорю по-русски. Yes, I'm a... Nice, nice. Uh, hey, uh, all I know is привет. I used to date a Russian when, when I would get out of the, the, the shower, she would say sluk and bottom. Sluk and bottom? I have no idea what that sluk is. And bottom. It meant good shower or something. Good, good something about good shower. I don't sluk know. Sluk and bottom. I have no idea Whatever. what that is. Yeah. Yeah, but I, so that's the much that's that's much Russian I got into. And when we broke up, I stopped getting into it, which I'm still sad about. For, for, um, for all the people in the chat, though, because I know that they're going to be calling me out whenever I just say that I'm Russian. My mom is uh, Jewish. So, well, like Russian Jewish. So my oh, dad's. Come on. The people in the chat need to give it up. <laughs> they'll never, they'll never Every give it up. They'll hold Every on stream. to it. They'll hold so on to Russian. it till, the, until their dying breath. So you're a Russian Jew. Like your DNA is fighting against each other. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but in a way, no, but Tommy, in a way, I think that there is something to that. Like uh, Rudolf Steiner talked about, uh, you know, he's this uh, theosophist, then he created Anthroposophy, uh, Hotep Sophia. You, you know, Rudolf Steiner, very yeah, influential yeah, guy. He, star he started the uh, Waldorf school system. And he talked about how back in the old days, like the ancient times, there used to be ancestral blood memory that was acted to such an extent that people mm -hmm. had a psychic understanding of what exactly their parents went through and theirs and theirs and theirs because the blood was very close. And as soon yep. as there started to be more intermingling around, you got less of the psychic ability, according to Steiner, but you got more of a understanding of the self, as if you started seeing yourself as being an individual apart from everything else, which is true and also false if we assume that we're all one, you know, and all that stuff. But it is interesting to think about how these various influence, like Russian influence, Jewish influence, how it does in a way present various challenges towards yep. uh, towards your life. Like the Tower of Babel, Lev. Well, this it, is why we should be separate. Oh, never mind. Never uh, not going down hey, that hey, habit hole. Segregation, <laughs> segregation no. was the best thing that happened to Black Americans. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. Before, hold on. Before we get to, before we get to, before we get to segregation, I do want to point out that the whole idea of then no, we're gonna get to hold on. No, yes, hold on. Then I know that. Oh God. Then I know that. Because um, <laughs> apparently, a certain someone decided to go after our boy recently. Tommy. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, no, but, certain, but uh, Gio, Gio. Gio. No, before we get to the Sneed and feed. And by the way, Sneed those super chats. I'm going to read the super chats later on. You want to ask Tommy a question, please yes. Sneed us the super chats. Yes, exactly. But I also, but I also just want to say that there is something to the idea of knowing thyself and evolving as an experiencer of the cosmos, which I think does have a lot to do with getting out of your comfort zone and encountering things you're not used to. 
which I think is something that Steiner was alluding to with this whole process of people getting out of the tribes and meeting other people and just, uh, you know, having all these various challenges that we're having today. I think this is the process. But anyway, I said enough about the Steiner. Uh, let's talk about oh, the Chep, bu- we buck can't, breaking. We can't yes. let you off the hook. Explain okay. why segregation was the best thing to happen okay. to African-Americans. When is Jesse okay, Lee Peterson so coming on BTR? We're not asking the Americans, sir. Stop calling us African American. We're not. I'm not Negro. Black people. I'm a Negro. Okay, Negro. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm an American. Uh, black. Um, I'm. A, I'm. I'm what would be called a Black American. I'll let you call yeah. me that. I'll let yeah. you call me that. But I am an American. Hundred percent. Okay, so the history of this, of course, if you, a lot of people know Brown versus Board of Education, but what they don't understand is that the lawyers representing the Brown, which is the the students in the um in the lawsuit, were from the NAACP, and the NAACP in the middle of the trial decided they were no longer going to represent the students if they didn't demand integration. The students did not want integration. They wanted the segregation. They just wanted their schools to have as much money as the white schools. Because if you look at at how schools were funded, black schools were always funded by the community, which is why they didn't have as much stuff. But white schools were funded by the state. Makes no sense. They just wanted their schools to be funded by the state. So actually blacks did not, they never wanted integration. That's another lie in how they teach black history. Never wanted it. They wanted separate but equal. And then they said, oh, we can't do separate but equal. We're going to have to just throw you all together. And that's why you see um, even today a lot of sort of uh, pro-black ancestrally people like saying we want black schools with black teachers and black kids. They're segregating themselves. And that's basically, even though the schools, the, the they're funding the schools with all of this money, you still see black people always segregating themselves, staying in the hood, staying with Everybody self-segregates though, right, dear? Exactly. Everybody self-segregates. Black people fought like hell to ride in the front of the bus, get on any bus, and guess where the black people at? And get in the back. <laughs> we fought like hell to be able to eat lunch with white people. Go to any school in America. Where do black people eat lunch at? With black people. But but shouldn't the point be to have a certain amount of dignity for everybody when it comes to being able to choose? Do I want to get at the back of the bus? Do I want to get at the front of the bus? You can't say that when you have a historically black university. You can't say that when black people have black in front of their own stuff. You can't say that when we got black entertainment TV. You can't say it when blacks are willing to put black in front of everything. Well, uh, and not if, want if you, you in it. You can't put white in front of anything. Don't do can't it. Put white in front of anything. Yeah, that's that's a no no. I mean, well, okay, um, I, I could give you this quick example uh, from uh, Mother Russia here, again related to the Jewish people. So Jewish people could only get into the universities at maybe I think three percent of them could, and when they went into the universities, like when they had to pass a test, they had way harder of an examination, way harder questions than anybody else. So it was made incredibly hard for them to uh, do that. And you also had a situation, not with uh, Jews, but you also had a situation with uh, Russians who were former serfs, where they could only get promoted to a certain rank in engineering or whatever, and they could get promoted no further. They could only get to that point. And I think that that does affect a person's dignity, where they know, no matter how hard I work, I'm never going to be able to be promoted. So if we were to have uh, gone back in time, I don't think what I'm saying right now would be something that either you, Tommy, or you, Dominique, would want uh, to exist. 
So what would be a preferred system well, where something like that? They should have given us what they gave the Jews. The Jews got their own land. Give it to us. They should have done that. They should have carved out something for black people and not that crap over there in, in Africa, Liberia. They shouldn't have done that. They should have carved out land like they did the Indians. That There is a question that people need to ask. Why did the United States not carve out any land for these black people and let them have it, let them make a go at it of themselves right here in the United States? They did not. So apparently they wanted to keep you in a position to where you may not be slaves, but you kind of still act as slaves. If you look at what blacks do right now, Blacks, they've taken the fathers out of the home and the mothers are pretty much uh, dependent upon the state slaves. The fathers are in the state. The mothers are on the state. Fathers are in jail. Mothers are on the, the state programs, state funded programs. So all they did was they wanted to shift the whole idea of slavery, because if they didn't, they would have made them self-sufficient, given them their own stuff, because when the Jews were being mistreated, they gave them their own land. Well, now let's let's well, assume. I would like to add to that. In some areas, blacks were given land. Like I said, I'm from PG County in Maryland, where my ancestors on both sides, my mom's side and my dad's side within Maryland, were all landowners. And that was after slavery. The 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 plots of land were carved out, and everybody got a piece. And no, 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 you know what I mean. Like they're their own state, their own state, their right. own something they can be proud of. Mm. Not a piece mm -hmm. of land, because a lot of blacks own land now but they still will sit around and complain about America. Do well, they not? Well, yeah. well, let's say then, let's assume, for example, <laughs> we were to go back in time and this would have been done. Let's say somebody who was living in this new uh, place would have gone to, I don't know, New York City or wherever, and they would have wanted to, you know, I just happen to like New York. I want to live here. Would they have uh, been discriminated against? Would there have been a uh, separate but equal thing going on for them? Would there have but been different what, water fountains or no? Say about yeah. that. What I wanted to say is that people would naturally integrate. It was just the force, the forcing of the integration that was the problem. If given Thank a choice, you. eventually you would talk to people who weren't like you just Thank to be, you. you know, to gain the information. So it's not, the problem wasn't integration per se. It was that it was forced. Mm -hmm. if, and you just talked earlier, getting, didn't you? Didn't you just talk earlier ahead. about um, the Africans who come here seem like they're treated differently? Mm, yeah. You spoke about that. They're yeah. black. Well, uh, there was a great comment by ZHP again, where he said that um, when it came to the uh, forced integration, that there was a huge brain drain of certain um, higher IQ black people in these communities. And uh, that was almost certainly the argument for um, mass segregation. So it seems that the state could plunder the best uh, human resource out of black communities. Uh, so that that is another interesting take. I mean, That's I know true. it's totally sacrosanct yep. when you argue against segregation to most people nowadays. I mean, I'm aware how I'm aware how terrible it sounds. Right. They to did the same thing to Germans and they did the same thing to Germans and Jews after World War II and before true. World War II. They went over and got the best Jewish scientists. They went over and got the best Russian scientists. They got the best German scientists. You ever notice that some of those Germans were put to death and the other ones were quietly moved right into government positions? Yeah. In yeah. Operation Paperclip, yeah. yeah. This is not something that, that, and so it was done to the blacks then and it's done to the blacks now. Even I talked on my show about this concept and most people don't think about it, but I'll ask you guys. There's an Asian nerd group, Jewish nerd group, all kinds of nerd group. But when you go back to high school, there was or in middle school, there was never a black nerd group. Why not? Because the blacks would just migrate over to the other groups. 
not in my community. I was in the black nerd. Well, you said you were in ninety eight percent, right? So they didn't have a choice. So they, it's a, there's well, always the one black weeb who uh, hangs yeah. out with the yes. well, well, Tommy, where did you going to the manga section? Where did you going? I mean, you were a fan of a uh, 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 Voltron, so I think that there is a bit of a weebitude going on uh, with yourself. But that's what I'm saying. Like I was, I, I when and whenever I wanted to do nerd stuff, I had to go hang with the whites and the Asians. Mm. And you were saying earlier on your show how you were interested in things like uh, writing your own book, for instance. There was someone, I don't remember if that was your brother or a relative of yours who were mentioning who was gay, who was actually very open to the fact that you like to write books. And he was the first person to actually read what you had to write. Who, who yeah, was that? that? It was interesting to him that I wrote it. And I always thought, but then what happened was, as I grew up and I understood, well, a person who's marginalized gravitates to another marginalized person. Right. So there was a reason why he understood me when others didn't. Because when I grew up, I was like, oh, they marginalized him. Mm. But why do you think uh, that is going on in the black community as well, as far as there being these nerds and uh, kids who like to do science-related things, like the young Neil deGrasse Tysons, if you will, that would end up, as you said, uh, get uh, bullied? Well, it's, it's like what she said. It's that poachery that goes on. When you do... Stand up like that, and you are the black person that invents something or has that type of mind. You get poached. There's this one guy who does this thing. Let's just bring him over here. This is one guy, a girl over here, and she does this. Let's bring her over here. So you kept getting poached, and then you would get. What would happen was the community would start to hate you because they knew you were going to be given an opportunity that they weren't. So they don't celebrate it. That's where the whole crab in a barrel thing came from. You were going to get lifted out of this muck, out of this mire. And we're going to keep you here because if you get lifted out, here's what happens with an intelligent black person versus the rest of the blacks that are sitting there watching it. If they don't feel like they can do it, then they feel like they're going to leave you. And in our community, leaving us is bad. Why do you think that we're the only community that says when you become successful at rap, you got to give money back to us? But every one of those people will tell you, I had to fight like hell to get past you because you didn't believe in me. You told me my music wouldn't sell. You told me I was lame. You said everything negative to me. I just happened to make it. Now that I made it, you tell me, come back and get us. Wait a minute. Why, though? So that a lot of times when blacks turn against blacks is because they went through the gauntlet of blacks. Wow, man! I would also True. like to point out that it's sort of institutionalized. Like where I'm from, you could take a test in elementary school to get into a magnet middle school, and then if you took that test for the magnet school for middle school, you were basically segregated from the rest of the students. You didn't take any classes with them. And then they had a program like that for high school called Science and Tech. And so you, if you were a magnet in middle school, nine times out of ten, you were going to pass that test for science and tech for high school. And so then you were segregated again throughout your high school. And I think me, I wasn't all that stuff because I can, I can take tests. But the reason why I was still able to sort of integrate down into the the regular students is because I'm a singer. So in choir, everybody, it doesn't matter whether you are 
talented in school, you get A's, you get D's. If you're a good singer, they want you because that's another talent that they can sell to, you know, whomever. And so that's the only reason why I had any um, interaction with regular students, because I've talked to other people I went to high school with. They never talked to any regular students. They didn't know what was going on with the, we called them the, um, I can't remember, but we, they didn't know what was going on in the high school. And I went to a very uh, violent high school. People were getting shot and stabbed all the time. That's just where they put us. But we had this little enclave of it was mostly blacks, but because our the way our county said it was some whites, too. And we were just the smartest people in the school. And we got all this stuff that nobody else got. And, you know, that that's how they do it. And then when it's time to go to college. So in my high school, the valedictorian had a 5.4 GPA. He went to MIT and he's like one of the top black engineers or whatever in the country. I don't know if our salutatorian had a, no, he had a 4.5. Our salutatorian had a 4.45. She also went to MIT. And so you have like, this is just how they segregate you out. Then they push you into college and you know, the next thing you know, you're somehow like this titan of industry and you don't realize that during your whole process, you've just been pushed up and pushed up and pushed up. And what they do is tell you, make sure you don't have kids too soon because if you have kids too soon, it's going to ruin your life. So you have these, that's another problem with black women. They wait too long to have kids. And then when they want kids, it's too late. They've waited too long. So you have, or, you know, or the, the other thing, Tommy is making the. Well, there, there's also right. uh, the, out of all the well, things I've heard in my life, black women wait too long to have kids. It's not yeah, one of educated ones, not the uneducated. Oh, ones. Oh, okay, uneducated. That, yeah. You the need to put that. Please put that the, caveat in there, please. I was if you know about the educated ones, um, I said my salutatorian had a four point four five. That ain't. But no then you said black. Had. You said black women. I said oh. Educated black okay, educated black women wait too and long. And I mean a real educated. Can we stop calling black women educated when we're not talking about real education? Because when they say that black women are the most educated people in the United States, it's a misnomer as well. They're the most and enrolled. Well, you can buy a degree, but no, anyway, but they're the yes, most yeah. enrolled. <laughs> but they're the most, they're enrolled. most enrolled. They're not the most educated. They're the most enrolled. And you know why they are enrolled? Because many of the social programs that they're involved in allow them to continue getting it if they're enrolled. Yep, that's not true. true. You don't see a that's bunch of true. black women walking and when Stanford graduates, when MIT graduates, when Georgia Tech graduates, when Brown, when all these places graduate, you don't see a bunch of black women there. And they would love to have, have black women there because they would fit two minorities at once when they brought one in. They bring in a female and a woman. So no matter how much they try to incentivize black women to come to these major higher colleges, they don't go there. They don't make it. And when you were talking about that, about singing, that is real horrible because she's right. I was I could rap and I was a bat and I was an athlete and a good one. So therefore, I was able to. And this is sad. What I'm about to say, hide my education. Mm-hmm. I was exactly. able to. Hide. Yeah, it's true. That's the truth. And many blacks will do it. You talk to there's a rapper by the name of Plies. When he's rapping and talking, he's I shouted. She shouted like that. He is educated and you talk to him in a regular time. He's tea sipping. Hello, guys. But he knows he can't talk like that. So everything that's quote unquote black in front of it is negative as well to the point of where if you do something positive, they say you're acting white. Nobody else has to deal with this. And that's the culture in America. I want to ask you, Tommy, I want to ask you, Tommy and uh, and Hotep Sophia, this this issue with representation of black culture being 
um, depicted as inherently lower educated, um, not like a lower. Um, how shall I say this? Like Local more. Class. <laughs> yeah, like lower class and more uncouth. Um, there is an issue to be made about media representation, but it seems that a lot of the current media geared towards black people in America, they sort of are trying to break the stereotype. Um, but they're, I mean, I know, but the problem is they infuse it with a bunch of like woke bullshit, like that one show with uh, the black law firm. What's it called? Uh, my mom, my mother watches. I'm like, why do you watch? It's all about uh, Rittenhouse and uh, the Six and all this crap, right? But I do notice that it seems there is sort of a artifice of depicting um, black culture as being um, inherently like more, uh, you know, lower class and, and ghetto-ish and so forth. But it seems that almost like that's a '90s thing that nowadays it's sort of switched to no. the black professional. No. Or do you think it's still a reality? No, no, no. right now, reality. still, in order for you to be a black person around other black people, in order to relate to them, you have to say to them, and all the politicians do it. I'm from the hood, just like you. Look at what Kamala. I was smoking weed, listening to Tupac back in 1986. <laughs> Why did she say that? Do you think she'd have ever said that in front of some whites, in front of some Jews, in front of anybody, in front of some Asians? No, because that wouldn't have been something that brought them in. So if your highest level politician said is that when a white person comes there and they start talking like this <laughs> when they doing the speech? Uh, Hillary Clinton did comes, that back in the day. And you remember when Hillary Clinton comes to your radio sauce? station when a white person comes to your radio station and pulls out a bag of hot sauce. Yeah, when Hillary. Like, <laughs> there is yeah, a reason that this is being done. <laughs> that is a reason that this is being done, and they're doing it because they believe you can relate to it. And the fact is, we do relate to it. We stopped watching <laughs> the Cosby Show because blacks said, not whites, blacks said this is unrealistic. Oh man, yeah, the Cosby Show really was just for white people. Oh, speak, my actually, yeah, is exactly what people. It, it was real. It was actually what life was like, and and so like crazy like you were saying 90s well in the 90s all the shows were about educated black people there weren't very yeah, many shows was. like girlfriends and moesha and because i started watching the, yeah, the 90s like tried to ago, change like, it she's, she's right the yeah. 90s tried to change it it's yeah, just we rejected yeah. it we were like the matrix and and when the matrix gave us something perfect we rejected it so we <laughs> <moved the pain. laughs> We, we I, don't think, I actually don't think yeah. we rejected it because you have, I mean, you, you might be older than me, but like the millennials and, and the gen, well, I'm a millennial. So the millennials like embraced that and said, oh, that's what I want to be like. That's Oh, that's no, 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 we didn't. You remember we used to have, we used to have music that would say we all in the same gang, stop the violence. And we thought that that's what we wanted. And then NWA came out and we decided, no, oh, see, that's old that. for me. So in my age group, it was more like, um, um, no, we changed it for y'all. There was a reason why Luke okay. made more money than 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 the guy who well, was talking about being pro-black. That we, we that that was a nice thing. It was a cute thing. But then we would drop something called New Jack City about selling crack and making money, and everybody would flock and go see it. Same thing happened in I the seventies. It didn't matter what nice I we said. They dropped the Mac, and everybody wanted to go see the Mac. So there's something inherent in the in the black people in America that makes them want to uh, talk about struggle all the time. Even when we talk about dating, Simone, tell me, I'm Dominique, tell me, tell me if I'm lying. When we talk about dating, we'll say, well, I won't date nobody outside of the race because I want somebody that can identify with a struggle with me. Well, that just means that apparently all black people have been struggling or something. And who wants to be with somebody and just talk about struggling all the time? But we'll say it. Struggle love. That's true. 
Yeah, you. you that's true. But well, what would be your? Uh, what did you grow up with, Hotep? I mean, our generation, I guess. I don't know. Uh, well, there Beyonce, was a. There was a. Uh, well, I was just going to say that in DC, I think it's also different because we have our own music. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. Our own yeah. music culture. Like I don't. I can't identify with what he's saying because we had GoGo, and GoGo is mm. a live music, and so basically your whole everything was around going to see the live band. So we that whole. Um, aspect of the rappers being however they were that didn't play as much yeah it's different the east coast and west coast rap yeah it's it was there were those series though in the early 90s full house and uh family matters matters which both had the same dude making the theme song for both of them and uh there was something kind of charming about how you had this you know nice uh you know these nice families they were smiling all the time and everybody was happy and uh that that was the aesthetic was like that's why i couldn't i that's as a black person from PG County, I had a hard time understanding what the problem was because that's, I mean, I was poor. So we were the poorest people on the street because we lived in a slave house, but everybody else had nice new houses and, you know, nice cars and their family worked for the government and all of that. So I had a hard time understanding Y'all also a had lot, a lot of like what the blacks problem too. was. Y'all um, also had a lot of foreign blacks in there making up that, making up that stuff. Oh, a lot yeah. Of yeah. Y'all did. Yeah. But do you think that? <laughs> but do you think like there there seems to me uh, from because like, remember outside... Kevin Durant grew up in PG County and he talks about growing up in PG County and he talks about being oh, broke. Yeah. yeah, PG County. It's the income disparity is huge. Like I say, my the house I grew up in, literally grew up in, was a farm slave house. Like it's mm. in the we have the picture of it in the book. It was a slave house. Like that's what it was. So I was poor, really poor, but. My neighbors, they had a, they were in a slave house, but it had been renovated. It was nicer. Across the street, they build new houses. Down the street, they were building new houses. Mm. The average income in my community is one hundred and ten thousand dollars. My mother made like twenty. Mm. So I didn't, I didn't understand. But because we were uh, insulated by all of these rich people, I didn't understand. I still didn't understand why people had such a problem with what they were seeing on TV because I could see my. But you remember you said TV. you said that y'all's biggest fight was not race. What yeah, did you it say was, it, was? it was income. It so was then income. you would have seen that. So imagine if somebody who you just said who would actually fight an individual that they saw at school who made more money than them, you think they'd yeah. watch television and be glad to see a doctor and a lawyer married no, together? They no, but they I, wouldn't. So what, but I wasn't that uh, adept at that because I remember was we can't talk about ourselves when we talk about stuff like I'm in Atlanta. There's a lot of gays. I'm not gay, but I'm not going to pretend they don't exist. Right. You knew there were so many people who were angry. You knew there were so many people who were angry about income disparity that they would fight over it. So you they you know they wouldn't watch television. You know they'd reject it. You know they want to see homeboys in outer space more than they want to see uh Claire Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that happened. Yeah, you know what's I in outer space. I love that wow. film, by the way. I was in that was an actually a film. gifted program. So I didn't actually experience that with my own two eyes. This is like information I've gathered since I've been out of school, like in retrospect. But while I was actually in school, I didn't understand. I was just like, I don't understand what the problem is. Like, we're poor. Are we really that poor? I can't tell based on everybody mm. else. They all look the same as us because we're all black. But, so, but, but uh, when I got to college, mm. then I was like, oh, I see. 
this is a thing. That is a thing. Because my major was African-American studies. So mm. then once they force you to, like, look at everything based on race, then I was like, oh, I can see now why this was a problem, why that was a problem, what was wrong with this, what was wrong with that. Of course, their answer in college was socialism, which I was like, whoa, that doesn't seem like it's going to actually solve any problems. And that's where I had to get off the black mm. bus because well, they don't I give blacks problem solving. They don't solve black problems. They cover them no. up and create a new one. If you look at it throughout history, they don't solve black problems. Like we talk about uh, the Trail of Tears, what happened with the Indians and everybody's yeah. sad about it. And they talk about it in the school books. You know what they don't talk about? It's the same thing happened to blacks. Blacks were marched right on out of the South, out West, just like mm -hmm. the, the Indians were. And thousands of them died and you've never heard it. Mm. Why, oh, I, why did why did this happen I'm, on that for my dissertation and so i actually the fight. read some of the stories about the black towns that were started in kansas and stuff mm. like that and i had they were gutted I, out I, there, yeah they were afraid here's now. what happened like, how did these people get to kansas like this yeah he wanted to know how he wanted to know what we we're talking about uh live he wanted to know what we were talking about well when the north fought the south the south were a bit afraid that a lot of their slaves would turn against them they sent them yeah, out west. That's right. Yeah. They marched them out west on foot, just like they did the Indians, and many of them died. Like she said, that's how they ended up in Kansas. And even in Kansas, Kansas, the people of Kansas fought a 10-year war. They went on fighting for 10 years over if slavery would exist there or not. 10 straight years. Wow. What? No one talks about it because they understand that blacks, they, they've made blacks be short-sighted in the United States. And now blacks are short-sighted in the United States. They don't play the long game. So if you give them something really quick right here in Atlanta and in Alabama, and I don't know if they do it in your state, uh, Dominique, but you may have heard about this. They're giving black single mothers $850 a month for the next two years for nothing but being single mothers and they're putting no oversight on what they do with the $850. So you're giving them $850 and telling them they can buy weave with it. They can buy uh, crack with it. They can do anything they want to because we're not going to check up on it. Who gives somebody free money and says, do what you want to do with it and expect well, the good does. results. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But, but they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Cause if you wanted results, you wouldn't do that. Think about it. As parents, you wouldn't do that to your children. But you're doing it yeah, to people yeah. who've already shown that they do not handle economics well, they do not handle their finances well, they do not handle everything else well, and a free $850 a month is gonna do what? It's gonna make them responsible now? Mm -mm. Man, that's, wow. but I noticed there is a divide though among uh, like certain discourses among various black communities. Like for example, uh, I use this, uh, the one about the sacrament issue as we call it here. Yes. Um, when you look at black Twitter in particular, it seems, I don't want to stereotype, but it seems that a lot of like the, it's sort of like a hive mind. I hate to say it, it where they take up the social ideology, they spit it out quite viciously. And it seems that especially like this integration between the LGBT thing and black Twitter is like kind of wild to me. But when you look Ooh. at actual black people in America, lowest rates of the sacrament, lowest rates of acceptance of the LGBT uh, issues, it seems that there is a disconnect between the like incredibly like, you know, extremely online activist group of black people and just ordinary black people in America. But it, it, but it seems that the voice that they're giving to is like, you know, the Twitter activists is the, 
you know, uh, especially like, uh, you know, these, uh, who's that one in MSNBC? What's her name? Oh, I hate, oh. The, the, Joy the Reid? Joy Reid, there you go. Joy Ann Reid. Like, it seems that well, they're the stupid, group. I knew who you were talking about, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah the stupid <laughs> one. <laughs> the lead with that. I the one they used to have, the Harris Perry one, she was kind of, uh, you know, she was a... Uh, she was evil, she was but she wasn't stupid. Who was overly black, which I got a theory on half breed. <laughs> they, they, oh, they, so do I. We I, might I have the same they, theory. Oh, half breeds. I don't listen to them at all because they just mad because they 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 are they are bad because their daddy wouldn't accept them, so they're acting out to get the acceptance of their daddy. Period. Oh my yes, god! Also, their brains don't oh. work right because they have too many influences from different things trying to converge together so you get a lot of Bubba Wallace and Jesse Smollett type behaviors where they <laughs> Wallace? act out. No, like, seriously, if you look at them, and if you look at them, the dismantler physiognomy. I agree with what you were saying as far as what you have to remember the one line you said, you said the points they're given. They're mm, given these points. Yeah. They're given these talking points. Yeah. Blacks grew up not believing in homosexuality and stuff like that. We we were blacks are generally conservative if you think about what they were raised doing. Yes. So us being liberal makes no sense. Yet Mm-mm. they've convinced blacks that whites are bad unless they got a D in front of their name. Because if I believe whites are bad, I believe all of them are bad. Why would I accept because you vote Democrat, you're not bad? That's insane. I, I, I really wish if blacks were going to take this whole white people are evil thing to its to, to its apex, go straight to all of them are. Why would you believe that because one votes Democrat, they, they are now all of a sudden not racist. Mm-hmm. But then you have someone like uh, Hillary Clinton who will, will who will go down to the base level of what blacks are. Hot sauce, chicken, <laughs> well, great Kool-Aid. Or you will go to somebody like, um, let's just say Joe Biden, who will say, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Now, black long time ago would have rejected this immediately because who are you to tell me what makes me black? And who voted for segregation? He voted for segregation. So, yes, you told people about blacks being super predators. Sorry, go ahead. But another thing, too, I notice is that, and this is really going to open up a can of worms already, but. It as, seems as if they're that, not opened up already. Yes, go Tommy, on. have you heard? Uh, we're going to get to the buck breaking. I bet y'all wasn't expecting this when you brought me <laughs> oh, on. Oh, man. My, our, our chat's going crazy right now. Um, everybody subscribe. Tommy, do it without using any cuss words. Hell have yeah. You, exactly. Everybody, everybody subscribe. Breaktherules.tv. Patreon.com slash breaktherules. Please support us. Have anyway, you, go ahead. Tom, Tommy, have you? and Oh, super chats. If you want to ask Tommy yes. anything. And, 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 uh, and Hotep Sophia. Tommy, have you ever heard of Bronze Age Pervert? You say it again because it sounded like you said pervert. Yeah, have you ever heard of Bronze Age Pervert, the the writer and uh, Twitter personality? I've never heard of him. But go ahead, I'm, I try uh, to say I think you'd, perverts. you'd like bro, you'd like Bronze Age mindset. Um, oh, God. He had this theory once. She I don't know if proselytizing. All right, go yeah, on. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but go ahead. He had this theory once on his podcast, Caribbean Rhythms, where he was talking about Pete Buttigieg, and uh, they say that um, this whole like feminization of the black man he says because of the rates of black incarceration and the lack of black fatherhood that basically a lot of black communities are are kind of like these matriarchies he called it i know and in his accent his uh you know eastern european accent he's like well they live in the and jemima matriarchy and i go oh my god right but he said that um a lot of these 
older white, uh, you know, LGBT politicians, a lot of them, they in like South Bend in particular, would like prey upon black youths. And he said that because blacks don't have a lot of strong father figures, that um, they're very easy to quote become DL down low, and that blacks in prison, for instance, they will accept things like prags and uh, you know punks and so forth. That because they don't have this strong sense of black fatherhood, that they will they're easier to convert into this weird sort of mass media feminization or buck breaking, I guess you could call it. So uh, what do you think of that, Tommy? Then the, or unless Hotep Sophia, you want to go first on this point. Can I just say something about that real quick? Tom mentioned it earlier uh, because black women in, in the slave days, black women were, were with the slave owners, but the black men were also abusing. I mean, the slave owners were also abusing the black men. It was both. So this yeah, but thing wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait, they have been. They've been. Hold on. But I, I, the buck they were They weren't. They yes. were. There's, there's Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. It's, amazing. it's it's not that they weren't doing it. One was looked at as a what? A punishment because men don't sleep with men. You right, are now right. taking away his manhood, ma'am. That's right. not the same. If you and I were raped at the same party by the same man, you'd get sympathy for getting raped. They'd ask me, what the hell were you doing? I'm not, I wasn't saying, I wasn't saying it was the same, but I was just saying that it, the, that's all the, I was pointing out. That one group was, was able to get a benefit. Sides. He, he would was, do it to was, the blacks as a punishment. He'd do it to a black, the biggest black male. And he'd do it to him to show the rest of them. This is what will happen to you if you get out of line. No, they would do it to more of the, I mean, okay, we can argue about that, but it just in general, it was something that they didn't was fall done. in love like, with the black man. You don't find any pictures of this white man holding this black man's hand and in love with no, him. No, no, you just, don't find no, any love stories you, about it. Tell me this love but, story. Just one, ma'am. Just no, tell me no, one not, love story that was told. That's that's well, I'm sure the LGBT. I just tell me one. I just want to hear one. I don't look, I don't research that. All I'm I what I do research is how that particular process of uh raping men by men has been used to control a certain segment of the population for a long time. That's the only point I'm trying to make is that it was, but I think it was also used to control the black women too. So I was talking from a point of control, they were using their sexual deviancy to control black people in general on both sides. Right. That's what I meant. Like, well, it's not, not being a sexual, de- but it's not being a sexual deviant. Side, they- well, it's not being a sexual deviant if you are giving, cause it's all throughout nature. Women of all cultures will go with the winning side. It's always been done. Colonization has always been done that way by the white man. So smart move. Geronimo who fought against the whites. He was a half breed. You would go ahead and you would take the, you would go and you go into any community and you just breed them out basically. So what they were doing was incentivizing the women because the women wanted to be with the leader. It did, and lions do it. A lioness will allow a lion to kill her children if he kills the man. He now goes with that lioness and he's not taking these lions with him. So uh, the, the small cubs, so he kills them and she accepts it. In every war, that's fought, the women accept the men who win. So those women were being were saying, since the white man has won because he's enslaved our men, if we can get close to him, we can have a better life. There were no black men who were saying, if I just shake my booty at massa. 
Whoa! I won't have to work as hard. There was some that went with the master's wife, though. That's that's the thing. No, 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 no. The ones that went with the master's wife, and that's what I'm saying. But that was also sexual exploitation because the white woman would sexually exploit. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. The ones who went with the white master's wife, and she got knocked up. Guess who got killed after they found out that happened? Yeah, yeah. She did. He did. The baby did. It ain't the same. And there was a lot I'm of. Uh, I'm not gonna let y'all change history in here. That ain't the same. <laughs> there when was no truth. But when there, a man I would point out his wife, they all died. I would point out there was a lot of sexual predation with particularly um, the wives of slave owners preying upon black men as yeah, so sort of sexual objects. Back. Yeah, they wanted to yeah. get the man back, and they wanted sexual experimentation. If you're a woman and you watch this white man, because he did it right in front of her face, he would go and sleep with the slave woman right in front of her face. This wife had to watch this every day. He would take her on vacation with him whenever he wanted to. It became irritating, which is why a lot of the white women would beat the black woman who would catch their um their yeah, husband. That's another, yeah, that's another thing, too. Um, but but do you think, like, I, I mean, Hotep Sophia, you talk about this, but d- we want to get to, um, and again, this isn't to say anything about uh, gay people in particular, but it, it seems that there is this push to equate the struggle of black people with the struggle of LGBT people in the media. And it seems that there is this push towards like, I don't know, uh, little Nas X uh, rappers mm. dressing up and uh, makeup and- uh, Or, or remember that movie, uh, White Chicks with the uh, yeah, Wayans Brothers? Oh, so every, to... every black, uh, uh, was it comedian? Was it Flint Wilson? Humili- humiliation ritual is what I call it. It's 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 just another way of control, exerting control. That's the that's what I was the larger point I was trying to make is just is another way of exerting control over black people for black people to look and see at their quote unquote role models that even though they have money and fame and whatever whatever they still got to put on a dress. That was the whole thing with Dave Chappelle. He wouldn't do it. So then they got him with a trainee. Well, that is a whole oh, nother set. We're of on problems, YouTube, so you we got to be careful of using that uh, word as well. No problem. Well, no problem. The, the, <laughs> one time in the slide. I'm just, I'm being very paranoid. But no, that's. I yeah. just want y'all to say I have not said anything wrong. Yes. I have no, not been no, chastised, no, and that is amazing. Yes. They just got him, you know, like they set him up in a situation which would look really bad to anybody who talked about it. And he, you know, talked about it or whatever. And, you know, he made it into a joke. But it's like that's a at that point in time, that's a career ender if your audience found out that things like that was going on. So this is what they do. They just use this at a, as a mode of control. And it's just it, it didn't just start with. This generation has been going on for a very long time. Like I heard but, some people talk about Richard Pryor and yeah, some of these other yeah. people. And yeah, you know, but Richard liked him like that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but that's not really passed down <laughs> through history. You know, like it went oh, back. Well, but then, no, but then this is now, that's I, I not do, passed down. Well, I, I do want to say that sometimes we 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 make um, Superman argument out of everyday thing, and I and reason I say that is. We will say things about, well, blacks didn't do so and so. Like in the, in the South, we make fun and say white people sleep with their relatives. They the ones who do that incest stuff. When blacks do incest and do it very well. 
but nobody wants to talk about it. So how did we get away with going around saying white people do something that we do just by proximity? Because the majority of blacks stay, live and die in the same neighborhood. And if one dude has impregnated eight women and they still live in the same neighborhood, those kids grew up and started messing with each other. We have a lot of black girls. One of the things that we don't talk about is how often black girls are molested and raped in their own home. We don't want to talk about that either. Yeah, and I don't true. like that. Is so that that's the, what I mean. Uh, we made Superman arguments about something and it's not true. We will say uh, like the uh, whole idea of uh, blacks wearing a dress. I'm, I'm, I'm against that as well. The black men and stuff, because what they'll do is make sure that they get black men are known for one thing, their masculinity, their vir virility. It's just what they're known for. So, what are the ways to knock that down? If you're a white man who's been sleeping with the black woman every chance you get and making as many mixed kids as you can, you do not want the white woman to experience that same thing. To this day, it's still better when they put on television. And this is 2021. They'd rather see a white man with a black woman than the other way around. I don't know, Tommy. I, I kind of disagree. I, I do see a lot of... You're talking about do scandal right now. Do scandal and switch the roles. Well, No, but I do think there is this push to uh, equate black men with white women. I mean, I don't know. That could just be like a white well, nationalist argument. Push, I don't know if that's on. true. There's a stronger push but, now. 2021. There's a stronger push now to see it. You see, you're it right. I do know. I do notice there is more couples before. You're but right. You, there is you more. Would never, ever, ever see it. And I and remember I'm 46. So that means I saw the end of the 70s, all of the 80s, all of the 90s, all of the 2000 before we got uh, the, the, the 2000 to 2010 and then 10 to 21. They weren't showing black men being with black with with white women in none of the TV shows. Diane Carroll was able to be with white men all the time in the 70s and the 80s. You didn't see a black man on any of those soap operas with a white woman. You didn't. They weren't going to show it when they would show uh, Eddie Murphy. And no matter how funny he was in any of those movies, a white woman. You see him lay up with a white woman. Nope. Why mm. not? Why you never see him lay in the bed with a white woman? Because they wouldn't. But they would always show you in every soap opera, the black woman would lay up with some white man uh, in, in Saved by the Bell. You think they'd have let uh, any one of those girls be with a black student? Mm-mm. But they sure yeah, let the black true. student be with both the white boys, yet they would not they wouldn't claim her at all. Oh my god. Um Am I lying? Well I, I do not about reference, ten points. But but then but what about like, for example, in the porn industry, you have this push The number one selling porn is blacks on blondes, because white guys are are um let's say what's the word? Degenerates. Why like there is the couple? Seriously, they like watching things that bother them. The people that's why I was saying we make a mountain out of a molehill when it comes to um the things that bother them on the low is like publicly like McGreevy. McGreevy was against gays, the New Jersey governor. Come to yeah, find out yeah. now he's a housewife of a man. White guys love saying things they don't do and then end up doing it. Like that cuckhole stuff. Mm. White guys will sit there and do this. I was asked a, by a white oh couple. God. I was asked by a white couple to come home with them so the dude could watch me sleep with his wife. I had never oh, heard God. anything like this. I didn't wow. know this was a thing. This is the wokest stream we've ever had. So, so Tommy, oh, you, you, would, you would imagine then that there would be also people within the far right who would be in the closet and who would be seen as paragons of masculinity. Yep. They are. There, that is, well, there that was that thread the other facts. day, Lev. 
about that guy that had, <laughs> this How guy was on the uh, Hungarian <laughs> far right guy. He been super exposed on Gab. I mean, they done went yeah. back around all yeah. kinds of stuff on him. I mean, so I mean, look back this, in the this is a big thing now. Yeah, or back with yep. uh, a, you know the Nazis. You had uh, you know the SA people. You know, being uh, very uh, you know being very gay. Uh, and even though yep. there was well, you that had night some of the certain law. members of there, there the, the was guy the with the eyebrows thing, yeah, yeah. Who's that guy with the eyebrows? Was his name Geo? You know who I'm talking um, about? Herman, not Goring. No, uh, Goebbels. No, not Goebbels. No, no, the oh, other Borman. Borman. No, not Borman. The 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 eyebrow guy. Anyway, I'll I'll remember who he is. But I wanted to get back to what we were talking about earlier with uh, Bill. Levis Co having a genetic memory flashback <laughs> okay. of the Nazi high command. I wasn't Russian. I wasn't even there. Okay. <laughs> To address this, Lev, there is a contingent. There is like the, you know... Hess, Rudolf Hess, that's it. Rudolf Hess, yes. There is the contingent yeah. of like the far right, Um, you know, I guess like... I know yeah. people, they talk about countercurrents and Greg Johnson, blah, blah, blah. No, but, but also there is... look at Men's World Magazine Volume 2 with that sailor on the cover, Geo. Come on. No, yeah. but that's not... Uh, here's the thing, Lev. I, w I don't want to besmirch my friends because saying yeah. that an appreciation of the male aesthetic is inherently homosexual i do think that but there are there, elements there could be within a gradient, certain right there could be a gradient where it's there's a like... gradient but the, i i will say that there are certain e personalities and i know hotep sophia you brought up the one who uh here's the thing my opinion is that there's a certain level of misogyny that is acceptable but as soon as you cross the line into extreme woman hating it's kind of suspicious to me. There is kind of like the no e-girls never, then it becomes no girls never. It's like, I don't know, it's suspicious. But well, I that's won't... Exactly but... what, uh, Jill, that's exactly what happened on with Nick on Gab. He got on there and he said Gab would be the top website overnight if they banned women. And then after that, people were like, okay, let's go and look him up. And that's when the whole thing started to unravel for him. But that's exactly what happens. As soon as you see someone go to banning women... Oh, like now you're like, for oh, saying repeal the 19. <laughs> oh, that's me. I say that all the time. Please. Yeah, please I'm not talking like explicit. <laughs> like, here's the thing. You can you can say that maybe certain uh, political enfranchisements of women are they have negative consequences. You could like say that the traditional family had to have some degree of, um, you know, like in the Bible it says, you know, the woman shall serve man as he, her husband as she serves God. So, but then when you cross over into like this obsessive misogyny i think that's kind of suspicious in my opinion but but what but, i wanted to i always think that what it is is somebody's pushing against it i think it's the pendulum yeah, yeah if, somebody, if they feel like it's gone this far some people feel like in order to get it back somewhere you center, have to I, be hardcore yeah. yeah so i think yeah, a lot yeah. of what you're seeing now i take what i see on the internet with a grain of salt because a lot of people are really just trying to either gain a voice project one or just get yeah. a name because when That's I was growing true. up, uh, and, and this is the first time I'll cuss. When I was growing up, dumbasses at least knew to stay stay quiet. Now the internet has made every dumbass get a group <laughs> of five or ten people to follow them. Seriously, you can say some of the dumbest shit. Damn it. <laughs> It's true. No, it's you can no, swear. No, it's just certain fine. words. Okay. YouTube you can algorithm. say some of the dumbest stuff online and you will get a following of somebody listening to your stupidity. And that's <laughs> what's created these people who used to at least say, I'm dumb and I know it. 
Like there were people who said, I don't want to run for president because I'd make a horrible president. Now everybody with a voice is somebody in their comment section and tell me if I'm lying saying you should run for government. The guy I was talking about at the beginning of the show, I saw somebody say you should run for government. I said, this is the dumbest man on earth, but because he's seven feet tall, you telling me he should run for government. This is insane. <laughs> Why are you listening to this? But people will listen. That's what's wrong with the world today. So people are saying anything, hoping to get a, a group of people to watch them because there's money at the end of that rainbow. Man, but what's but going I do to be I a... do agree with you about the cuckold thing. I think that maybe we we do make too much of it, but I do notice that there is kind of like a sick fetishism with like pushing like I don't know black dot com or dog fart or whatever, where it's dog like fart. the black My woman, favorite. the blonde woman, white woman with a black man. That that kind of like is. To me, it's like a degradation through that, like, porno, like the coom brain porno gaze. It's a degradation of both white and black people, in my opinion, by saying that it becomes this, like, sick fetish. It's Wait a minute, like, see, even what you just named, you named black men being with white women. But there's a degrading porn that's worse than that, and you didn't bring it up. And I always say well, white, like men, white, white men with. Yeah, yeah but what's it called? race play right the the race play the thing. ghetto gaggers and that that should have been the yeah. first thing that came out because they bringing in race and degradation in there when them blacks on right, blonde right. it's just a white guy with a huge penis putting it in a black guy with a huge penis putting it in a white woman and that was like oh that's just degrading why is that degrading they're just having sex but when someone's spitting in someone's face making them throw up that isn't the first thing you brought up that that makes me that makes me stop I'm and say that would have been the first thing you brought up several things, but never brought that one up, which is the one that's bringing up race. Well, it, it is funny. Yeah. the Like when you talk about like a certain um, porn sites, like facial abuse, I do notice that that when they have the black uh, wannabe porn stars, they do have this element of like racial degradation. You're, you are right. Um, I mean, that's black all this stuff is really terrible and degenerate and, and pleasing the white woman. Seriously. When you watch blacks on blonde, it's just a really hung yeah. black guy pleasing a white, a white woman. But when there is black but actresses, the other way, with, yeah, the, it's, it's there making her throw up and then they're paying her very little sexual humiliation because yeah. they understand that a black woman believes that her life will change by doing anything with a white man. But a white woman believes that her life will change in the negative. There are white porn stars who still to this day say they will not have sex with a black man on film. There has not been one case ever in porn that a black woman said she will not sleep with a white man on film. That tells you all you need to know about mm -hmm. America. You're right. Is there okay. also a, I want to also ask a Hotep Sophia and, uh, and Tommy as well. And it's terrible. Some people yeah. think it's funny. Like you go to E fucked or whatever, and it's like, oh, uh, the humiliating wannabe porn stars. I think that's a series. And it's like, you know, back in the early 2000s when, you know, you're a kid in school, it's like you share sock, shock sites with each other. But when you actually like grow up and you examine a lot of this media, it's like, it's, yeah, it's staggering. It's it's like, like there's even think yeah. about it. There's even people right now. There's sex workers. Mm. The white girls will say no AA. African American men. There are black girls who will say no AA. There are no black women nor white women who say no white men. None. Why is that? Well, Hotep Sophia, you were mentioning uh, yeah, sir, on, earlier, on an earlier stream that uh, in uh, D.C., the uh, black people prefer to be arrested by white cops as opposed to black cops. Oh, 
oh yeah that happens all the time because um it, well it's like there are there are lots of black cops and they 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 will bring them out but the white cops they can film that i was um down by the waterfront one time and this guy was getting arrested and he was like no 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 not you you can't arrest me that one and i was like this is the craziest thing i've ever seen because then they have a lawsuit they have something else they can do that's why you see now like people say that there's not a lot of black cops or this and that but there's a lot of black cops it's just that people refuse they don't the black cops they either stay out of it or whatever i don't know it's so weird like like just although, the, the although you, you think dynamic. for you think for publicity's sake though they would want there to be more black cops uh, so there wouldn't be any racial you know uh, issues like what happened with george floyd and things like that so they would boston be able to... did that in the 70s you can look it up yeah, boston yeah. had black cops uh policing the black people because they wanted to cut down on the racial incidences you know what happened the incidence of violence, arrest, and everything, every statistical category went up. The mm. blacks yeah. were harder on the blacks than the whites Yeah, were. black cops are, everybody knows that black cops are harder on, like, if, if you get pulled over by a black cop in PG County, you just better hope you know somebody that they know, because it, it's not going to end well. I got pulled over, and I was like, it was a white cop and I was like okay this will be over in two seconds now he was extremely rude but it was over very quickly it's like the black cops they might be a little bit nicer but it just depends on like again what you're dealing with and then when you have a bunch of mulatto cops then you don't even know what's going to happen when you get pulled over with the black or the white yeah you get a half breed <laughs> cop pull you over it's like having Harvey Dent <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um but i'm just i'm thinking uh but hotep i wanted to get your opinion because i'm thinking through this and i know it is fashionable in a lot of circles i'm in in on the right to talk about like you know um the certain tribes that run the porn industry that have the black uh men with white women but i i do what you're writing up I'm, I'm starting to think about this about it is an incredibly under talked about topic of the sexual humiliation of black women in the porn industry and i wonder ahotep sophia what you think about it as a black woman yourself what you think about the relationship with black women and white men and do you think there is an inherent power disparity there or there's some kind of sexual exoticism that people just don't want to talk about because it's you know uncouth because apparently uh we have to you know accept any sort of uh intermixing nowadays so i don't know well, uh, what I, do you with when i was growing up like i said i'm from an all black area so if you were a there you, there weren't in interracial couples there weren't right. i mean i wasn't that close to a military base that's that's a really big thing on like around military bases and so uh we had one but it was kind of small and um like Andrews Air Force Base, that's 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 not really a huge base with a lot of people. So we didn't have um, a lot of interracial things um, or examples or whatever to look like to look at. The thing when mm. I was growing up was you need to be with a black man because there's all of this mixing and this and that, and you know we need to you know the black men are this and that. And so it's, it's so, that's why I said it's so weird. Now you have on one hand, black women saying protect black men, but then on the other hand, they're not really willing to deal with black men. So I think this whole, the porn thing, which I don't really know a lot about, but I can say that on a side of black women, it's more so like 
they don't want to be seen with a black man unless he's of a certain caliber. And if he's not, but at the same time, they will have like boyfriends or side dudes or whatever, like hoodlums and stuff like that. That's still like a big thing, but they won't talk about it. You know, they'll just be like, you know, I'm talking to this guy, but you may never see him. You won't ever meet him. You know, where is he? You know, they won't tell you because he's in the streets or the black women, the black women. Until, and that's what I was about to say. When they have some education and they all of a sudden turn up pregnant, it's by some, you know, hoodlum off the street. So it, it so even though they're saying that they don't want to uh, be seen with these kind of men, they still will be with these kind of men, which is why this whole thing with them, you know, fetishizing white men is kind of like, I don't, it's. And it's they'll be with the a bargain basement brand. The yes, white guy, <laughs> the white guy don't have to have anything but be white. I've seen black yep. women take care of these white men. And so yep. when I when we watch it, and that's why I go back to slavery, I'm saying they believe that just because this man is white, their life is going to change because he can give them something I can't, which is a mixed baby. And that mixed baby is going to be praised by black people. That's why I have a, a, a problem with this idea of mixed people being a uh, uh, biracial people saying they're black. White people threw them away. A white man can have a baby by a black woman. Guess what he'll call his baby? Black. black. That is one thing that men don't do. Men don't want to give their child to someone else. But white men freely do it. Why? Because they know it's destroying us. Now you got a little girl who has hair like my little girl feeling less than because some mixed woman is saying she's just as black as her. Interesting. It's Same a destroying of that about culture. the foreign blacks. Yeah, it's you destroy those people when you mix them. That's why it's the number one thing that colonizers do everywhere they go. They mix them. The Portuguese in Angola were the masters of this. Yeah. Yes, they you mix. They created a managerial class um, from interbreeding with the Angolans. Mm. Yeah. But if I were the to British be British, did it in the Raj. If I were to be devil's advocate here, and let's say I don't know, let's say yeah, somebody, devil. yes, somebody falls in love. <laughs> I somebody think I falls have in to love with nice, somebody from a black woman like yes. Candace Owens. There we I need go. To find a base yes. black woman. So if Geo finds, That's a, no, if Geo, if Geo and Candace Owens decide to uh, settle down together, she's married to a white man actually. So yeah, well, married to a Brit actually part of the peerage. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't bring her up. I, I don't. I, but yeah. go ahead. What's your question? What's, okay, what's your question? Okay. I'm curious. About okay. So so okay. No, it's very simple. Assuming we have Geo and uh, Candace Owens falling in love and getting married. Who who are any one of us to uh you know stand up against that? You know, if two people uh, love each other and want to be together, what's wrong with that? Sim- no, nobody's against it. the same thing. We're talking about homosexuality. If two gay people decide a, a gay a man and a man decide they want to be with each other, nobody has a problem. The problem is if someone says they don't like it, they should accept that as well. Why is it that the only reason the only way that I can talk about gay relationships is to say how great it is? The only way I can talk about a transsexual is to say how beautiful this man is that's all i can do i can't say i have any problem with it right now what they're doing is oversat uh, there's yeah. oversaturating uh any commercial has all these interrate a uh, black guy white woman asian guy white man it, it, it keeps being this a thing asian woman very- white man axa aryan asian fusion yeah think about it it's something that's it it, 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 it the number is very small in in um in the united states of them actually getting married the number's small yeah yeah. Yet commercials say it happens 50 to 60 percent of the time. 
Well, that doesn't make any sense. That means you're pushing a narrative. Remember what Dominique said earlier? People didn't have a problem with it until it was forced on them. If you keep doing this, all you're doing is creating a backlash. Absolutely. Think about all the black yeah, or the white white what's wrong with a white guy wanting like if you want if you had with Russian ancestry wanted to be with a Russian or Jewish ancestry wanted to be with a Jew and wanted to have children who reminded you of your grandmother and your great grandmother and your great grandfather, what's wrong with that? But they're telling us in America that that actually is wrong. You should want to destroy everything that's come prior to you so you can fit this mulatto uh, 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 oasis that we're building. And that's insane. (laughs) And Tommy, I would like to add to that is if you are in the hood and urban area, it's 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 completely irrelevant because the the people are, they're only around other black people. They're mixing and they're having babies, you know, all kinds of babies. So the narrative is not even really working. It's just, it's creating anger, but it's not even really having an impact on the people who are having the most number of Mm. kids in, in the black, in the black culture, in the black community. They're having them with other black people. That's just how it's work. That's what's happening. Which is creating again that hierarchy of these mixed children get thrown at the top of blackness. And it bothers me to no degree. And I will say this, nobody wants to bring it up, but the people who are putting together these commercials, the people who are forcing this on us. Oh, I don't want to offend anybody. But they all got Steinberg and all this. At the end. <laughs> oh, here it comes. Right. Dude, and here's the one thing I learned. Here's the one thing I learned because I'm, I'm gonna sound like a racist white guy because I got a, a Jewish friend, and he. Talked, <laughs> he I have about, a Jewish friend as well. He's right Everything I'm about to say is fine because I got a Jewish friend. So. <laughs> with all due respect that means everything after is going to be real disrespectful but the point is Bring it on. that there's a group of people who keep pushing this but they don't push it on their own people because it doesn't work for them there's a reason why they don't push public school and they believe in going to Hebrew school they believe in learning culture beforehand they don't mind when you portray them as doctors and lawyers because they know it gives their children something to shoot it gives them their children something to be. You want to be a, a, a judge. It gives you something to shoot for. We don't do that, and they don't allow us to do it. If you watch on television, the white guy's a degenerate. He's always a drunk. He's always after sex. And the black guy is a is a thug and all of this other stuff. But that one little group is always the the, the nerd that, that, that wins in the end. And you keep thinking, well, why is it that way? Why is it that he ends up with a family? Why is it that he's all about the, 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 the great are good and you then watch who puts out all this stuff because it ain't black people putting out the the, the stuff that says all oh, we can when is the last time you seen a black guy make a black movie about a black man going in space he don't know how to do this blacks don't like space we don't do it though, but well, they will well, give you money to make soul plane. Oh, I got even I gotta give up. He wrote his book that the this largely of this certain tribe, uh, ex, in, in the music industry, mm. how they would portray, they would send out memos, uh, like Immortal Techniques talks about how they would send out memos to push gangster rap in a yeah, certain. Yeah, they're not direction. gonna give the guy who's talking about something about uh, 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 nice stuff. They're not gonna take that guy. And give him money. They're not going to take the movie. You can take a movie about uh, this, this this black tribe of whatever uh, of, of great people who did all of because the white people get to make amazing movies about different things and being different things. 
But the black guy, he'll get money to do Soul Plane. Soul Plane should have never been made into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, seriously. Oh. All right, now tell me, tell me, I gotta. The fact that there was a television show called Homeboys in Out of Space. This is a real thing. Oh, so you're not talking about that uh, Dutch movie that was made where they were no, gay? No, there's okay. a real. There was a real show called Google It. All right, Homeboys in Out of that. Space. Uh, okay. I will That's take a look. Now, okay, now no, I gotta, no, I gotta defend, respond. Defend yourself, res- just so we don't go totally off the rails. All right, now here, um, here we go. Here, here is my response. So, Tommy, all the points that you were bringing up right now, what I would say is, if we're talking about people in general who are going to be well educated, who are going to be smart, let's say, for example, there were no tiny hats in the world. Let's say they all went to outer space somewhere, you know, thousands of years ago. And the only people that we had left they would have been... They actually do come from outer space. Like, yes, don't yes you they know? do, Dio. Yes. No, I'm kidding. So, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And the only people that we would have had left <laughs> would have been the wasps, would have been, uh, you know, like various, uh, you know, white uh, people here in the United States along with the black people. I think that when it comes to any kind of technologically advanced uh, age where people have the opportunity to commit all kinds of various exploitations on people, whether we're talking about media, Hollywood, different kinds of industries, you are going to have a gap of power and you're going to have people going into that gap, whether or not they happen to be of uh, one persuasion of another. To me, that doesn't matter at all because, for example, I'm going to use myself as an example here. I have absolutely nothing in common when we're talking about the uh, politics and philosophy or the of so many. Yeah, that of so that's many, what my friend says. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Of so many of the people who are, you know, in New York Magazine or any of these uh, grubby publications that put a lot of the stuff. I think the big problem here is that not enough Robbie, people. I love how you use yes. that word. <laughs> not <laughs> enough. Not enough people. Not enough people who are of my, let's say, uh, genealogy actually stand up and talk about this stuff. I think partly because they're afraid to. They're afraid to speak about this. But I'm not afraid. So what I'm going to say here? No, no, hold, hold, no, 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 no. Finish, please, yeah. please. I want to hear where he's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got. I got to finish here. So. A lot of the attributes that you're talking about, uh, you know, people exploiting, if you're going to have anybody coming up in the world who's going to be relatively smart, you know, who's going to be some of the people that, let's say, Paul Pot wanted to get rid of, you know, all the people who wore glasses, for example, they are going to be people who are going to be smart. Now, let's say you get rid of a certain subset of people who are going to be that smart. You're still going to have smart people. They may come from other places, but they're still going to be smart enough to, in the degenerate age that we're living in today, be able to be hired in certain positions, make the right connections, make the right friends, and perpetuate whatever leftist ideas happen to be the norm. For example, in the 1930s, most of the intelligentsia were Stalinists. They loved Joseph Stalin here in New York City, for example, and that was the thing that was perpetuated so if you happen to be somebody who is jewish whose uh, you know family in russia you know was uh, done away with by stalin's regime it doesn't matter if you're jewish you wouldn't be able to say anything to the people who whether jewish or not were part of the intelligentsia so i really think that when so many people both on the far right or anywhere bring this thing up i think they're mixing up the forest from the trees here i think what they should be looking at is in general the tendency for smart people to occupy various positions of power and for whatever waves of um, you know waves of uh, the uh, spirit of the times or whatever you want to call it happen to infect so many people 
for those people just be carried by those waves. And yes, there are so many people who are of the small hat persuasion who are very smart. Look at the chess players. Do you know how many Jewish people are incredibly talented when it comes to chess? Chess grandmasters? Look at the list. It's not like it's some kind of a conspiracy to put those particular Apparently people in there. Where's the they're question? Just, they're just, well, I, I got it. Yeah. I got to see because we, we hear a lot of words. Yes. But I want to know what the question is or what what is the statement? The statement. Because you're saying something. I know. As in, yes. I, 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 you could say all of that, but you still got to wonder why is it uh, David Scott Rubin is the guy who put produced Homeboys in Outer Space. Because, Why is it him? Because the he people said, that yes. we're being told, because we're being told yes. we should hate yes. the white man as black people. Yes. We're being told the white man is the one destroying us. Well, you're, so when well, you're also, see, yeah. Oh my God. Well, you're also assuming that's that what we're being told. And once yeah, you yeah. say that around, when I say that around a Jewish person that these white people doing bad's bad, no Jewish person stands up and say, "Well, there's some idiosyncrasies behind that," and they don't do that. They allow it. When when uh, Dominique and I were talking about black people doing this, that and the other, nobody stepped in and said, oh, there's some idiosyncrasies behind it. Soon as I said something about you, you say, hold up a minute. And you well, gave this long, left, drawn out thing it, that it didn't left. address what I said let, at all. So I'm waiting on that. Me, OK, no, I, I will address that. it. Let me look, OK, OK. Let, defend uh, let me love. defend you one second. In, all right, in here we go. Defend defense, him against what? I'm confused. I, I'm no, trying just, to no, let, let me quote, no, let me quote Al Goldstein from Screw Magazine, Lev. All right. Us Jews, we love to stick it to the Christian people. That's why they're largely. I think that there is a reason why a lot of your people have been in the porn industry. Because there is sort of like this delight with offending the older, like wasp Christian. I, I mean, it's totally irrelevant now. I, I personally think that the Jews in the porn industry, they probably don't even care about their own. But Gio, um, you're specifically Jewishness. talking about the Jews in the porn industry. It just seems like with you and Tommy, the points that you're bringing up happen to be about specific Jews who are in specific industries. You're right, not talking right, about yeah, you're I not talking right, about yeah. the Jews but, that frequent the opera. You're not talking about the Jews no, like no. uh for example what's his name yeah, um, just like when I was talking about blacks, I'm not talking about the blacks who frequent the opera either. Well, yes. <laughs> for some reason we, we cut off about the blacks who either not all blacks listen to rap. Not all blacks have kids out of red line. Not all blacks do these things. Yet when exactly. I was yes. talking about them, but, exactly. but if we are if we are talking about Tommy, people like uh, Leonard Bernstein, for example, you know, people who absolutely have no thought ever of creating something exploitive or degenerative. So this is what I'm talking about here. Yeah, you're right. I was going to say I want to get Hotep Zafia in here, but real yeah. quick, I know sure. I said a mouthful. So to concise what I said into something very simple, I would say you are mistaking Jewish people for, in general, just smart people who get with the certain spirit of the times and get promoted up. That's what I would say those particular people are. They're just smart and, and they and get promoted. I up. would like to just to piggyback on what you said, Lev, is not the people who are doing these things are not always Jews. They just use whatever class that they can hide behind at the time because you have people of this specific lineage. And I think it's a lineage and people don't really know, haven't done enough research to be able to understand how it works. But people of this certain lineage are more prone to be in these particular types of activities. But right now they can hide behind Semitism or anti-Semitism as a cover. But sometimes it's better to hide behind Christianity as a cover. And through yeah, that's history, true. all the way you know back as far as you can look they've just hid behind whatever they can that will allow them to uh cover up their true intentions behind people who have had to suffer because um you know there's 
all subgroups have had to suffer. It's just right now the ones who are in power and really they're they're mislabeled anyway based on what their allegiances are. Um, you know, they're just used to hide behind. And so it's hard for people to, if you see people that have all the Bergs and the Steins or whatever in their name, it's hard to figure out how to say, you're talking about this subgroup of people, this lineage of people without using the, the correct term, which could also get you into a lot of trouble if you yeah, say exactly. it, which is why I won't say it. But so how how would a person be able to have this conversation? The term they can use is Jew because that's that's a, that's acceptable. But the actual lineage they can't use. So I think that that's and it's the same thing. I don't I I don't identify as a black or even an African American. I have no African lineage. I'm a Negro, an American Negro. That's how I prefer. Nobody would say that. People don't say that. But how else can you describe somebody with 10, 12, 20 generations of lineage in the same area? There's no other way to describe it. That would be accurate. So that's the that's a problem that's that's what the modern education system has done it has taken this thing which could easily be identified if we had accurate history and accurate education and turn it into something that you can't say all for the uh ability of covering up what they're actually doing that's all it is is it's to cover up the actual scam that they're running on us as humans it's it's a complete scam yeah i agree it's not all of them i think it's a certain subsect that probably hides behind their ethnic claims, uh, but they probably have an utter contempt for even their own traditions and their own people. Absolutely. I mean, that's you know. Um, well, look at uh, well, look at Trotsky, for example. Like, well, Bernie Sanders at... or uh, Leon Trotsky or people like that. I mean, th this is the other thing, by the way, that you may not realize, Geo, that a lot of uh, the uh, leftist Jews they hate Israel. Like, I know that there's been this conflation together with, you know, you know, Israel and the leftists and all of that out to uh, destroy yada, yada, yada. My whole point here, Gio, is that a lot of the leftist professors who are Jewish, they hate traditional Jews. They hate Israel. They, uh, you know, would definitely prefer Palestine in its place. And I think in that way, you have a lot in common with those leftist professors as well as people like Elon Omar. Well, I don't know about but, that. No, no, but, no, but, no, no, but, but again, oh, because, this, because this was brought up, I just want to say, I want to emphasize, <laughs> I know, it's, it's amazing stream. I want to emphasize again, Tommy, oh. a lot of the criticisms that you're leveling towards Jewish people, why not just level it towards people who just well, happen to be what smart? What criticism did I level? I, I, I would love to be able to have the rewind moment all right criticism that i live well you were talking about you know various exploitation in the media things of that nature the kind of entertainment that was made for uh, black people to uh, consume those are were the things that you were talking about and all earlier, i said right? was have you noticed when you go behind the scenes on those those names are usually stein but yes what about yes. that was untrue nothing i didn't level anything i pointed out yes facts. you go look at it now that's no. why and as soon as I said it, somebody went and looked up Homeboys yes. in Outer Space and saw who produced it. You go look up, <laughs> you go look up all these these rap groups. Yes. Levine. You go look them and, and it's Jerry like, Heller. <laughs> Jerry Heller. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is insane. <laughs> if it was a bunch of black people who just kept robbing a store and all somebody said was, Well, everybody that came in that store were black, you're leveling claims against blacks. No, no, no. I'm actually pointing out what I saw. Like, I would understand if I leveled a claim and said, Man, these Jews got it out for blacks. 
I pointed out there's something wrong when you have blacks being told that whites are the enemy and no one stands in and says what you're saying now about Jews, because it ain't all whites. And the same thing when we talk about liberals, liberals aren't all going around behind Biden. Yet whenever we throw up liberals, liberals, no one sits there and comes in and corrects us and says, no, it's actually leftists. So why is it that now all of a sudden the answers and responses have gotten real long to me stating a fact? That, that is true. Opinion. They, they do give fact. it. But, to, but to Tommy, give it to, let's to more uh, like yeah, anti-black discourse mm. than anti-you-know-what discourse. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's be, let's be fair over stay. here. You, you, okay. 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 There's a, uh, I'm not going to let you play me like this one. All, all right. right. Take rap music out. Rap burrs can talk about killing black men killing black women, killing black children, nothing happened, killing white people. The white man is bad. But as soon as um, my man, Michael Jackson said, kick me. Oh, wait, wait, we got, we're on YouTube, yeah. yeah. Oh, you see, I stopped myself, I'm good. I'm gonna get it out. <laughs> yeah. or, or even when Easy e said, I don't gotta, you know who telling me yeah. what to do like you yes. do. So, yeah, yeah. so why is it that you have these things being beeped out Sorry, even, Ice even, said that. even Ice if there was there was a line in a rap song uh, called uh, uh, um, uh, by the Locks, and and the Locks said stack chips like Hebrews. That's all he said. Stack chips like Hebrews. They blocked that line out. Another line by um, uh, what's his name, Method Man, in a song in which they were talking about killing black people. He was saying N word, B word, everything else. But uh, then he said sticking up Jews with German Lugers. Mm. Oh, I they remember that. Yeah, out I remember Jews that. and Lugers and yeah, German yeah. Lugers. They beefed it out. So I'm not going to let you sit here and tell me that this is not something that's going on when I can point to you. It's going on when I can. You can hear the N word on on TBS at, at, at three in the afternoon. But you sure <laughs> can't hear the K word. No, they Tommy. make sure that word, right, right, right. 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 word is so common. Why is it that the N word is so common that everybody's okay. saying it now, but don't even know what the K word is? If I told people what's the K word, they won't know. The general person won't know. Tommy, I got. I got to respond to this. Wants to fight, stand up for his own like people that aren't like that. The same way I would stand up for black people who aren't yeah, like exactly. that. I would want to say. I would want to black people are not like that. But y'all are making an argument that I didn't make. Yeah, oh, no, uh, yeah. No, Tommy I, isn't I, saying I, that I all of that. Yeah, exactly. What yeah, people are you standing up for when I didn't say that there was a whole, that all of them do it? I said that there's a that there's an industry that's led by that group of people, and it is. <laughs> I feel bad for Love right now. I gotta admit, I said the majority of owners in the NBA aren't white. Yes, they are. That's like saying the majority of players in the NBA aren't black. Yes, they this are. is the whole type Jesus stream all over Listen, again. This Yo, is a long, this is this a long history on this show. No, no, no. There's a long history on this show of a lot of uh, bashing of Lev's people. So I think yeah, that's why true. it came out the way. It's not you. It's just that this we is do, what happens. We attract a certain and so audience. So when it does happen, you just no. You and I are no, two black people, ma'am. Ma'am, you and I are both black. You and I are both black. This is why we would get called coons because there's a long oh, line of people always talking bad about blacks. Yet we came on here and allowed them to do it. But as soon as you said something about this other group, that it's a long history of no, doing well, it. And you didn't even say Lev. anything bad. You didn't say anything I'm bad. Lev, that's all. That's it's true. It's true. No, Tommy wasn't defending I will defend Tommy. I got to say I'm pro-black then. defend black people the same way. If you're going to do that, then defend black people the same way. I do. Let me say one point. Let me say one point. Let me say one point. 
Um, I, I would. Tommy was not saying all of Lev's people. I, but I let me ask. Did. But I this can't let weird. you. But listen, Tommy, I can't let you off the hook for this one. Go ahead. As a, for a journalist, let me ask you something right, right now. A lot of people have criticized you in particular for mm-hmm. saying that you're, you're you hyper focus on black women and that you yourself hate yourself as a black man and that you're bringing down black people by focusing on. That's um, what I was pointing out. Uh, people. When I said that to her, I said, well, by that logic, we shouldn't be, especially in front of mixed company, saying anything about blacks since blacks already get enough. I see. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah I see. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Why, why so you people, can't just people be truthful? accuse you of being a self-hating it, black man. It. And this is why it's hard for me to be around a lot of white people, because they will cheer me on when I'm saying something about blacks. But then when I turn it around and say, well, this is what happened here. Oh, no. When I'm talking about them, then I've had so many white people who so the one time out of 98,000 videos, I say something about white people. Uh, I knew he was just a black N word, just like all the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> so you like me up until I said one thing of an observation. Everything that I talk about, it's observation. Mm. I bring facts behind it. You won't hear me say something and it's just, I'm just throwing an opinion out. You know what it'll be? Me having facts to back it up. Just like everything I just said right now. The reason why the answers kept getting long because my responses were very short, very accurate and very truthful. So you can say whatever you want to about, well, we can't do this and there's not everybody. It's not all. But we could say everything we discuss. I got to respond to that as well. So yes, my first response... No, first I got to respond. So number one, okay. yes, my first I'm response. I'm being silenced by a tribesman. No, my first response was <laughs> incredibly long. And Tommy pointed that out. So I did a second response. My second response was that Jews in general tend to be very smart and get promoted into various positions because they are very smart. Culture-wise, you have Hollywood culture, you have leftist culture, but then you have other kinds of cultures that Jewish people are a part of and were parts of uh, before. That would be my answer there. So let's look at the culture instead of pointing to a particular, you know, tribe as if there's some kind of inherent thing that they're always going to do the same thing. They're not because there are different cultures that they end up being parts of. This dominant leftist Hollywood culture, whatever you want to call it, that's what's been dominant for a very long time. So, of course, they're going to be promoted up their culture. That was my point. Well, the thing is, I just pointed out, didn't matter where they came from. I just pointed out that they were there. You could say that the black people who are in the NBA, well, they aren't from Africa. They aren't from any of the places. The majority of them are from in the United States. And maybe the majority of them are from the South, which would mean that maybe some of the breeding in slavery made them more athletic than the rest. Now, there's a guy called Jimmy the Greek who stated this. He was fired for stating this. Oh, yeah, I remember. It's a fact. Yes, it's a yes. fact. Though. I will say one and thing. With you, like, no, 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 Jewish, no, but that uh, there but was that a is, Jewish. Yes, there was a yes. Jewish scientist who got fired for telling a fact. He just pointed out that black women have a higher level of testosterone in them. than Oh, other yeah, women. that's right. He lost yeah. his job for telling a fact. Okay. And this is what I when we're what we're talking about is I get called out and everybody else get called out. For some odd reason, telling a fact is a problem. But I will not. And as you asked me when we started the show. I will not stop telling a fact. I don't care if somebody tries to add nuance. You can do that. Then add nuance to everybody else that we generalize or either allow it to stand. I I will see the way it goes. I'm telling the truth. You're just adding nuance. 
Well, I'm well, going to... I will okay, say one thing. On go ahead, love. Sorry, go ahead, love. Okay, so as far as adding the nuance, we don't have to add as much nuance into this. I could just say, like I was talking before with my uh, Nigerian friend, that you are going to have different cultures that you encounter in America versus uh, her particular Nigerian uh, upbringing. Same thing, let's say, with Jewish people who are either going to be in California or New York or wherever... Look at the culture. And I agree with you, Tommy, that there is a particular leftist culture that is very dominant and has been churning out a lot of this crap. But somebody like a you know, Russian Jewish chess master or somebody like Leonard Bernstein, what the hell do they have to do with it? And I'm not singling them out. What I am doing is I am saying that Jewish people in general have been very smart and have been parts of various cultural movements, both for good and for ill. That is also a fact. So Same with blacks. Yeah, same with black. So if we are talking about what are the particular uh, issues well, here. We didn't have this nuanced conversation when we were talking about blacks in general. And I don't know well, why we didn't have it. We're going to have it right now. What I'm saying is when I'm a part yeah. of shows, I don't want to sit here and be the guy who's in front of my black people watching me in mixed company. And I'm able to talk about blacks and everybody just shake their head and be like, yep, them blacks be doing that. Even though you got two on the panels who say we don't do that. And no nuance was coming in yet. Now all of us. And I did it when I said, when you have to say, I don't mean, I don't mean all, I don't mean all. I said it in the beginning when you did it, sir, with the hat on, I did it with you earlier. I said, you shouldn't have to do that. I said, that's a problem when you have to do that. Common sense would tell everybody not, not all of everything does this. Not all birds fly. Yes. Right, right. But well, if, I, but if there like, are the, particular problems that are going on with, uh, you know, with the black community, then those are things that end up getting brought up time and time again. I don't think those th are things that shouldn't be brought up, right? So if this was something that was uh, not that much of a problem, people wouldn't talk about it. But the fact that it is means that people do get together, talk about it, and figure out a way. Yeah, that's out what I want to do. Let's address it. If we know it's that big of a problem that that many people say it. Then yes. why keep saying not all? It's like right now they try to make you believe that gays and transsexuals commit no crimes. That's won't bring out seriously. And when they do commit a crime, they won't bring out their sexuality. But when they do something great, they'll bring out their sexuality as if their sexuality made them do something great. So if you're going to bring out their sexuality when they do something great, bring out their sexuality when they do something wrong. Right. I'm just a fair person. I'm a fair a person all the way around the board. I think I talked about a little bit of nuance, you know, of the difference between being black and a uh, where you're a minority and being black when you're a majority and just pointing out how that experience is different. Like just just being where all you're run by nothing but black who was a, a totally different ex and, and rich black people like that is a totally different experience from. Uh, people who have like poor black people or blacks or minorities. So I think we have actually talked about some nuance, maybe not in this much length and detail, but I tend to go off all the time when people like try and lump like all black people into certain. But I didn't do that. I hear what you're saying, but I, everybody did. keeps saying I this. As if I oh, did, no. Oh, well, people saying, do accuse you of lumping black women. I did into that to Jews, but I didn't. That's what doesn't oh, make no, sense. No, you didn't. No, that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. What was I wasn't saying. If I that said that. there's a group of people who run these industries who are putting this stuff out, it is. Dude, tell me, show me that it's black people putting it out. Show me the black people who finance, um, who who finance homeboys in outer space. Show it to me. That's all I'm asking. Well, there are some black erotica out there that's kind of like uh, not. 
on I the wasn't level talking about erotica. Of... I talked about the movies that are yeah, putting yeah, out. Yeah, I, know, I, I, know, said, I, I said, who find it? I said, I know there's black. And the fact that I have to go back to this and y'all got to, I want all y'all to watch this when you go back. Just watch it. You can watch this and no, I didn't. But now they're trying to say, well, you just said all of them. You're going to keep using that to justify. And You're right. We don't even have to say it. You're right. it. I did not say it. Didn't even come close. I talked about an industry that has the option to put money behind people who do various things that are black. Yet for some reason, the money keeps going behind one thing, this thing of degeneracy. And I can name you the people who are doing it. And then the people are going to say, well, it's not all. Of course, it's not all. Not all of them own studios. Not all of them run movies. So, of course, it's not all. The Jewish doctor isn't going around putting this up because he's a doctor. He's not putting out movies. So, if so it were, doesn't make sense that we're even arguing this. They know what I'm doing. Right. No, it's no, not, it's no, not no, no, but movies. No, no, but here, no, hold, hold, you hold on. Here, I want you to okay. point out why is it that it's okay for me to talk crap about a white guy right now, and nobody would be jumping in trying to defend the white guy. A generic white guy, if I was white, people are evil. White people are bad. Nobody would be jumping in here trying to defend whites. I would. Nobody does I, it. When you talk about what right now, all over the world, you could talk about whites all day. Yes. You can talk about whites on YouTube. And that's you can talk culture. about whites on Twitter. You will right not now. get shut down I for agree. saying it. So if you won't get shut down for talking about whites and saying how bad whites are and lumping whites together, then you shouldn't have it happen if you do it to Jews, blacks, or anyone else. Right. Either right. it's bad or it's not. You shouldn't be able to, women shouldn't be able to talk crap about men all day and say men don't need to be this and men don't need to be this and men need to die out. Nothing happened. But then right. when you say something about a woman, you get shut down. Why is it that you can't just say either we have the conversation in earnest or we don't have it at all? I agree. That's that's, no, but Tommy, this is why I agree 100 percent stuff, though. I mean, I think that you're right. But but as long as you're on somebody else's platform that you didn't build and you don't own and you don't have any say so over, you kind of got to follow their rules. And I don't agree with it either. I think we should be able to have an open conversation about what the stuff that I was talking about with the county and the kids and all that stuff. That stuff I can't say either. Mm. There's lots of stuff I'd like to say. And, and Lev knows it because I've always Always getting yes. in trouble because on Gab I can say it and I say stuff. And yeah, I don't that logic you. you're in the but United States, and if white people decided to put you enslaved, then you should have just shut up and took it or either left. No, but Tommy, this don't, is exactly. Don't talk about it or complain. No, but Tommy, this is exactly that, when someone why. Someone says you can't have the discussion about that. There's a problem, and I can't believe that it went from this woman talking about Gab at the beginning to now she's saying, "Well, if you're on somebody's platform and you didn't build it, you got to do what they say." I didn't say you have to do what they say. I'm just saying that's, what that's you just the said. way. That's, that's you how literally it is. just I mean, said that. I'm not saying Audience, did she not just to, say that? That's Audience, did she not just say that? No, no, I think I think Audience, that's, were those Hotep, not her exact words? I, th- I think Hotep Sophie was saying that it, it's it's unjust, but it's just the reality of even getting your message out so there. So now which, repeating someone's words. So everybody on the panel is now defending everybody else's comments by now being able to explain something they didn't say themselves, but they know what they meant after that person said it. So Whoa. if I said something bad about oh, women man. and somebody else was on the panel and they said, well, he didn't mean what he just said. Got it. Well, Tommy, if we are talking oh, again. Oh, man. Hold on, hold on. If well, we, if we, no, if no, we are talking, what did you mean, talk, though? What did you okay, mean, though? Go, go I mean, why is it she didn't mean what she said? Seriously, I, I why did, is it she didn't mean what you said? I, I, have I, have I, anybody I, had I to go back on my words since I've been here or anywhere else? 
I just the way that I talk, maybe it didn't come across what I mean, what I what I meant, what was it wasn't clear. Meaning, if I'm on YouTube and I know YouTube has certain rules about what they will allow and what they won't allow in order to maintain use on their platform, you have to go by the rules that they say. It's not that I don't want to say these things. Like I just said, I've been on this show before and I have said that even today I said stuff I wasn't supposed to say. And Lev said to me, watch the way that you're saying it. What am I going to do? This is his show, and he wants to stay on YouTube. That's and it's fine. Not, and it's not I because I don't want Hotep Sophia to say it. Oh, that's that, what you meant, Hotep Sophia. Yeah. yeah that's, I was like, that's, that's what that's I'm like. I come yeah, on that's... this platform. This is not my platform to build or destroy. I, want, I don't want to interfere with their platform, and that's what I'm saying. Like, when I'm on Gab, I know that I don't have to have those filters. Yeah. It's a filter, yeah. and I think that... It's just a matter of like either you're trying but you to said it in response access. to me questioning. Yeah. Well, but well, well eventually in response to me questioning. I just, eventually I want to have mean? a I th- I think we've been uh, dwelling on this particular point uh, yeah, for uh, yeah. far, far too I long. I wanted though. to say something yeah. but Tommy said though uh, well, no, no, huh? I want to. I want to go back oh, to the earlier point, though. The oh ear- God! Yes, oh. yes, no, because I am relentless. Tommy, you're relentless. I can't I'm relentless I'm too. Felted on BTR. Right? I, I'm relentless too about this. Everyone's getting felted right now. What's BTR? Uh oh. What's BTR? Break the rules. That's the it's shorthand. The show. Oh, I'm sorry. Subscribe, <laughs> subscribe to Break the Rules TV. And as you can see, indeed, a lot of rules have been broken today. But Tommy, look, this is the whole point. This is what I like. I like the fact that you're able to come on and speak your mind and talk about these things. I agree. Re- yep. As response to what you were talking about i also give a response the first one you're absolutely right was too long the second one much shorter much more concise because i don't just think it's good enough to just say and not have a response to that so i'm giving you my response and you can take it you could think on it and uh i don't know that's 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 the whole point of the show because i honestly think that if we are talking about no no no, we will not move on we will not move on no, no, no. Here's what you yeah. you got to learn how to read the room. Whatever's going on right now, it's interesting <laughs> to the people who are watching it. Yes. It really exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah, I know, but that's and, the problem. And they're one feeding of us, off of this. Well, well, one, and two, neither one of us is disrespected the other. Exactly. No, so I, this, know, I know, I know. Yeah. So this right. is a place in which you can say, and that's why I say I appreciate this, because <sighs> there's been a dialogue that in a lot of spaces you can't have it. And exactly. a lot of reason of why, if you go back to what uh, Dominique said earlier, when you force people to now not be able to say certain things, they're going to want to say it because you tell them they can't now, not even because they even believe it. Exactly. So if you actually have the conversation, you'd have a lot of when they talk about anti-Semitism, you'd have a lot less of it if people were able to say what they said and I then agree. responded Absolutely. and told them why they're wrong for thinking it. So, so Tommy, on this stream in general, we had ADL a lot of is GL, more anti-Semitism on, me... than any skinhead uh, ever, than any right. Tom Metzger or David Duke. Uh, the ADL okay. has created more anti-Semitism yes. ever. No, Sorry, I do guys. kind of no, I do kind of concur on that statement because I think a lot of people who uh, you know get very hold on yeah one one, one thing at a time i'm kidding i'm kidding i I think that a lot of people i think a lot of people especially a lot of jewish people when they hear a lot of these things their initial response is to get very agitated and i don't think it comes from nowhere it wasn't that well 
I mean, yeah, I know you're saying that, you know, jokingly, but in a way... I know, I know. I know. No, no, but in a way, like, even back with Imperial Russia, it was very common, Tommy, to get the religious authorities to uh, sanction these uh, pogroms, you know, to get, a, to get a lot of Jewish people killed. At the same time, I don't want to use that as something to say, like, oh my god, I'm a victim, how dare you say... No, like, everything is fair game yeah. to me when it comes to talking about it, but this is why I want things to be very clear when it comes to diagnosing what is the actual problem here. And the fact that you are talking about Goldstein, Goldberg, whatever with these names, my whole point, Tommy, is that this was an industry that was originally founded by Jews who came in here from Russia. That was kind of their uh, cottage industry on the West Coast. There were under other industries, whatever. But the point to me, though, is that that particular industry of Hollywood, there was a time, and Gio could say, well, it's because of the Catholics that went in there, whatever. There was a time when there were things like, I don't know, like Wizard of Oz, for instance, or various movies that came out that wanted to show American exceptionalism. Who was behind those movies? It was the Jewish producers, Jewish directors, Jewish writers as well. The reason why I'm saying this is I think that ever since, I don't know, I'd say way back, like earlier from the 30s, if we're talking about the actual fomentation from the intelligentsia of a lot of these radical ideas, but then I guess we would talk about the late 60s, 70s, and so on, where a lot of these ideas started to appear within the media, I see this as being a spirit of the times that takes people, it takes people who end up becoming self-hating white people, you know, WASP uh, women, as well as Jewish people, it ends up taking them, and turning them into something like Seth Rogen, for instance, you know, who I think is very angry and very agitated and, uh, you know, is not somebody who I think I would personally get along with at all. I think I'd get along with you way more than I would ever get along with somebody like Seth Rogen. So the reason why I'm saying this is, again, I think you're mistaking the forest from the trees. I think that you're mistaking, in this case, the particular leftist culture that has inflicted itself on this industry and you're not looking at that as much as you are looking, well, who are the names, who are like the genetic origins behind uh, these particular uh, people? Well, you didn't ask me yeah. what I was looking at. You actually only, I only got that small part out and it's led to this. Yes, and I'll tell Nobody you why. Me no, 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 no. I'll tell I got you. that part out, but when I got yes. that part out about black women, it was no nuance. When I got that part because out I don't about know, black Because rappers, I don't know that much about, nuance. but uh, Tommy, I don't know that much about black women. I don't know that much about those particular elements, which oh, is why, man. what would I be able to say about that? I hear you, but no, no, you no, might no, not no, have to know about it, did ask Tommy. Well, wait a minute. If you don't know, you might not have to know a lot about things, but you yes. do know nuance. Just yes. like when he said yes. uh, BTR, yes. I didn't know what it was, but I sure asked <laughs> because when it's things I don't know, guess what I do? And then when you said how, how smart Jews were, not all Jews are smart either. True. But you said that and no one questioned that. Yeah, I mean, there's look, a lot of dumb Jews. My friend will tell me that my friend who's Jewish are. tells me there's a lot of dumb and a lot no, of no, lazy so, Jews. But compare, well, but, but, but Tommy, I, I, I will say that I was trying to get at a nuanced point about black women when people accuse you, for instance, of stereotyping black women, uh, and you're saying that. That's yeah, not so this the was case. Not I said nobody nuances that. Nobody asked me about nuances. Right. Then you asked me about well, it, well, and no, then, I, you, then that was very simple because no, I said. Oh, no, no, I agree on both sides. Well, when I'm talking about something, when you talk about something that's on his face, you have to look at it this way. You, you, uh, you're a Jew, so you know about surgery. No, no, I'm just kidding. But the point is, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got a doctor somewhere in your family. But the point is, when, when, you, when, they walk, when they walk in with a gunshot wound, they're trying to stop the bleeding and see if they can extract the bullet. Then they'll ask how it happened. 
Yes. But right then they're trying to save the life. So when we talk about certain things, yes, the nuance matters, but you're dealing with a point right now, the bullet and it's lodged and this person is bleeding and I need to find out where they're bleeding to stop. Right. The bleeding. Right. So that's what I did. You just allowed me to say the guy's shot and we can't find the bullet and he's bleeding to death. And then you started bombarding me with questions of, well, you don't know why he got shot and you don't know who shot and you'll never hold on a minute. <laughs> I'm just trying to save the man. And that was the first thing that came out. We're trying to save the fact that black people are being portrayed by people who aren't them. Yes. In a way in that makes them light. look bad. Now, I don't care. Like you said, you don't know about blacks or black women. Well, yes. I don't know about Jews. So if all I know is that these are them, and that I know they were able to infiltrate white people while talking bad about white people because we couldn't. I can't walk around y'all and y'all say, hey, that guy's white. But I had a, a, a teacher in high school. His name was Coach Kimbrough. Do you know when I found out he was a Jew? When I was 35 and he said his family's name was Kimbrowski. But because they were perse persecuted, they changed it. Well, I don't know any Negroes who was able to do that. So when you ask me about nuances, I'm sorry. But when I walk into places, I'm a black man, no matter how intelligent I am. I'm a black man, no matter how much family I got. I'm a black man, no matter how much money I got. So when I hear someone that's able to infiltrate another group, but then talk about that group and have me hate that group, I start to think why. That's all. Now, they can explain it if they'd like. But it's still odd that Seth Rogen has no problem getting on television saying, yeah, the white man is horrible to the black man, but he's just as white as anybody because the majority of black people can't even tell you the difference between a Jew and a white person. Man, and that's a that's... fact. The majority oh of God. black people have no idea. They just see a white person. When they saw Seth Rogen, they saw a white person. They didn't, they didn't see a Jew. Yeah. This is this is nuclear level red pill. But one thing I will say, Tommy, Lev, I know I'm, I, I Lev, I know you're smoldering right now. But um, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But uh, it is true. There there are certain elements of in. Well, for instance, you know the NAACP. They were founded by um, Jews, right? That's so they're, who they're, wouldn't. Never mind. I will. Go go ahead, Sotip Sevilla. Go ahead. I was just saying that that's what I was talking about in Brown versus Board. That's the group they they would not they wanted integration. They literally forced integration in. Like this has been going on, but so they, why was this group heading that? Well, why were they I mean, heading they, it? They funded it. They were the lawyers. But I'm like, saying why, since you said you didn't want to talk about it, but you just brought it up. Yet again, again, I why can't was help that group forcing <laughs> that movement that well, you we, believe I, hurt that hurt our people? Well, I, was again, it's funding it. It's the same because it's the same group throughout history. It's the same people who have done this type of thing throughout history. I, I, they hide behind being Jewish. Wait, wait, no, I, I can give another example. I can give you no. I can give another example. Oh, I get. Hold up, Sophie. You're saying that. It's not like them being Jewish in particular. It's saying that there's another, it's a foil. They use yes. their ethnicity. But I they see. didn't come yeah. out saying they were Jews. It had to be found out that they were. So it would be a well, horrible obviously, foil. Yeah. No, well, no, no, no. People knew. People knew because if you looked at the writings they were from the time about it, helping. people knew. Most blacks thought it was just whites that were helping. They did. Well, they maybe that was, was the perception. They, yeah, that, they, yeah, it oh, was just white. Well. They did not know it was a particular type mm. of white. When a black person sees an Italian, they see a white. They don't see that. Oh well, he's really. Not. 
Yeah, oh, damn it. Whites are whites are whites. Wait, but Tommy, we don't break it down to Russian whites. I, I deeply we don't break resent it down to Polish whites. <laughs> we don't break it down to Spanish whites. They're just white. Wait, but Tommy, here, here's what I Hold on. Here's what. Because wait, wait, wait. One more thing. Because right. guess what? Because right. every one of these whites had a hand at enslaving blacks. Every one of them. The Dutch, the 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 the, the French. Every one of them had a hand in doing it. So why would we separate them when we saw them all benefit from it? Well, I don't know about us Italians, though. I don't know about that. Everybody benefited from it. Everybody had a problem with blacks. Even the Southern Italians don't like the fact that someone brings up that they're dark. Yeah, that is that is true. Between the North and the South. Come on. Y'all are talking to somebody. All the degrees y'all might have. I got them. So all right, that is true. I have a question. All right. There is a lot of racism in it. Yeah. All right, I have a, I, I I have a question. I thought Italians can be quite racist. That is Blacks do not all right, all right. see you differently. You're just white. Uh, okay, I have a question about the civil rights movement. Okay, so Tommy, you but were I talking to about... Say one Hold thing. on, Gio. I got I to gotta address a lot of these things. But we're I wanted to say them for a while now. Okay. Yes, okay, what do you <laughs> okay, want to say? Go ahead, Lev. Just fucking... I'm sick and I got the flu, y'all. I don't know if y'all even see me. I'm sweating because oh, I got the flu. Man. But I will oh. stay and continue to have this conversation because it's necessary. Just... Y'all I just want to say one thing in love. You're going to like this point. Then we'll get to the Ser- what do you right. say? Serbians love Syrians. Civil rights movement. Civil rights. Civil sorry. Rights oh, yes. my brain's to mush now. I will say one thing. Uh, Italian fascism is racism. Down so- Yeah, that is true. They did look down on us, Southern Italians. Um, I will say this though. When it came, and this came up after the the, the Twitter space. Um, by the way, BTR, we also have Twitter space. I don't think we're going to do one after this show, but maybe after the other. On Thursday. Well, Thursday um, we're gonna have Ariel Pink. I thought we we're gonna have the Cernovich thing. No, that's being moved. That's gonna be uh, January again. 11th. Again, yes. Oh my God. Um, so I have to actually study up on. I'm not a huge listener of Ariel Pink, but I have to study up. Anyway, so um, and also Thursday is my birthday. Holy crap! Happy birthday, uh, Gio. Yeah, thank you. Um, after the Twitter space, I did this tweet, Tommy. I did this tweet where um. Like everyone on, on the you know right wing Twitter right right now, and it's a picture that someone edited of Hitler as a black man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like everyone on right wing Twitter right now. But the responses I got were revealing, though. I I do think I do notice this. I noticed this with you, with Pastor Manning, to a certain extent with Tariq Nasheed, although he hates white people too much to be like the example. Um, I noticed that, unfortunately, I know I'm throwing my fellow right-wingers under the bus. I do notice that when black people who are more like the the sort of, um, what do they call it? The base black man, right? The base black man. I do notice that the right wing, we will take people like yourself. And you like, you know, Tommy Sotomayor, he can say it, but we can't. So we're going to let him say it about, you know, black people or LGBT people or whatever. So it's like, I, I do notice that it's kind of a game that I think is disrespectful towards people on the political right who, who are blacks, where it's like, you know, oh, they can say it. So, you know, we're, we're going to let them say it. We're going to let the base Tommy Sotomayor say it for us when we can't say it. Right. That's so what I, I said. Do- again. I said, I'll have a white person who will say they love everything I say because he yes. tells the truth. Then when I tell the truth about white people, they're like, hold on a minute. 
Exactly. That was not your job. Yeah. We didn't hire you to say this about them. We hired you to say this. We 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 told <laughs> you we want you to say this, and you won't it's say true. it. It's and true. And I think that's no. a problem with me. That's why I tell them I will never be friends with anybody because I'm going to say what I see. I'm like a child. When you walk up to a child and your breath stink, a child doesn't care that you're the uh, the, the the president of the United States or a homeless guy. The child just smells stinking breath, and they're going to say your breath stink. I'm that guy. So when we're talking about the civil rights movement, you mentioned uh, that particular organization. Now, would you say, though, that there were, you know, white people of, let's say, European stock who uh, also did very similar things, right? There weren't, you know, just uh, just the uh, small hat people who are undergoing all these various organizations. Oh, no. See, there's, whites don't get away with what they've done. I just don't believe it. It's just like saying you don't let blacks out because they committed crimes but you don't over sentence them either. So whites are being over sentenced. We're saying if blacks were smart, see, here's the thing. If you have a guy who molested you in the family, but you have a woman who allowed it to happen, should we not call out both? Or should we That's only true. call out what we saw? Should we only call out a, should we only call out the woman and the guy, but not the community that knew about it, but wouldn't stop it. See, people don't like me because I'm not going to sit there and boil something down to one thing. It is not going to be that. There is the nuance you're speaking about, but the nuance that they want to hear isn't me saying, oh, well, if you're going to punish one, there's some other people who are complicit. And we don't talk about that in the black community. So when you hear me bringing it up, it's because blacks don't talk about it. They don't say know anything about this one group who helped that other group, who are now telling us to hate that other group. So if you're encouraging me to hate that other group, why won't you encourage me to hate the group of people amongst your people who did things to us too? The only thing that I would say to that is when we're talking about people who are of Jewish descent becoming revolutionaries, if we're talking again about somebody like Leon Trotsky, for instance, and you also have people like, uh, you know, uh, Lenin, uh, you know, Vladimir Ilyich Lenin, who was not Jewish, who was also a very, very big uh, communist leader. In the same breath, you would have people in the civil rights movement who are white, who are Jewish. But when I look at that, why does it even matter what the particular heritage is there if some are going to go and do this, some are going to do that? I'm not seeing, I mean, maybe you could say, for instance, that you- I would understand if you say, why does it matter? Then we need to stop blaming white people. Okay. If it doesn't matter, then we shouldn't blame white people because John Brown was a white man. Yeah. John no, Brown was hung. And he was going out trying to free blacks when it wasn't a thing. Exactly. Well, people should be not, people shouldn't be blamed regardless. Cultures, I think, should be looked at and examined. And then we could say, what well, was well, it in this? Hold on, Gio. I'm making a good oh, point sorry, here. Sorry. What was in this specific culture that these people who, some of whom happened to be Jewish uh, when they were forming this organization, what was the culture they attached themselves to? Let's have to? the conversation, but exactly. they won't allow us to have that one. Well, we're having you it right here. that one. Because again, well, again, saying, Tommy, I don't mind having that conversation. Yeah, again, Tommy, because that's I think, why I said my 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 Jew friend, he and I argue all the time about certain things. But that's what makes us friends. Yes. Because he has to yeah, educate me in love. On things that I don't know, and I will educate him on things that I don't uh, that he may not know the nuances of it. But on the face of an argument, you can't get mad at a person when they say those snakes are venomous. 
you as a snakeologist or whatever you are will explain to them the difference between poisonous and venomous because a lot of people say that's a poisonous snake not understanding there's no poisonous snake they're venomous snakes do you have to they don't understand the difference between not all of them are that way that there are certain things that you can find on the snake to let you know there's a difference my um my, my jewish friend is a, a conservative to the heart he talks bad about the liberal the leftist jews he talks bad about them he says, these are the ones you're talking about who did this, that, and the other. So I understand that. But you still have to get look at it this way. As a black person, we can sit down and break all day of, these are the ones that you have to worry about. But as a person who's making a snap decision, I'd just rather stay away from the snakes because I don't want to sit up here trying to figure out by the design on its back which one is the venomous one. Because if I pick wrong or I choose one because I'm not a snakeologist, I can die just because somebody, it's the same thing. The argument you're making, isn't that the same one that transsexuals make? Not all of us are going to go in there and rape or do this thing and the other. Yeah, but I got to find out. Why do I have to go through the, let this man with a, in a dress uh, uh, who says he believes he's a woman. Why do I have to let him in the bathroom with little girls and women? And then when it goes wrong, then I got to deal with it. Why can't I just ask, ask the question before it goes wrong? Why can't we set things in motion to try and protect the innocent who are going to be the ones who the fallout of us trusting these people? That's so, going to be the fallout. They're going to be the ones that have to deal all with All right. It. No, great. So well, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Well, no, no, no great. Think, no, this is important. Gio, hold on. I know I'm pushing on you here, but this is very important because I think we're really getting somewhere here. Well, we're getting, yeah, because you, you and I are having this art, so it should yes. be you. Yeah, so here we go. Because I think that what you're talking about here is a very interesting thing. You're basically you're basically narrowing down what is the path of least resistance? What is the thing that I can do to ensure when I'm going to be in any kind of situation that at the least A, B, and C is not going to happen to me? I think that this is a reason why, for example, you have uh, something like white flight, why you have uh, white people who are leaving black neighborhoods uh, historically, because they don't want to look at the nuance. They don't want to see, well, maybe there's going to be somebody within the neighborhood who's going to... Which I similar, understand. Yeah, similar interests. Now, if we are talking in general about gaps of power, if we're talking in general about, let's say, if we are going to label all of these particular people that we were talking about earlier as, well, maybe some of them aren't problematic, hell... Maybe 90% of them have nothing wrong with them whatsoever. But you know what? That's still the, those 10%. That's still too high for us. So what we're going to do is we're just going to, you know, ship them off somewhere, you know, uh, ship them off to Antarctica. And when you say that, the concern that I have, well, first of all, since I am somebody who considers themselves to still be a classic liberal, I just, that to me seems uh, like a very, you know, a very totalitarian stance to take. If you're going to say, well, this percentage of people aren't great, so we're not going to work on the culture. We're not going to address any of the cultural problems. No, we're, we going to, we're just culture. going to do something about this particular group of people, and we're just going to get rid of them. No, but we didn't do anything. Them. Think about it. What did I say about doing to them? You didn't. Name one thing I said about doing to anyone. You didn't, but... And I'm, and I'm not going to be... No, no, Tommy, I'm not going to be one of those no, people Tommy's who, just saying he wants to have the conversation yes, around... Yeah, yes, yes, no, Here's no. the thing. Think about it. In the middle of war, the two sides are fighting and killing each other. Yes. But guess yeah. when they give a, 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 a little bit of time when it doesn't happen? When the leaders of those come together and talk. Exactly. So, and, yes. when you have... When I look at it, things like this, I'm like, it's better to have it in this environment to have that Everybody stands on their side. We're not going to fight. We're going to yes. have these representatives from both sides 
be able to talk about it because we know this is something that's really if the both sides have things in them that they don't like. Yes. No, I agree. And this is and so See, Lev, you thought he was like David Duke over here. but really, No, it's not about. No, it's not about. Tommy got mad at me when I had David Duke on my show. Mm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, no, no, Gio, this has. I'm not supposed to talk to this man. These are things that are that. why we're in the position that yes. we're in. No, I because agree. Because you say certain things we can't say, certain things we can't do, and that's just causing more acrimony. Yes. Well, see, Lev, he has a classic liberal point that you agree great, with. Great, yes. But you thought no, 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 no. Don't don't put words in my mouth. Narcissistic. Geo, don't put words in my don't put words in my mouth. Okay, no, no. Here's here, no, here here's the deal. Here, Tommy. I love you, bro. Never once did I think that this is something that you are going to plan or anything of that sort. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that these things that you bring up people start thinking right after that not you tommy but in general once a particular thing is brought up a light sparks up in the heads of a lot of people where they end up fill you know filling in the dots they end up putting certain things which you may not have intended those things to be put in but they're thinking okay so if there is a certain problem in society if there is this problematic element in society and let's say we don't care that, you know, 90% of uh, these people have absolutely nothing to do with this problem. We want to avoid the problem entirely. So We just said repeal the 19th and no one jumped in and said no. Said repeal the 19th. Please repeal the 19th as soon See? as possible. <laughs> the sooner the better. I, this is, uh, the only reason I push back on you saying this is if you didn't do it in every other place, don't do it now. Why is this more important than half the planet? Females. I agree. Why Listen. is 2% of the population more important than half the planet? If you can tell me that, then I'll shut up. 2% of the population in the United States, more than half the, po- the, the population in the United States. Well, same with the trans issue, Tommy. That's another thing that gets brought up when it comes to that taking it's over women's spaces. Both right? sides, we got to yeah. jump in and say, well, something bad could happen. Well, something bad has been happening to women throughout history. Yet right. it was no problem me saying repeal the 19th. It was a funny joke. So that's, if you believe what you're saying, it was a that funny... someone can take, if yes. you believe what yes. you're saying, yes. that yes. someone can take these things and go to an extreme place, then I should have been shut down when I said that and several other things during this show. I agree. Well, but listen, no, 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 no. hold I on. May hold on. Hate I hate women, I but at least I'm not an anti-Semite. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I, num- number one, number one, Tommy, I think, I think you're right. But, oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, I love man. both. In fact, if a hot... But that's all I'm saying. Jewish that right there. Like, I'm fair. I don't mind being all of it being shut down or none yes. of it being shut down. Why is that not no, a problem? No, Tommy, I no agree. No argue that. I just... Uh, okay, just to defend myself a little bit here, I thought that even though uh, Hotep Sophia disagrees, I thought the whole... Man, when, you say, when you say crap. When you say repeat the 19th and all that... I repeal personally thought, it, not yeah, repeat it. Repeal it, yeah. I thought that when that was said, that that was so outrageous that it was it was almost like a joke, at which point it didn't even make that much sense to well, say, I don't anyone should to say well, I think you shouldn't repeal it. It's like, yes, obviously that is such an extreme statement that it felt like a parody. I assume that that was uh, what was going on at that point. And, all right, well, in that case, I was wrong. But when it comes to that... <laughs> <laughs> Even if you said it felt like a parody, yes. you also know when someone's watching this, yes. even things yeah. that are paradoxical, these people will what? 
most of our audience actually believes in it. Less. That's what I'm saying. So somebody, you you know this is true. There's a reason why even on commercials where they got this guy giving red, drinking Red Bull and having wings, they have to put underneath that. It doesn't actually give you wings. Someone actually tried it. Sounds. Somebody thought, hey, I could fly. Some, yeah. You know, some re- some tard probably like, yeah. All right, and Tommy. And, and all and I'm point, saying is if you're going to do it, true, just point, do it. Tommy, well, Tommy. Well, point number I don't believe you know, anyone should vote well, as a base honor. If I can say this point, if you have the conversation, just like you say, you bring it up, somebody yes. might believe it. But having the conversation, have it play out completely will give even those people more context. Absolutely. But when we right. can't have it at all, then those people who you believe are hearing me say one thing already thought it when they were they were thinking it themselves before we ever got on air because they were never able to say it. Mm. They thought it. Nobody's giving them something they didn't think of. They already knew it. You think people don't watch, read the names at the end of movies and think, hmm. You think people don't watch who produces these things and think, wow. There are people who of are course they do, which is why I had to get this information from somewhere. I had to think this from somewhere. So that means there's enough people who said it. Yes. Who no. said, yo, we can't say this in public, but we do say it in barbershops. Yes. Yes, you do. No, Tommy, I completely agree that this is not something that should be hidden anyway. I wish a conversation like we're having right now would have been had hundreds of times by now on platforms like this. Unfortunately, it is not the case. Now, going back to the thing that we talked about earlier about nuance not being applied to all the other things, keep in mind, Tommy, that when you were talking about uh, the uh, civil rights movement and Hotep Sophia as well, what was one of the things that I mentioned? I mentioned, hey, are you really talking about a situation where if somebody from this new black state were to go to New York, then they wouldn't have the privilege of, uh, you know, being able to occupy the same drinking fountain or, you know, not New York, I guess, like a southern place. But anyway, my whole point was that it's very important for people, regardless of where the, where they choose to live, to be able to have the dignity of being able to go somewhere and being treated as an equal and being judged according to their standards. That and I went nuance. back to the conversation we had about how she was saying that the foreign blacks come over here and get treated different than the homegrown blacks. That would have been the difference. We would have been foreigners then. So we would have been treated differently because they had a land to go back to. It's easy to mistreat people when they don't have anywhere else to go. Think about it being in a relationship. If you're in a relationship with a girl who no matter how, well, no matter how you treat her, she can't go anywhere, will you be respectful to her or are you more likely to be disrespectful? Blacks had nowhere to go. The blacks who came from Africa can go back. They have dual citizenship. So you treat them differently because when they come over here, they're coming to do something. They're coming to bring something. And half the time they're going back home. They treat them differently. We treat people differently all over every other country. The people who came because they're coming to bring something and the people who are just stuck there. If the homeless people could go somewhere else, we probably yeah. look at them differently. If they were like, well, fuck it, we're homeless, we're going to go somewhere else that treats us better. If they were able to just go, because homeless, we got a home, we just homeless when we come to visit y'all, it would be different. That You know what they call those homeless people who were only homeless when they come to visit y'all? Vacationers. There you go. That is they a good got point. a home somewhere yeah. else. All right, They're so- only homeless when they come to visit you. All right, so finally to make the... Uh- Final point of oh, mine about man. this, uh, about the thing that we were talking Oof. about earlier. And, and this will be, yes, then we, we got to move on to the super chats. But this is going to be my final point because I think that this is a very productive conversation. The final point is 
that let's say, like I said before, you don't, but other people start connecting various dots together and think like, hey, if there is like this percentage of people that acts a certain way, well, why don't we just, uh, you know, undo them being here to begin with, undo their, you know, existence to put it, yeah, I'm trying to for the fucking YouTube to speak, you know what I'm talking about. So I think that this is something that a lot of people do start talking about. It, like, hey, why don't we get rid of A, B, and C? Then this is not going to be a problem anymore. What I would say as a retort to the people who even want to go that far, regardless of however many percentages or whatever, for the people who think that, my own retort would be there are going to be various gaps of power inside of any technological society where whoever un unless there's a different culture if there's a different culture fine but if there is a particular culture that's being brought up and perpetuated much like it was by frenchmen during the french revolution you're going to have a particular culture and in that culture if you're not going to have people from one group who are going to be smart enough to get promoted up the ladder it's not going to be unfilled it's not like there's going to be these based traditional people living their old life because i think everybody's too connected by now that ideas both good and bad and unfortunately a lot of bad ideas they're the ones that are going to start spreading around you're going to have people promoted up to high positions whether in magazines and you know uh, producers of movies directors so on and so forth and they're going to be the ones who are going to be the new kids on the block who are going to be perpetuating the same old shit that we've seen before and we've probably seen this uh, you know I mean, okay, I'm not going to talk about Atlantis and all that stuff, but suffice it to say, whenever we have an interconnected society, a lot of this stuff's going to come out of the woodwork, regardless of who you're going to point to and say their last name is this. So that would be my final retort as to this uh, whole conversation. Well, my thing about that, and, and to go back to that, whenever somebody tries to tell me that there's a way to fix something 100%, I back away from them because it typically isn't when it comes to people, because there's a reason why even in the animal kingdom, things are separated. People will separate in tribes. So therefore, whenever you say, well, it's not all, I'm assuming people understand it. it's not all. And whenever you believe that if you say this or say this out in public, that there's going to be somehow these people are going to be hurt by it. Well, everything you say out in public can cause other people to be hurt. When we go around talking about white Karens, you can literally get white women hurt for just complaining about something that's happening because now it's okay to hit a Karen, push a Karen, cuss a Karen out. Yeah. But we still yeah. talk about it. So let's not try to say that in this one group, I'm trying to protect them from persecution. But these other people, I don't mind them being persecuted because when you talk about Biden, they're Biden supporters and they can be persecuted if we get to the point where we can make fun of them. Trump supporters were persecuted. Leftists at one point were persecuted. Now, if you're on the right, you're persecuted. For some odd reason, there's no way for that to stop. There's no time in history where that didn't exist. So when someone tells me, well, don't say that about my people because we don't want things to happen to my people, I think, hmm, but what about these other people where things are happening to them? But that is the same argument that the LGBTQ is using when they say, if you say or question anything we're doing, the first thing they go to is Matthew, whatever his name, something's going to happen. Matthew something's Shepherd. Yeah, Matthew Shepard. <laughs> if you're saying this, you're going to get us hurt. 
It was a drug deal gone bad, by the way. No, but Tommy, that was not the argument I was making, though. I understand understand what you're saying. My whole point was to skip all the way beyond that, to basically say, like, let's say you get what you want, and let's say this particular group is not going to be a problem for you any longer. My whole point was that these But I don't say they're a problem. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 I know, but I know you aren't. I know you are. I'm talking about the hypothetical people who are watching this. So to those hypothetical people who are watching this, my response is, again, there's going to be a gap of power that's going to be filled by people coming out of the woodwork from whichever place as long as they are smart enough and capable enough of making use of whatever happens to but be then the situation my feelings because apparently blacks aren't smart enough and capable enough because we don't have control we don't have agency over a lot of things that harm us so maybe what i'm trying to do is get blacks to look at the jews whether they good bad or indifferent and say that if only two percent of the population can get that kind of power and over us and everyone else, then maybe we need to try and be more like them. See, mm-hmm. people get mad and look at me and try to say, well, you're trying to put Jews in bad light. And I'm like, no, I'm saying if I hate the Patriots, but the Patriots keep winning, we need to start learning from what the Patriots are damn doing. Why would you sit around and be one of those stupid fans who complain about the Patriots winning all the time, who complain about Alabama winning all the time? What are they doing and can you do it? I believe in the winner. I think the winner should win. And I think that everyone else who wants to win should learn from the winner. Period. So when I talk about the Jews who are doing this, I'm not saying that they're wrong for being in the position that they're in. I'm saying we're wrong for not wanting to be in that position as well. I would say one more thing uh, in relation to that. But that's also one of the, the retali- wait, 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 hold on. Gio, I would say one more thing in relation to that, which is one of the things that I wish and we talked about with Hotep Sophia before many times, one thing that I wish would happen for a lot of the inner city uh, black kids is that they would have fathers, that they would have role models uh, as far as, uh, you know, male influences in their life that can lift them up. And the black community, from what I have been led to understand, it has been very much broken up, contrasting that with the uh, Jewish family, like my own family, for example, where it's very close. We treat each other as if, each one of us. See, now imagine me nuancing this conversation to death by saying, yes. well, I mean, there's a bunch of blacks in the inner city who have uh, not all of them don't have fathers. And it seems well, like it's a culture. Uh, it's a different culture, which is why but that's what I'm culture. saying. But imagine yeah. me doing this because I know plenty of kids who grew up in the same projects I grew up in. Yes. But the dad yes. was actually in the house. We made fun of them, but the dad was in the house. And if I did that to nuance you to death, it would make it seem like that's not a problem. It is a problem. Yeah. I nuance you to death, but that's still a problem that exists. And notice I didn't argue with you because I understand what you're saying. Were you saying all? Nope. Is it a problem that you have? Just like you're not saying all Jews have fathers. There are yes. plenty of Jews yeah. who grew up in single moms. But the point is, you know, there's a thing that causes a problem. Like when you look at it, 80 percent of people who are in jail come from single mother homes if we won't address that which the leftists won't that ought to scare you because the leftist is one who will tell you y'all need to get rid of your guns but then they'll be surrounded by armed security so you need to get rid of the leftists will be the people who will say uh like like uh pelosi you're treating these blacks wrong blacks are just as good as everybody else well where do you live nancy 
with nothing but whites. Well, that doesn't make sense. The, the, the Black Lives Matter people, they will tell you how great it is to be black and be around blacks. Those women, soon as they got money, moved away from blacks. So let's start having honest conversations instead of lying because people are lying to people and having people get killed. Do you know who are getting killed? The white people who are being told they can't lock their doors around black people because they'll seem racist. So then something happens to them. Well, I'm dead, but at least I'm not racist. Yeah, it's Insane. happening. Well, look at the Can migrant crisis a, in Europe. Oh, oh go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Transsexuals in the women's bathrooms. Well, they might have raped one of the girls or the women, but at least we're not transphobic. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make a point about this in general. We're really identifying the wrong group. It's really the British that have come in and funded all of this under the guise of the Jews and everybody else. So, so you're gonna go, you're gonna blame really another get... group. So you're gonna no, blame I'm another not bl group. I'm, I'm, well, no, they've so often been into with blaming the British. I'm Not just saying we have to look at the British too, the monarchy and all of this stuff. These are the ones who have done all of this and even have us to have this this conversation we have to have because they set it up so we would have somebody to argue with. Like if we're going to be honest about it, we need to include the history of the British and their influence in all of this because it's everywhere you look. If you look hard enough, you will find a Brit behind every Jew. That's how it is. And I it bothers me. Historically, that's well, what gets well, hold on, Sophia. And ate yeah. up and everything but else. we're still but we're we still not what we just did. we shouldn't be able to do that yeah no no, no. but we're I mean, still we no 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 too. hold we on do all of it, but, but we could say mention the brits i have to mention the brits all right no, 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 the but brits, again when you're saying the brits monarchy. your monarchy british monarchy but again yeah the monarchy you're... not the people the monarchy all right, all right. the queen who holds the golden share to all of this finances all this stuff through the banks and everything else it's the monarchy we have to bring that up if we're going to be blaming this one and blaming that one and all of this stuff we can't leave that out that's that would be a hmm. dereliction of history to leave well, my them whole if the all right the whole influence out all right that's but all but saying. my whole point of you bringing can't be up saying that now people going to go to london and tell <laughs> <laughs> Good. but my whole point what is going on with this train that's a bad idea but look at the history of the monarchy and their involvement all of this when you look at it historically, the British and the uh, certain factions of the uh, Jewish community, they have been intertwined. For example, exactly. I mean, Israel was a creation of like the uh, Lord exactly. Pendleton. Exactly. That's right? what I'm saying. Like it's behind every Jewish is a British agent. They got trained in London. Who do you think trained Lenin? Trotsky Hold on. You can't, first off, the way you're talking. Nowhere was out of the Brits. I don't know how we yeah. got back on porn. Did we get back on porn? You said behind every Brit is somebody training them. Degeneracy. The degeneracy comes from somewhere. Where do you think it comes from? Who do you think is abusing you? This is the type of stuff I'm talking about. You know why it's true? Because it's like we're going to talk about it. Let's be all the way honest about it. Who taught the whoever the slavers to do that? It was the Brits with their. Uh, empire where the sun never sets. That was the goal. They were fighting with the Dutch and It's true what Nietzsche <laughs> said about the British. You know what Nietzsche said? He said, pleasure is for the English. There you go. Oh, God. In this nuance, I am euphoric. 
All right, we gotta we gotta get to the super we gotta get to the super uh, chat soon. Tommy, I really oh, one more thing, one more okay, thing before okay. we get to super chats. Okay. Tommy, no, man, no. what is your opinion on Tariq Nasheed Go attacking you? My my, my first off, my my <laughs> the road <laughs> is wearing off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's really bad, but I'm trying I'm trying to stay in here. Um, you're a, you're a warrior, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Michael J- Mike, Michael Michael Jordan in the NBA playoffs. Uh, but I'm I'm struggling, but I'm gonna try my best to win this third championship. But it, it is what I think about him is I think he's just a byproduct of a guy who just will, is willing to do anything for money. He doesn't believe in anything he's saying. His ultimate god is green, which most people's god is green. Tyreek Nasheed doesn't believe a word he's saying. The stuff he's saying, he talks bad about um, not being with white people and white this and white that, and he has a white mother-in-law. His wife is biracial. He's just saying anything. He doesn't believe it. He went from being ultra liberal to now he's trying to throw out conservative talking points. Anything he can say to get him a book, he will. This is the same man that tried to put out book breaking NFTs. (laughs) (laughs) There's something wrong with him, but meaning not that it's something wrong with him. Because I always tell people this. I don't blame the leader. Never blame the leader for what they do. Blame the followers because without followers, the leader couldn't get anything done. So it's not that I have a problem with him. He's making his money. He's doing whatever he has to do to feed his family. If you dumb enough to follow him, if you dumb enough to send him money, that's on you, not him. Amen. Amen. Well, I say I, blame the queen because it's all her fault. All right. And with that, with that, we're going to go to Super Chats. Well, well, OK, but before Super Chats, I want to say once again that, Tommy, I wish more of these kind of conversations would actually yes. happen. But uh, I do have a, one last question for you. Do, Ask you, do you think do you think that I was honest and forthright with how I explained it? And do you have any questions for me regarding what I explained? And well, I can't say whether you were honest and forthright no, no, because I don't know you like that. I have to take true. your answer for what it what it is. Yeah. No, and, but, and but do you I believe do. like there but were certain things that, that I wasn't? The fact that, that I you were allowed me to retort. Yes, is you didn't cut me off. So whatever you were saying, apparently you believed it enough to let it stand up to my scrutiny, and and the same way that I believe what I was saying enough to let it stand up to your scrutiny. And all we should try to do is have a more educated populace. And you should know this being a Jew because y'all believe in having a more educated group of people. Didn't matter how small it is. That's the one thing I I love about the the, the Jewish people that I know. They don't look for numbers. They're not saying, hey, everybody come join. They're saying, why don't we take care of what we have right now and make this be the most educated group of people we can before we even try to expand. And that's the problem. We have a lot of people even when you look at stuff on like YouTube, I'll just point this out. How many times have you seen people start a YouTube channel and it'd be a bunch of crap? They just got a cell phone. And the first thing they're doing is saying, send me money, send me money before they've ever showed you a thing. But the guy who started um, Facebook, what did he do? He waited and he played the long game. What is he from? What's his background? Jewish. He played the long game. Reptilian. He played longer. No, but listen. He believed. No, but I'm saying no, no. Not that he the the fact that he marketed and everything. Jesus Christ. The point that (laughs) made the most money out of it. And what did he do? Even when the other people, the Winklevoss twins and all them, who was involved, he said, "We don't sell it now. Don't sell it now. Let it build. Let it build. Let it build." 
Then you sell it. Then you start advertising. But people don't want to see advertisements on something they just started looking at. Exactly. They want to feel freedom with it. They want to feel like it's it, it's something that they can have and they can share with their friends. But if you watch how people are doing now, that's not what they're doing. They don't play the long game. They want it now. Mm. And that's why it fails now. Well, so, so when I look at when I talk about your people, it's because I've been around enough of them. Let me tell you, I work for a company called Tescom. Tescom was owned by a dude named uh, Shimon Hedad. Shimon Hedad taught me more about uh, the IT industry that I was in than any white person that I was ever involved in with. And I'd never seen anything like that, that they really valued education. They really value, you know what the hell you're talking about. They really valued the idea, if you don't fit here, you can fit here. They really valued the idea of if you're, if one person's an oncologist, you become a podiatrist. Why don't we just try to run this whole industry instead of everybody trying to be this? And that to me made sense. So I have nothing but praise towards Jews because they had this idea of they weren't looking for the United States education system to educate them because they believed if you let somebody from the outside educate your people, they won't be educated. If you want your people to be educated, then you do it yourself. And uh, that's, that's the problem that, that, I have that, with that, I would say that that's partly true. So when we're talking about Jews coming into the United States, for instance, there were uh, Jews who managed to get to more of a waspish uh, status, if you will. You know, they rose up the ranks. But then there were also Jewish people who were not welcome, who, let's say, had to start their own hospitals, for instance. So Maimonides Hospital, for example, that was one of the first hospitals that was started by Jewish people who are not allowed to practice medicine in the uh, non-Jewish hospital. So That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. They started their own. And that's what I'm saying. Like, this idea that we blacks believe that whites are racist. See, Jews believed that everybody was against them, especially with all the stuff that they seen happen to them. So they said, why don't if we don't trust white doctors, if we don't trust Italian doctors because he think they're going to experiment on us, then we'll become doctors. No, no, that's right now. OK, I want to I want to say what I think about that particular thing. I don't think that there was within a society that, let's say, is of a certain civilizational level like it was in the United States when the Jews got to New York City. I don't think there was ever a thought in their minds that this Italian doctor would, you know, mistreat me. If they were a good doctor, they were a good doctor. And I think that's easily... Uh, I'm not can... saying they were thinking that, but, but we also know, just like up in New York right now, I went up there in Brooklyn. Yeah. They have literally a Jewish police and it has the star David on it. And this is today. Sure. Not only do they have a Jewish police, but uh, the uh, religious Jews also have a medical service that services. So that's all I'm saying. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on hold, wait, wait. This is the important part. The important part. They have a medical service, an emergency service that anybody could call. It doesn't matter if you're Jewish. You could I didn't be say they knock everybody else out. Here's the difference. If I have a black college, but I let other people in, that means I'm not going to dis I'm not going to disrespect or discount blacks. Blacks will be allowed to come in and they're going to get treated fairly. Yes. Other people yep. can come in because other people aren't worried about being mistreated. Other people aren't worried about being mistreated by Jewish doctors, but Jews are worried about being mistreated by other doctors. So they wanted to have a place where they could have, they could feel comfortable. The ones that didn't, the ones that didn't feel comfortable going somewhere else, just like blacks in the United States, blacks because of the Tuskegee experiment and all these other things, they didn't feel comfortable, but they didn't say it that well, what they did say it during second. Segregation. 
when you stop segregation, you got rid of all those black doctors and now you have them going to these white doctors. So what happened is in those situations, if blacks had just said the same damn thing that we don't have to, whether you white and you're going to do us right or wrong, it doesn't matter because we have our own place to go if we just felt that bad. Now we just sit around and complain about um, white white police officers. Well, blacks could just teach their children to grow up to be police officers. So we don't have that problem, but we don't do that. We still want, we still want white people to be over us. We just want them to be nicer to us. And that's the stupidest thing in the world because there's not a bunch of Jews running around saying we still want Germans over us. We just want them to be nicer to us. They're smart. If enough you truly believe it. white people hate you genetically, then exactly. yeah. if you believe they hate you, then treat them like they're a problem. You can be nice to them, but treat them like they're another nation. Treat them like you got your own stuff. I got my own. Now I'm only visiting you. I'm on vacation. But here, but yeah, here's don't expect the, uh, recognition from the other, like in, mm. in terms but, of. But specifically, with, uh, but specifically with the uh, Jewish people, two things. Number one, I can't go back in time and know exactly the reason. So you were, you were saying, police force too. yeah, you were saying regarding the, uh, <laughs> you know, not going to any doctor, but a Jewish doctor. I don't know if that was the case or not. But what I do know, what I could at the least say was that back then, Jewish uh, doctors were not allowed uh, in certain circumstances to perform surgery or to be, you know, to be a medical doctor within the system that so they, they had in their own No, we're blacks. The same thing you're saying is the same thing that happened to blacks. Yes. So then the next question has to be, why is it in a segment of blacks just like a segment of Jews? Why isn't it not people going around saying the best doctors in the country are black, the best lawyers in the country are black, the best whatever in the country are black? There's not. So if it's not, this segment of people even saying it to the point that it's so good that white people say i'd rather go to a black doctor because right now white people say i'd rather have a jewish lawyer we well, could have yeah. built that and we Absolutely. didn't True. And i'm going to always talk to blacks because i'm going to always be black but that's Whenever what i mean Tommy. Like, like no but like what? oh sorry go ahead to hold up sylvia just i think that what you're saying in my community that is the what you're saying is how it is it literally is people go to black doctors people have you know, they do they they go to them like the regular people who aren't like high in the government or whatever they they have black doctors they go to black lawyers they all of these things you're talking about it it has happened and all i don't think that it's made a significant difference it's just that it is a thing that is is done so when i hear people saying that why didn't black people do that well they did in certain groups and I don't I, I just don't know how to position that because what you're well, saying well, is what you, I like experience. you said That's going to like one thing but, but and you live in a, you a unique community so I, I, I hate when people do you know that what I mean? don't do that that's like the rich black person acting like the poor blacks don't exist just because it's your situation you know that this is not a nationwide thing it's a nationwide thing that if you want to get a fast running back you get a black one well, it needs to be a nationwide thing. If you want to get a good doctor, you get a black one. I'm not going to let you or anybody else try to downplay that and make it seem like black shouldn't reach for something better. No, don't listen to her that there's this whole big thing of black doctors out there that people are trying to get to. It's not. And we need to have it be that way. Don't listen to somebody tell you we've already made it. That's where we lose because the people keep telling us we've already made it and we haven't. Okay, Jews, because, oh, okay, okay. Oh, regardless. Well, they, oh, Tommy, Tommy, it, Tommy. So we don't need more of them. I, I don't think. No, I, uh, I don't, right, I don't think. I don't think she meant. Yeah. No, 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 I don't think she said well, that. Then there was no argument of what I said that we aren't oh, doing boy. this. 
that there isn't a group of people. There is no there is no people say, let's go get a black lawyer, law, a, a lawyer. This is not a thing. Well, let's work it's on it not. then. Then let's work on it. Great. So that's that, all I was saying. No, I think Odip Sophia was saying that in, in her own community, it's a reality. But she prefaced it by saying that she grew up in a very unique situation. You know, but, but so we need what, to doing that. I don't mean to send, but I don't mean to send. I understood it since you started that your situation is somehow unique. The blacks in that place are the greatest blacks in the world. We accept it. I'm not now saying let's that talk about the all. ones who aren't. No, no, but, but let's just stop saying, talking about where you're from. I, I can, can we only quit talk talking about, about I know. where you're from? I don't from. talk about what somebody else knows. I can can we quit talking about where you are from? No, no, well, no, 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 Tommy, Tommy. Say, though, if Hotep, if Hotep yeah, Sophia yeah. wants to talk about where she's Oof. from, what's wrong with that? I would say just but like because Tommy. Because every time she does it is when I'm talking about nationwide, she says, well, I don't see that. We could so talk about saying we could talk about both. What I'm talking. We could talk about both. You could say, OK, how, that's how would it be relevant if you're trying to make it greater? If you're trying to make it spread, how is that relevant? It's, that's that's example, it's relevant as an example. If you want to see yeah. what this is like, if you want black people to see what it's like to want a black lawyer or a black doctor and be around black oh, people, I see, I see, where I see. would you get your example from? Yeah. You have to have an example but where this I don't happens. see it. She, I would love I'm for her saying. to show me some stuff to show me this. Because even when she was talking earlier, I had to I talk about how I, I was one of the people on the outside of PG County who thought it was just these great blacks who were living in PG County until it had the discussion with a person by the name of Kevin Durant who grew up there. So either his experience is wrong or her experience is wrong, or maybe they both exist. I'm not going to talk about how where I grew up at, there were no gays and act like the people who grew up in Midtown who say it's full of it. If it's there, insane to keep doing that. No, but if there, say, are, if there well, are things, I'll just keep personalizing a, a, a nationwide argument. I don't think she is. I think, okay, I'm not going to speak for her. All I can say no, is no, that I, if somebody brings up a good example of, hey, here is something that more uh, people, uh, you know, more black people she didn't can say follow. That. She said, I don't know what you're talking about because it doesn't happen. I don't know. I didn't say that. I absolutely did you not did. say you that. Said, you said it several times. Audience, did she say this? That's why I love doing things in front of an doesn't matter how the, doesn't matter how maybe, maybe the arrow a got into the tongue. But yeah, I, I, doesn't matter I, I, how I, I, the okay. arrow got into the body. What matters is removing the arrow, and I think this is what we're <laughs> no, focusing think, on right I think now. I what Hotep Sophia, you're trying to say that, and ex- you come from an example where it is the vision of what Tommy wants, but you're saying it's not all that's cracked up to be. But I understand how, like, like Tommy is right. Like th- nobody has that perception that, like, you know, the best doctors or lawyers are black. I mean, it, it is. It is Thanks. true. Like, That's all I'm the, saying. Yeah, but but I understand what Hotep Sophia is also saying I too. Agree She's saying with like, that too. I'm just saying yeah. that if, you, if once you have that, I'm not. I, what I'm saying is his, his solution of that black people thinking that uh, if you get a black person for this and a black person for that. I don't think that's going to solve the problem. That's what I'm saying. I don't. What think is the problem I was trying problem. to solve? What is the problem I was trying yeah. to solve? You just said black people should want to have black people should want to be better. They should want to have people within their own community to service them. And those people are the best at what they do. That's the what problem. Is the problem I is was that trying to solve. Problem? What, what was the problem? the problem? What is a problem? When I say that then you want more of them, where is that having a problem that you I, want more? But I'm not. I'm just saying if I want more steak, the is there a we problem? Don't have enough. No, no, no. I'm just saying if we don't have enough, then the problem is this, that you want to solve is that you need more. If you don't have enough no, steak, the, the problem uh, is you that's want That's what more. I mean. That's why I love this. The problem I was trying to solve is black people saying that some people are against them and don't want them to have certain things. So if you believe this, then have it for yourself. 
That's the problem. See, it's a convenient argument to constantly say the white man's keeping me from something. But it's hard to just go and say, I'll have it myself. So I can't say he's keeping me from it. If you have right. if you have it for yourself, if you got rich parents and you say that your parents are keeping you from the money. And so therefore you don't have a place to live or a car. And someone comes up to you and says, well, why don't you get a job and you can have your own money so you don't have to get it from them? That's the right. problem. I'm not... I'm not disagreeing with that at all. I was just saying if you're, you are because you were saying like, if that's the problem you were trying to you said that what I was trying to make up was the problem like wasn't the problem. I let you tell me. That's why I kept saying, what do you think I'm saying is the problem? You then said it and you were wrong. That wasn't what I was saying. I just said what my problem was. A lot of times what you got to do when you talk to someone instead of answering their problem, ask them what it is first. Therefore, when you answer it, they can't say you didn't. My problem was blacks are asking, even the other guy said it. He understood me, Geo. He understood what I said. If you believe white people are bad, why are you asking them for help? Take it away from them. Take, make it to where you can't, they, they can't tell you, they, or, or you, you don't have the argument of saying, you're not allowing me to do this. You won't let me do this. You're preventing me from do, doing this. Well, if I have it myself, you're not preventing me from doing anything. And that right. would stop an argument exactly. that's going on daily. Daily, we as black people, they're all over the country. They're not letting us do this. So Goldman Sachs gives black women $10 billion. Guess who they didn't give $10 billion to? Black men. Why would they give $10 billion to black women and not black men when we know every other culture on earth has been built, every other society on earth has been built with the men in leadership positions? Yet mm -hmm. Goldman Sachs decided to give $10 billion to the women and not the men. And yet These are Lev, subservient Jenny class, yeah. And let Lev said out of his own mouth that a problem is you don't have fathers and men in the community. So why is it that Goldman Sachs is promoting the women and not the men? Right, exactly. Well, what are we exactly, exactly what are we disagreeing about here? I don't know, like Hotep Sophia, I think you're on the same page with Yeah, I think you Tommy. two agree on most is, things. It's just that the way that... However, however things were phrased oof. ended up becoming this whole brouhaha, which I don't know, I don't think it's warranted at all. Hotep Sophia, I think you guys agree on a lot, so... Whatever. Anyway, yeah. yeah. I, I, I wish somebody would write down the things. But, but it is curious. <laughs> no, but it is curious Just how the way like, that I present stuff is different. I guess. No, 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 no don't no, be hard on yourself. No. So, I think that, yeah, I think No, live, 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 live. What did you do? Live, what did you do earlier? Live, what did you do earlier? When Geo jumped in to try and explain your position, what did you do? He I, said, no, yeah. let me explain yes. my position. Yeah. I, just cuts same off, thing. I just did the same thing. And all you said was, well, I don't see what the whole brouhaha was. You would know what the whole brouhaha is. You don't want somebody saying something that you didn't say. Okay, here's how I'm going to phrase it. And I know you're probably not going to like it because you get so many of these uh, people who call on your show and you instantly hang up on them whenever they criticize not what you say, but how you say it. And it's just yeah, because that's a bullshit argument, Lev. It is a bullshit. I know, argument. no, and I agree. It is a bullshit like, argument. That Twitter space, for, like, there's, I, I've been listening to this man forever, 
I remember back in the day, like you had people call, I don't like your attitude. And Tommy's like, go fuck yourself. And that was it. <laughs> Click. Mm. I love that shit. Because See, when you I'm told me show right someone, now, that's not my show. I have not left. I did not hang up, but I am going to defend my position, but I'm allow other people to defend theirs. Yeah. Yeah. This is not my show. And I don't, I don't control the mute button or anything. Yet I'm still here doing what I would do if it was on my own show. But I'm giving you the respect that they wouldn't give me on my own show. I'm only presenting facts. I'm addressing every issue that's brought towards me. And if anybody plays this, you can play it in slow motion. I've been 100% right in everything I've said. If you go back and listen, that's why I gave you the example. As a psychologist, I pay attention to what people say. I can repeat back to what you guys said throughout this show. I have an identical memory. So I know what I'm discussing and I don't waste time on words that don't have anything to do with what we're talking about. I pointed out what you said to him because I was trying to let you know when you called it a brouhaha, you didn't like when someone else was going to speak for you when they could have just asked you. And that's what happened between her and I. She said, you're arguing this. That wasn't what I was arguing, but all she had to do was ask. I guess I'll put it like this. Certain things which you may be absolutely right about as far as if we were to rewind the tape and look at whatever Hotep Sophia said, whatever you said, you may come out being right. My whole point as the host of the show, since we've had Hotep Sophia on multiple times and she's a great friend of ours, is I just want to have certain things, you know, even if she's wrong and you're right, for them not to be... Uh, dwelt on as much because at a certain point it just it gets to be very you dwelt on what i said yes. one line yeah, about love, views all right all right all right now honestly i'm going to leave <laughs> i did not do her like you did me oh. and i showed you respect all right fair when enough. you were wrong about what i said fair and you enough. kept talking about it to the point of at the end you cut g off and said i just want to make sure do you believe everything i said was bad that i was being truthful you kept going okay you wouldn't fair enough. Tommy, Tommy. I tried to it it's true i tried to give love Your a lifeline let it go i tried all right tommy i just wanted to defend hotep sophia because i like <laughs> hotep <laughs> sophia that's that's my that's answer problem with america y'all keep wanting right to defend now. That's the problem with, with, with America. Y'all want to defend individuals. Y'all want to defend your race. You want to defend your tribe. You want to defend who you voted for. But you know what it don't seem like we want to do? Just defend the facts. Defend the facts. True, I don't I agree. If my mother was here. If y'all said something to my mother about her being wrong and y'all got into a, a heated discussion, I would say, hey, that's my mom. But that's what y'all are doing. Have y'all noticed that y'all are defending people because, well, this is my friend and you feel like you're hurting her feelings or this is my tribe and you feel like you're hurting their feelings. Yet you're talking to a man who hasn't done that at all to you. All right. One. All, right all right. Hold on. Let me let me defend. What, OK, wait, hold on. Here we go. So, number one, when we're talking about the whole defending of the tribe, I was breaking down where I thought you were wrong. And I consider myself right there. But when it comes to Hotep Sophia. I'll be honest, as far as that conversation goes, I do have to rewind and look back at what was said to understand a little bit better who came from what. And with that, that was purely an emotional part of me just wanting to be yeah, nice to my friend. Yeah, you're going to defend a friend, that's obviously. All. Yeah, that's so. And I understand it, but y'all have to understand, nobody's being, when you have a discussion, this keeps it away from being a fight. Nobody's being harmed. I agree. Nobody's right. beating. The only thing you're getting hurt here is your feelings. I agree. But and you should let that happen. Yes. Because if, and, 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 and one thing in the black community that's really bad, you see how these rappers and stuff are dying? 
Guess what they're dying over? Hurt feelings. Someone tweeted something, someone said something in a song, yeah, and it ended true. up in a death because they couldn't defend their position. You said something about my mama them has started more fights in the black community than anything. And I am trying my best to cheat, to teach my people to be able to do something that everybody else tries to teach their people, that you can be able to beat them with this. You don't have to use this all the time. Beat them with facts. And that's when they'll try to shut you down. And every time I go somewhere, I beat the people with facts. You have your children watching me. The one great thing you'll say is there's one black guy on that show with a bunch of people who aren't black. And guess what he was able to do? Mentally stand out above them. He did a really good damn job. He didn't fight. He didn't cuss them out. He didn't call them names. He beat them with facts. And they rarely get to see that. So whenever I go to people's shows, whether it's yours or anybody else's, my job is to allow your children to be able to see a black, educated, well-spoken man who's able to beat them with facts. Play the game they play, because when they bring us on shows, they typically want a black man to either repeat what they are already saying Mm -hmm. or look goofy and foolish. Yeah, and and I I think both both sides. Yeah, it's bullshit, because like I said before, it seems that. It is true, on especially in the political right. It's like we get the base black men to say like, "Oh, Tommy's gonna go and insult trans people." Oh my God! Like it's like we can't say it, but mm. and I think it's bullshit. It's like a kayfabe fucking. You know, it's like why why can't you say it yourself? You know, because you yeah, have to you like can say what up. you can't say to play. Okay, to yeah, play, to play exactly. devil's advocate, Tommy, do you think that there is a way to say something? For the sake of not... Okay, you're absolutely right when it comes to you just want to say the truth and nothing else. Do you think that in certain circumstances it would be beneficial to say things maybe with a little bit more, I don't know, some flowery language thrown in there, something just to make people feel... Well, that's what they were feel, accusing him during the... Because maybe the, both are possible. I don't know. Am I am I crazy here? Maybe it is yeah, possible no, 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 to... No, let, me, let me tell you. You're not, yeah. you're not. Let me explain something to you. If you go to see Dave Chappelle, you expect what you get. If you don't like his comedy, you can't get mad at people who like his comedy. Why try to shut down the arena so they can't hear what they want to hear? So when you hear me say something in a way in which you think another way should be said, what you've done is brought back the whole PC thing, which negates the the argument we were having at the beginning that it's become too PC. So what it needs to be is the person needs to be able to decide, do I want to hear Tommy in the way he said? And if I don't like the way he said it, even though it's factual, because that sounds insane, I like it's factual, but I don't like the way you say it. <laughs> cool. Well, then go to someone else who's saying it the way you want to, but don't stop me or my audience from hearing it. So when I'm talking right now, there may be a bunch of people who don't like the way it's being said, but I'm promise you, There's a bunch of people who do. And so if you can say it in a better way, this is your show. You should be able to present what I said in a better way. There's a guy by the name of Kevin Samuels. He basically says everything I say, but he got bigger than me because he says what I say in a better way than me. I'm just not going to be that guy because just like Noah, when he built his ark, he may have not said it the way that those people needed to have it said to him. Or when Lot and his people were telling, were trying to let him know, hey, look what's going to happen to Sodom and Gomorrah. If he had said it in a better way, maybe more people would have followed him out. But then if you follow the Lord and you follow the truth, you know the truth will set him free. Not the way you said it will set him free. That's why Moses kept saying, let Aaron do it because he speaks better than me. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to be the guy who speaks the truth and see if that sets him free. If and, you and want to be the guy who says it better, 
Go ahead. And you've been arguing about this for years, actually. Yep. Like I, I, even back in like I've 2012, I remember. Tell them I've stayed true to who I was exactly for, for all these years because every time, I have stopped other people from doing it. That's the difference. I don't stop them from saying it in a better way. Yeah. So if yeah. I'm not stopping you from saying it in a better way, why would you stop me from saying it in a way that you think is horrible? There's a group of people who I, there are players, coaches in the NFL. There are strict coaches in the NFL and there are players who love playing for both. Yeah. All right. Well, and, uh, well Tommy, we have a we're, question we're, by Philip Daniel. Oh yeah, we are going to go to friend. super chats in a bit. Um, what, what, who do you, what do you think of uh, Glenn Lowry and John McCorder? I've heard of John McCorder, but um, any opinions on them too? I don't know anything about them. I've never, never heard of them. I think they beca- I think John McCorder became like a meme on Twitter. Mm. I don't know. Well, um, uh, Glenn, no, but Glenn Lowry, true. he is part of that organization that I always mention, Fair, and that would be oh, the yeah. uh, that would be, I guess, the polar opposite to Tommy Style. And Tommy, the reason why I mentioned that has nothing to do with me wanting to change the way you speak. I, like I said before, I oh, love. No, I wasn't saying you yeah, like in it, general. You were saying in general, so I was yeah, speaking back in yeah, general. Yeah, that yes, the people who, because you're right. There is a group of people who, if you said in a certain way, they would do. But you have to understand the majority of people who could speak well, like somebody part up in the comment section. Aaron is the one who encouraged them to worship the golden calf. He speaks well. There's a lot of people who speak a lot more eloquently than me. I am. I'm the surgeon that uses. I'm the surgeon that uses a blunt instrument. Yes. That's and, what I am. I and, then, and then respect that. to the Rather blunt instrument. Sledgehammer, yes, Triple H style. Exactly. And then respect mm-hmm. to the blunt instrument. At least I did acknowledge the situation with uh, myself and Hotep Sophia. That I love you, Hotep Sophia. I think you're a wonderful person, and that's why sometimes my emotions get in the way. Oh. But I'm gonna be honest about that. Oh, and I will too. always defend Lev. So because none of you guys are enemies to me. That's what I don't understand. I consider like, you a friend, Tom. No, but, no, but, not that you're an enemy, went, but I'm just saying the, I, I defend this, people even that aren't in it. Like, I will defend anybody. I, that's just how I am. Like, if if I feel like somebody is being attacked, I'm, I'm just always going to defend them. That's sort of like... Isn't the best fight to watch? Isn't the best fight or isn't the best fights or games to watch is at the end of a hard fought game? They go in the middle or the end of a hard fought fight. They go in the middle and they hug. It's true. Absolutely. Why is it? Imagine. Imagine. uh, Wait, wait. Listen. Imagine if what y'all are saying makes completely sense. Complete sense. In the middle of a fight, somebody just jumps in and says, "Well, I think you're beating my friend." I'm gonna fight you back. Imagine. Imagine. And this is verbal, not physical. It reminds me of that moment. Yes. It reminds me of that moment in the middle of the Sky Dome. Uh, The Rock and Hulk Hogan shook each other's hands after WrestleMania. That was amazing. Like this is insane to even believe. Well, I think my, my friend is being beat up on verbally, so I must defend him. Well, what you should (laughs) wait, wait till the end of it. And everybody just shake hands and say, wow, this was a passionate, we gave our audience what they wanted. Uh, 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 Not a bunch of stick in the mud people who were just, we had people that was actually passionate about what they were saying. Absolutely. Exactly. And with that, we're gonna go to super chat. So here we are, man. This oh, is man. this. This is uh, one for the book. This books. has been a trip. All right. <laughs> so we got Minotaur donated five dollars. Need to hear Tommy's recap of the Dave Rubin situation. I personally found that <laughs> absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Keep up. Like the- even that—that that was a joke that people took too far. 
I was in my show and somebody called and said, well, I know you have a problem with gays, but you did a show with Dave Rubin and he was gay. And I was like, what? He was gay. (laughs) I shook his hands. It was a joke. I don't care yeah, what they this. People were because I have a joke where I said, when people tell me that a white man is gay, I'm not surprised because I think all white men are gay. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm dead ass. Most black guys will tell you, we've seen white dudes do gay stuff and they'll say they're completely heterosexual. Well, as all a person of color myself, I got to agree. All throughout high school and college, white dudes are steadily doing gay stuff to each other in the showers, grabbing at each other's butts and stuff. You can't do that to no black man. You'll get beat up. When they hit puberty, they jerk off with each other. That's yes, yeah, it's just too much stuff going on. With <laughs> so whenever a white dude comes out and says he's gay, I'm like, I didn't think he was gay. I thought he was just white. <laughs> All right. As a person of color myself, I agree. Gay men are, I mean, (laughs) white men are gay. (laughs) The munja cakes. Um, All right. Next over here. Subject. uh, No. Okay. Uh, Somebody whose name is not written here for. No. Before that, we have Super Iron Bob. Five dollars. Note in the last election, the Democrat Party basically completely abandoned black men and split the black vote by specifically targeting black women. Hmm. That's what I kept saying. When you have a group of people who are doing this and remember, again, I don't want to bring up the source by, but the left tends to have a lot of people who say, well, we're against the white man and we're, we're, we're um, a lot of us are Jews and we're down with you black people. Cool. So then why is the left pushing programs that push black men out? I'm going to say it. I don't care if somebody gives me nuance. Screw nuance until you can stop doing this. Stop doing it. Because I tell black women the same thing. Yes, there are, a lot of bl- there are a lot of black women who don't wear weave and don't go around twerking and cussing people out. But until y'all call out the people who are doing it, people are going to lump you all in the same group. So until I see a bunch of Jews calling out the Jews who are doing something wrong and they're leading these people out astray, then we're going to believe that you believe it too. That's all. Everybody should feel like that. If you're not willing to call out the people who you 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 say are making you look bad, then I'm going to go along with that. You agree with it. You agree with it until you fight against it. It's a difficult thing, though, when you're talking about calling out somebody who I see as being not Jewish, but being culturally of a different way. It's very difficult. You'll call to say. them out to let people know we're we're different. We people expect blacks to do it all the time. People expect blacks to come out and say we're I'm not, not like the ghetto black. black. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So if we got to do it to make y'all realize it's not all of us, then y'all should have to do it. It's That's not true. my job to figure out there's a difference between these snakes. It's the snake's job to let me know. Hey, I'm not. I don't have no venom. Well, Tommy, I would say that at least in this side of the internet, where we do have a lot of younger people or older people who the hell knows basically people who are from much as edgier parts of the internet to them this is already old hat so to them i actually have to do the opposite where i actually have to let them know that there are going to be people out there who do not subscribe to this particular stereotype that they're already used to uh thinking so for me it's a slightly uh, different situation here where on a daily basis I do end up uh, calling out whenever I see various problems. I don't attribute them to things that I see having nothing to do with this particular uh, culture. I know that you attribute it sp- 
a lot more to there maybe I don't know like how would you what would you say would be there's a guy named Sam I don't know if you know a YouTube guy named Sam and something he's a he's a Jewish guy Sam and whatever he's the one who put that crap out about what I said uh, to Dave Rubin and tried to make it seem like because he has a problem with Dave Rubin. Mm-hmm. So he was trying to say that about Dave Rubin and he used me. So I came to him specifically and said, well, if you're going to use me, why don't you bring me on the show so I can talk about what I said? He wouldn't do it. So he that means he was OK with putting out something that he knew was untrue, cutting it in a way in which he knew it was untrue. All you had to do was play a minute more and it would have heard the rest of the joke. So you have mi- a million followers, Sam Sater or whatever his name. You have a million followers. Oh, God, that them. fucking guy. Uh. You have a million followers and you lied to them, used me to do it, and wouldn't allow me to defend myself. <laughs> what Sam type of person is that? All right. That guy's well, such wait, wait, a, wait. like, he's like the lowest, like, remora fish of, like, the fucking I haven't, uh, I haven't Young into, Turks, um, yeah. like, bread tube media. I haven't looked spirit. into uh, Sam Sater that much. But I same thing with Dave yeah. Rubin. He did the same thing. Dave Rubin did the same thing. And the other one, what's his name? Um, uh, Crowder, Stephen Crowder. Yeah. They all do the same thing. Crowder had me on his show to try and be the the guy who makes fun of blacks. Yeah. Matter of fact, had his father call me to try and set up some kind of skit to where I was going to be talking like this on the skit. And I told them, hell no, I'm not doing that. They never Fuck. brought me back on the show. They never Fuck. brought me back on the show. So because I oh, want the sellout, Negro, I can't come back on your show. Say, uh, Dave Rubin sat up there and listened to people telling them, well, if Tommy doesn't put out this movie, I'm going to make sure I say something about it. Well, I tried to get back on the show after I put out my movie of Fatherless America, which you can go get at a fatherlessamerica.com. Do you think Dave Rubin brought me back on the show? Nope. So you told these people, if I don't produce this movie, you're going to talk shit about me. Well, I produced the movie. Shouldn't you bring me on to talk about it? Well, look, when you know, that's my point. So many times to black people, black people need to stop All befriending right. a leftist, a rightist, a Jew, an Italian. Need to understand if you believe they're against you, they're against you. So when you come in, you have your talking points ready. You hit your points, and you get what off of your chest you need to get off of. Because there's no reason for me. I I respect everybody. I don't trust anybody. Uh, that, that's that's not a bad way. I always be, but, knew uh, like like Steven, I always knew Stephen Crowder was just like a shameless mm-hmm. grifter, but like well, holy well crap, again, looking at Stephen Crowder, okay, Stephen Crowder's early life: Detroit, Michigan, French Canadian mother. So again, I don't think he falls into the same category. So for me, I would look at no, the but that's nasty why you didn't hear what I just said. I no, said I'm looking I at the nasty don't trust anybody. Yes, yes. Meaning it didn't matter that he was from a different tribe; the result was the same. So then when you're talking about me calling out members of my tribe, see, this is where it gets confusing to me. Because when it comes to calling out Steven Crowder versus calling out, like, I don't know, am I going to be calling out, I don't know, Barbara Streisand? Barbara Streisand's that. No, you would be calling out your tribe. If you're saying that there's a bunch of people who are saying things that can hurt your tribe and that you all don't agree with what is happening in, in, in Hollywood. Imagine if you did a show calling. Imagine if you were the person who called out the Hollywood Jews. And if you can't find a Jew that's calling out the Hollywood Jews, then I'm going to start to think that you believe in what they're doing. Just like if you can't find a black person who calls out the black people in the hood who are killing other blacks. If you believe Black Lives Matter, you would talk about when the cops did it and you talk about when the blacks did it, because either one is extinguishing a black life. And if it mattered, you talk about anybody who extinguished a black life. That's the point. 
But see, that's my, but yeah, that was my, what you brought up with Steven Crowder. That's like a perfect example of what I was saying in that a lot of like these conservative media types, they do this like fucking chud brain. Like I, I shouldn't say chud because of the Chapo people use that, but like they do this like really like tarred level lowest common denominator. Oh, well, if a black guy is saying it, then that's all right. Like I can just imagine Steven Crowder. Oh, we're going to get a blast base black guy. Am I doing the voice right? We're going to get the base black guy to say a bunch of demeaning shit about black people. And I, I can't say it because I'm Steven Crowder. I'm a white guy. Like, <laughs> like what and that's fucking, what they do. But that's how, what when, when, you hear talk, when you hear me talk, I'm trying to get black people to the point of where everybody yeah. else is. If you have enough strong pieces on a team, like here's the thing. When you have a, a football team, you have an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. You have a linebacker's coach. You have a receiver's coach. You have someone who has to coach up each one of them to be strong enough to where they're all formidable. Blacks need to stop being the weak piece on the board. We will be a stronger nation if blacks become a stronger piece on the board. Everybody understands that. They are teaching us to just keep begging and taking things from people. Then you're just a burden. Every one of us has a brother, a sister, a cousin who doesn't bring anything to Thanksgiving dinner, but they sure leave with plates. You have a better Thanksgiving party. You have a better birthday party. You have a better party, period, when everybody brings drink, when everybody brings something. So when you listen to me, you're hearing a man saying we need to be as powerful as every other piece on the board. Once you become as powerful as every other piece on the board, you become respected. Because if you look at what the United States does, there's a lot of people around the world they don't like. But when they got a nuclear a nuclear weapon, they started respecting them. Mm. But that's what I mean. I think like the problem is that when you criticize your fe fellow black people, um, you're doing it from a position of strength and saying that you have you have to rise above the circumstances that black people in America face. But my my worryment is that when people look at um, they look at your content or Pastor Manning or other people, it's like they it's almost like a form of entertainment where it's like. Oh, look at these! What these stupid black people are doing? It's like he could say it because, like, you know what I mean. Well, like, I'm not worried about that because when World Star Hip Hop and the guy got rich, he all they had was black people on there fighting and stuff, and white yeah. people had no problem with that because it was doing it. You know why they have a problem with me? Because of what I just said. That's why when you're a white person and you want me to come on and clown and you just heard what I just said on here, you know you don't want to put me in front of your audience because I'm going to talk past your audience and I'm going to talk to the black people and the black people are going to start saying, huh. He has a point. Huh? Yeah. He has yeah. a point. And, and they then, don't want you to do that. They just want you to be on the position of we're down and we need white people to give us stuff. Cause as long as you keep feeding this dog, this dog will keep running to your backyard. As long as you keep feeding this coy dog, it'll keep coming to your backyard. Then and what will it lose the ability to do? Hunt for itself. Yeah. We need to learn to hunt for ourselves. Jews won't let that happen to their tribe. They will not, whether they left, right, or whatever. They're not going to allow their children to not be able to hunt for themselves. It's like that whoever line... gives you something one day can decide not to. Or what if it's not even that they decide not to? What if they just don't have it? Yeah. But, it's what, like but, that what, line but from, what you're uh, talking about specifically Your mic is actually low, Liv. Hello? Your mic is actually low. Yeah, like, really? your mic's been low, love. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I think I was. It's like that line from bit. Duddy Kravitz, where uh, the the scrap owner, scrap owner, he's like, "My Bernie will never have to cheat a partner into jail." Then he's like, "Oh well, my Bernie mm -hmm. didn't come to America with uh, 
five cents in his pocket and three words of English. <laughs> but, ju but, just so I, but just so I understand a little bit better here. So when it comes to Jews and uh, their families, like I mentioned before, there's a high concentration of, uh, you know, caring about the whole family unit. I wouldn't say mm -hmm. I care that much about the family of uh, Seth Rogen, for instance. I don't know Seth Rogen. I don't he know is, his family. Yeah, he doesn't care about yeah, his own yeah. family. I wish, I you, know, so. I like, you know, I wish him the best, whatever. But the point is, is that there isn't this kind of tribal mentality that you may see here which is again like when you're asking me to you know go out and criticize the these bad aspects of the tribe and call them out who exactly are we talking here because if we're talking well for, you just said Seth example, rogan okay yeah there we go if we're talking about Seth you, rogan, listen you if you said you, you look what you did if you said yes. who are they then you wouldn't have been able to be upset at the beginning and say well these are a different type if you know if you were able to tell me they're a different type then you know who to go after Boom. Yes, yeah, and with that, but know that was a different on, type. I don't understand. But Once you the, know there's a different type, you know who to call out. But, but see, this yes. is why before. Okay, wait, 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 wait before hold on. Show... I got, I got to answer that. I got to answer that, Geo. This okay. is important. Okay. So when oh, you have, man. yes. So when you have people, no, if you keep getting baited, I hate to say it. No, 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 no. no <laughs> it is important, Geo. What do you want me to do? I have to answer a lot of these things. So when we are talking about somebody like Seth Rogen. I don't see him as being somebody who is like you could say that he is culturally Jewish as far as I don't know having certain mannerisms and things like that but I don't see any connection with him and let's say these conservative Jewish people who walk around like it's the 1950s in Brooklyn you know with the women wearing dresses and the men wearing suits so we are talking about a product of a liberal society of a well a leftist society rather similar to somebody like Tim Heidecker for instance you know of Tim and Eric and I do like Tim and Eric's comedy a lot uh, more more so than I should. But this is why I'm having a really hard time here, Tommy. Because, yes, there are specific people who, let's say, they may have certain cultural mannerisms that you could identify as Jewish. But to be able to look at them and say, like, I am going to identify you as being this specific thing, what ends up happening, unfortunately, when, when this happens, is a lot of people who are probably watching this right now are going to start lumping in people that have zero to do with that particular culture into that culture. And this is again, it's like when we're calling out liberals or leftists or conservatives or all of these things. So then we shouldn't do it with anything. If you're really so afraid of people lumping things in, we've talked about a lot of topics that would allow people to lump things in, including yeah. an individual by the name of Seth Rogen. You'll have people who just don't like Seth and have no idea why, but because you kept bringing him up, now they have justification to dislike this man. Maybe even throw eggs at him when they see him because the guy they were looking at says he doesn't like him either. It's no, well, no, here, here, here is the, it's, come on, life, come on, he got you there. You he can play it with somebody not intelligent. You can't play it with me. Either we can do it or we can't. But if you do what we're doing this whole show, then you're going to have people who feel justified in their hatred of something or someone just because we said it. All just right, because so we I, said we didn't like so it. Let's say That's we, it. Okay, so let's say we have somebody like Leon Trotsky, for instance, who I brought up earlier. Leon Trotsky was a very, uh, you know, big person within communism i'm losing my voice right now so you could point to him and you could say leon trotsky was a bad guy and he was you know against uh you know against private property and against uh, a lot of things that we really value so we are going to hate on this guy and i don't want anything bad at all to happen to seth rogan or anybody uh, who represents the same ideals that he does but just like with trotsky 
I wouldn't label somebody like my grandmother or somebody else who is Jewish that has zero to do culturally speaking with Leon Trotsky. I would not label them in the same group at all with somebody like Seth Rogen. So again, it goes back to culture. And if we are talking about, for example, the problems within black culture today, then I don't know maybe there could also you ever be heard of Pew poll or the Harris poll? No. What is that? You never heard of Pew poll oh, or the Pew, Harris oh, poll? Oh, Pew, I did. Yeah, Pew, I did. Um, each of them, do you, do they go out and poll every American? I don't no, know. possible. Yet they come out and put out a thing that says 70% of black people are voting for so-and-so and 50% of women are doing so-and-so. So this general poll is putting these things out and people are believing it. Yet they didn't go out and get even half of America as a sample size. Now, that means it must be difficult to know every single individual in anything which means we either won't be able to have conversations about anything unless we know everyone or we'll leave room for people who just may hear a conversation and think all Jews are like that. All blacks are like that. All whatever are like that. Because guess what? Those people exist, whether you said it out loud or not, those people already exist. So what you should do when you say it out loud is try to educate that audience of people who may jump up and say, all those people are like that. All those women are like that. All of those Jews are like that. And you educate them and say, yes, that is a pervasive thought. But there are other groups of us as well. So therefore, just like the snake argument, people who listen to a guy who knows a lot about snakes end up having a greater appreciation once they know he's a snake charmer. He's a snakeologist. This person's a whatever. Why do you think we take aspirin and don't even question it? The majority of people ingest aspirin and don't know what's in it. Education is key. And I'm not going to stop people from being educated because there's a bunch of fools. Because fools will always be here with us. Just like the poor, just like the hungry, fools will always be here with us. And Jesus taught us about that. They're going to always be here with us. So I'm not going to concentrate on them because they're never going to leave. Yeah. Well, well Tommy, before we well, been passing uh, into one thing, will always be here until exactly. you can show me where they'll get they, that you have seen a time in history that they didn't exist. Let me know. Well, so, Tommy, before we brought you on, I I said to Lev like we wanted to do right by you, and we didn't want to just bring you on to be like these other conservative grifters like fucking Stephen Crowder. By the way, uh, Tuxedo Prouder with Crowder. Well, he does like to cross-dress. Um, we don't want to do it where... <laughs> like him, I was so surprised when he, <laughs> he said... After we did the show, he was like, yeah, because my wife... I was like, wife? I know, eh? I thought he was gay, dead ass. They don't have kids, though. I strange, hey. but I didn't want to bring you on just to come in here and be like, oh, let the base black man buck dance or whatever. Like, that's bullshit. I, like... And you challenge like us, like well, you know, white people, and and when we were talking about the porn industry, and you were talking about the um, an often neglected aspect of the exploitation of black women and so forth. So I think this was a productive conversation, and uh, I, I challenge I, everybody because I want to see how truthful they're going to be. Exactly, it's the equivalent of if when you're on a first date, why not say something that could possibly offend someone on the yeah. first. Date? Then wait until you've been together. For All right, well, weeks. let's get truthful then. We're also making powerful enemies on this stream. Like, hold on, hold on. Let's, well, let's, no, no, no. Let's, let's get truthful. 
truthful then like we were talking in the very beginning oh. and i mentioned this uh in the middle of the stream that there is a problem today with uh dads not being there in the black community mm -hmm. for all the reasons that you always bring up on your show as well now since we can acknowledge that yes this is a problem we could look at what are all the reasons why this is the problem my question to you tommy is can the same thing be done for the Jewish community, let's say. Can we identify what is the specific thing that you are looking at somebody like Seth Rogen and saying, uh, you know, I'm not, okay, I'm not going to put any words in your mouth at all. What I'm basically saying is that people... I was about to say, you keep bringing up Seth Rogen. I like Seth Rogen. I mean, look, I'm sure he's You bring him up as your, I guess it's like your 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 poster child for yes. what you do wrong. <laughs> yeah, because they... <laughs> I'm trying to find out, did, did Seth sleep with your girl? Because you really got it's a the problem with For the record, thing. I also hate Seth Rogen. All right, all right, all right. I, I keep saying... I'll explain. I'll explain. I'll explain. Tommy, Tommy, I'll explain everything about Seth. Seth Rogen keeps on being brought up on 4chan, so it's a reference that people get. This is why I use Seth yeah, Rogen true. They, as a reference. They're obsessed. They, yeah, they're, yes. the 4chan Paul is obsessed yes. with Seth Rogen. And by the way, yeah, my whole I'm, thing... I stay in a cave. I'm lost. And by the way, Tommy, my whole thing, before you came on the stream for pretty much like every like fifth BTR episode, it's always me going up against people who have problems with Jews and constantly having to defend. <laughs> Remember, I don't. I view them as, yes. I think they got a good thing going. I think <laughs> we need to follow what they're doing. Yes, but again, going Love, back, going back, hold on. This once hold on. and for all, we have to have Keith Woods on the show. That's the only oh, way this oh, is going to resolve. Hold, hold on, going back, going back um, soon. Going back to what I was talking about before, though. So if we're talking about identifying specific problems here, what would be the way that we would identify these problems? Because looking at the uh, problems of the father, that is something that, sure, you could say not all statistics are correct, but this is something that we managed to agree on, that this is a very big problem in the black community, and if this problem is addressed, things would be better. Well, because now, here's why I would say it, because we know it's a problem in every community. Fatherlessness in every community yes, is a problem. Absolutely, but, so, but we see it a lot more within the black Portraying people in the media is a problem to everyone. Jews know it's a problem if someone misportrays them. We no longer do Chinese people and go, king, 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 king. we don't do that anymore because we used to do it and Jerry Lewis did it. So we know <laughs> that doing these things and giving out this imagery is a problem. So yeah. whether you say it's Jews doing it, whites doing it, or anybody else is doing it, the imagery is a problem. So I'm going to call out the last names that I see until they move them over. And if they start saying Petrowski's, then I'm going to say them damn Russians. And if they start saying uh, the, uh, clouds, then I'm going to say them damn Irish and Scottish. So it's going to be the same thing because the portrayal of black people by non-black people in this manner is hurting black people all over the world. And I don't think it's right. So I don't care who's doing it. I don't care if they can nuance it. They need to stop it. Start there. Stop it. Don't worry about the Jews doing it. Stop it. Stop it that you can get funding for Soul Plane, but you can't get funding for Akilah Nabi. Stop it. That's all I'm saying. Stop it that you can that you can say Tommy needs to be flagged down, but Ghetto Gaggers doesn't. Yeah. Oh man. How is that? Oh. Not, how is that not mistreating black women? How is that not de de demoralizing and 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 debasing black women? But it exists and no one says a word. 
That's my point. Just like fatherlessness. We know if it happened in any community, it causes a problem. As a matter of fact, right now, blacks are just a canary in the coal mine. It's bad in the black community, but guess what it's doing in every other community? It's starting to get just as bad. I agree. That's they gave it to us first. They always give us stuff first. They give us diseases first to see how it affect us. Then they start giving it to everyone else. Well, even um, you were mentioning Tuskegee, even up until the uh, 70s and 1980s, there was this prison in Philadelphia where the CIA basically used it as their storehouse of human samples. And majority black prison population, they would do the most horrific experiments. This was in the middle of Philadelphia. I forget what the prison was called. You could look it up. But it, right up until the 80s, they were doing experiments on black prisoners. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. That's, look at uh, what was happening in Philadelphia also. They had the judges who were getting paid by corporations to sentence the black children yes. to yes. jail. This was yeah, a conspiracy yeah. that was going on. So when you hear me talk, I have just as much passion as you do, live for protecting your tribe. And, I, and you should. See, I don't like when people get mad at someone for protecting the people who look like them. There's an old saying that said when they came for the uh, when they came for the Russians. Well, I wasn't Russian, so I didn't care when they came for the Jews. I didn't care. I wasn't Jews, so I didn't care when they came for the blacks. I wasn't black, so I didn't care when they came for the gays. They they they, I wasn't gay, so I didn't care when they came for me. There was no one left to stand up and have a voice. You should stand up for the people around you first. That's what a community is. So I don't get mad. I don't get mad if you said, I want my kids to be Jewish, just like my parents were Jewish. You should be able to do that. That is completing a culture. But I do have a problem when someone says, y'all shouldn't mind mixing. Y'all shouldn't mind doing this. And then you look back and you see that they don't do it. Why are you putting it on me? Because when I was when I talked to Shimon, uh, 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 Shimon Haddad, he loved me and gave me all kinds of um, stuff that I use to this day. Information that I would have never got. Wait, from was anywhere. Shimon was he uh, religious? Like he was practicing. Um, it, he wasn't a religious Jew, so he was more of a secular Jew. Mm. He was, so, uh, well, so the, the he didn't why... mind giving me. But mm. here's the problem: where he and I had a problem with each other. There was a girl who worked there. He thought I was a smart man. He thought I was great. It was a Jewish girl. Her and I used to have all kinds of nasty, disgusting sex. To the point of where I thought that I wanted to have a relationship with her. Do you know what she told me? That we could not go public. Because her being an Israeli Jew. And oh. me being a black man. That was not going to work with her family. Hmm. And it hurt my heart. Because I thought. But, I'm, but I thought that we were all the same. And I'm just as smart as them. And he's teaching me things. So why is it that my penis being in this woman is a problem? That's when I realized just because people are nice to you, just because people accept you, they still have the right to still want their family and children to be the same. And it doesn't mean that they think less of you or more of you. It just means that maybe they don't want to see this mixture and they don't want to see this mixture does not change the fact that he gave me information that I can use for the rest of my life and take back to those same people and instill that same pride in mine. The only Man. thing I can say regarding uh, the relationships of, let's say, Russians and uh, Jews after uh, the USSR was enacted around the 20s, there were so many intermarriages and intermixing going on between the Russians and the Jews, both, yeah, they men, look alike. both, yeah, both men and women. Now, I don't know exactly 
why it happened this way and not the other way. All I could say is that regarding your Israeli friend, he could be a lot more uh, traditional, maybe not religiously practicing, but traditional in other ways. Like I said before, I never want to put a wall and say, you cannot do A, B, and C. I would, uh, again, that's, that's... But why is it that your family and my family can't hang out and I have a black family and you have a Jewish family? Why is that a problem with America? Why is it a problem with everybody else? That our kids can't go out and play in the yard, but they don't have to have sex and have mixed children. And we still go along. Why is it that it has to be that? That's insane. If we started respecting each other and what we brought to the table, Instead of trying to say, well, the best way to get rid of it is mix it because that is not going to get rid of it. Your mixture is not going to be one even color. It's still going to be different parts of that mixture. And it's still going to be arguments within that, just like there's arguments within Pakistanis based upon their color. And they're all Pakistani. No, you're it's right. Insane. It's not going to go Y'all away. white people, we can't tell the difference between y'all in general, but y'all started be fighting over crazy crap. Palestinian and <laughs> oh, Jews yeah. is fighting, and I can't tell you the difference between either one of them. Uh, the Croatians and so-and-so are fighting, and I can't tell you the difference between either one of them. Russians, the, the Ukrainians. And the Irish and the Scots are fighting, and the average Negro can't tell you the difference between either one of them. The Chinese and the Japanese are fighting, and they all look like the same thing to me. So I don't know. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. People will always find ways and reasons to have beef with each other. Well, look at the North and South Koreans, for instance. Right. They, uh, you know, they're not that far away. But then were you would you tell me like, Lev, if I was a Korean, would you say like everybody of the Korean ethnicity I would blame for Kim Jong-un? Or would it be specific people who are under a specific? Oh, but see, government? I never said every. But you remember, you going back to that. Okay. But you're defeating your own argument because right. I never said all Jews. Well, I blame all Koreans for K-pop. That's a tragedy. That's what I mean. So when, when you're that worried about, <laughs> when you but think about it, when yeah. you're that worried about someone's blaming all Jews. I then start questioning the individual who's saying it, because no matter how many times I've said, I literally was talking about these Jews in this industry and you keep bringing it back to other Jews. No matter how many times I said, I said, why would I even be talking about Jewish doctors when I'm talking about people who are putting out movies? No matter how many times I've said it, you've wanted to continue to make sure people know it ain't all Jews and try to characterize what I said as if it was all Jews, even though I kept saying, I look up to this group. I like this, group, blah, blah, blah. You're going to keep. But then why? Well, but then blacks, why call them well, out? should do yeah. this as well. Yeah. Black should mm. do this as well. Whenever you talk about fatherlessness, it needs to be some blacks that jump up and say, well, you just saying all of them. It ain't all. And it don't matter after you say, no, I'm not talking about all. I'm just talking about the segment that is like that. It ain't all. It ain't all. We will never deal with the problem whenever someone says it ain't all. You well, can here, here may be the difference. Using, it's not okay, all. here may be the difference. And maybe not, but I'll do my best to see if it is. If Look, we are going to go soon. Oh, yeah, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. So... Would there be a difference, let's say, in defining the specific culture of, say, I am going to look at, analyze, and hopefully treat the problems that are going on in the specific culture that the black family is in? Same thing I could say, I can look at, analyze, and treat the specific leftist culture that people, some of whom, okay, a lot of whom are Jewish, happen to be in within Hollywood, within uh, entertainment. I think that's a better way of going about it than saying. You think? Oh, wait, wait. Say, yes. You think I, there's a better way of going? Listen to the yes. key word you said. Yes. Think. You don't know. 
you think. I think. So you live on this planet just like I live on this planet. Yes. And you're trying to find your way through life before you die just like I am. So because you think that, I think that the way I'm speaking, and I can explain the way I'm speaking of why I do it. See, I don't say some black women either. And then black women have tried to use the same argument that you're using. And they say, why don't you say some? I said, because I've noticed that whenever you say some, people tend to run to the other side and say they're not that. Whenever you say some of anything, there are some people who do so and so. And they're like, yeah, there are some people who do that. Just like there are people who say there's some people who watch porn. There'll be people who watch porn and be like, yeah, those so those guys do watch porn because they don't have to be in it. Long as you say some people want you to say some so they can get out of whatever it is. When yeah. I say black women, what happens is you have to stand up to say, I'm not that. You have to stand up now to say this isn't, I want you to stand up and show yourself because then now you have this group that has says, well, some of us believe in it, some of us don't. And now you're gonna have a little fight in between that and you're gonna have a civil war. So what am I trying to do? Make sure that I don't give you an out to where you can lie to me up front because that's what society is doing right now. Giving everybody an out. So there are people who go around and claim they love gay people because they are afraid to lose their job. And I don't yeah, want to do yeah. that. It's bullshit. Yeah, yeah I don't want to do that. I will put you all in a box until you turn around and start showing me different. I have that right, because just like you said, you think, well, I have a different life experience and I think. So I think that I'm going to get a lot of people to gravitate towards me because I'm doing it this way. Because I am not a player's coach. You, on the other hand, sir, are a player's coach. You believe in being nice to the players and they'll have a and you'll have a better team. We both could meet at the Super Bowl. And you guess guess what we'll learn when we get to the Super Bowl? That people like being coached differently. Absolutely. I think that is a that is a good way to uh end the stream before we do the super chats over here. So let us go into the super chats. And once again, Tommy, I do appreciate this kind of uh, real conversation. There we go. So we have uh, da 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 da. Okay, uh, I'm uh, okay. Subject to change, nine ninety nine. Great show, always great guests on BTR. Uh, next we have I'm a goat. This do uh, this donated four ninety nine. Love your channel, massive McGee. Two euros. Tommy owns this stream now. Uh, <laughs> Okay, Tom Tux loves you two dollars. This is a Tommy stream now. Tux loves you two dollars. Lev is a man of nuance. Tux loves you two dollars. A supreme gentleman of nuance. Yes, our minds have been bug broken by the Marxists, and uh, oh, the name's not here. Donated five dollars. This one's for Tommy defending the truth, logic, and common sense. And again. Even though there are certain things that we don't agree with as far as what exactly needs to be focused on, I am very happy that these kind of conversations do occur, and I wish more of them would occur in the uh, future mm -hmm. to come. And, I, and look, we yeah. played it out to the end. We played it out to the end. If you want to know something that you're going to learn that you're going to learn from your audience after something like this, is that they're going to be able to say, "I can disagree with someone fundamentally on an issue." and still respect them because they heard me. And when this is a true agree to disagree argument because the arguments were made. Most of the time, the arguments are never getting a chance to be made. If you disagree with someone, they'll cut you off. They'll kick you off. Didn't happen. So what will your audience learn? 
that maybe, just maybe, you should start bringing more facts to the table than how you feel. Because when you bring how you feel to the table, as soon as someone doesn't feel like you feel, they you feel attacked. It's not an attack if they don't feel like how you feel. Morgan Freeman said this a long time ago. Just because I disagree with you don't mean I hate you. Mm. Absolutely. And also, I think it was Lancelot. His name is in a particular font, which was not readable, but that was Lancelot who donated the $5. Thank you, Lancelot. And patreon.com slash break the rules. Listen, especially after this stream, we are going to, well, number one, I think that we are going to be full of energy for the ones to come thanks to Tommy's presence. Number two, I think that it's always going to be a big challenge with the big tech platforms of uh, trying to deplatform whoever comes around and has conversations like this, which is why follow us on Odyssey. It is very important that you do. I'm going to post the Odyssey link right now because, again, I have no idea how long YouTube is going to allow this kind of, uh, you know, civil but, uh, you know, very uh, intense in other ways conversations to go on. So here is the Odyssey link. I am posting it in the chat right now. Please follow Break the Rules on Odyssey. I am posting the Patreon link as well. And again, patreon.com slash break the rules is where you go. Uh, we have so many wonderful things for you there. $5 patronage gives you the MP3s of the episodes before they come out to the public. It also gives you Patreon-only streams, which I promise we're going to do very soon. It also gives you, I completely forget to always say this, 25% off the astrological uh, telling, fortune-telling from uh, our good friend Michael Scotto. So uh, contact me for his uh, info. And um, $20 patrons are going to get beautiful magnets handcrafted by my father, Alexander Polyakov. So uh, I don't know if, uh, Tommy, if you are a fan of uh, woodworking, but uh, my father, he's, the, um, he's a very important person in my life. He's the one who uh, taught me to um, draw, paint, mostly draw. But uh, he, nice. he still keeps making uh, wonderful pieces of art, and I'm just going to share some of those over here for everybody to take a look at. I'm not going to share it in OBS because I want Tommy to see these as well, just so you have a better idea of what I'm talking about here. Let me just find it uh, for a second here. But also before before that, where can I see it at? Oh, you, I'm, you I'm gonna OBS. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna post it in the chat just in a second. But uh, before okay. the, before that, I have a question: Who is the uh, gentleman in the uh, military uniform behind you in the uh, shirt? I've always wondered about that. Uh, this is a, a young man by the name of Devin Strand. I used to call him Strayham. Uh, he was a fan of the show, a really big fan of the show. And um, he was always donating. He was everything I did. He supported it pretty much since I started. And um, one day I was noticing that he wasn't there. And then a week went by and I noticed that he wasn't there. And um, out of nowhere. In my comment section, his family. Came and said, we just want you to know he passed. He had been suffering from cancer. Oh, but I want to know that he for the time he was going through chemo and everything, watching your show was the only thing that made him happy and made him fight. As long oh as he my fought. God. Wow. And then two months later, another woman, I mean, another person suffering from cancer, her son and daughter did the exact same thing, said that, they, that she used to listen to the show the same way. So the reason I do what I do, and a lot of us need to understand that when we're doing this, we don't know what people are going through who are watching the show, who are listening mm -hmm. to our show. 
And we're just helping them get through small parts of their day. The reason why, no matter how sick I am right now, and I'm struggling, I do this because you have a lot of people out there who just needed to hear something that encouraged them, that could have encouraged them to fight a battle or a fight that they have going on in their life. So a lot of the stuff that we talk about and we talk about them like they're just so important, we're just talking heads. But some of the people we're talking to, it's what got them through to the next day. So that's why he stays there. I'm sorry. Wow. That's powerful. Even just like one person that you know of that in in those last moments of life, you've managed to change their outlook and change their perception and and give them comfort. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm an artist as well. um, And I've had people that come, you know, say, oh, you know, I really helped. I remember one time I saw this painting of mine on a wizard chant and, uh, and it was like, you know, even if I brought like some kind of, uh, insight to someone in horrible depression but that's powerful what you just said like and the fact that two people their families have reached out to you i mean that's you know that that's powerful that's you know god, well, god rest their souls. The this. me geo hug me dominique hug me live hug because that's what people need to see that all arguments don't end in destruction death fight and whatever that these arguments can be expressions for us to get things off of our chest to just to, to, to you, you understand how many people in the world are, feel like they're not heard exactly they feel like they're not yeah. listened to they feel like they're not seen so if you could just say to these people at the end of it wow everything doesn't end we have family members who stopped talking to each other because one voted for trump that's all it took this has to stop because we are interconnected And many times we're connected in ways we didn't even think of. Well, I don't even want to say anything right now. That was was really powerful. But here's the uh, magnets, uh, just to change the mood a little bit. These are some of the uh, wooden magnets that my uh, father created. You could see maple, mahogany, ashwa, cherry, maple. Nice. And uh, some of the examples of his artwork. Here is an art piece. This is not... This is not for sale, nor is this on the Patreon, but I might as well show it. This is my mom. So this is a a painting that my dad did of my mom back when she was uh, pregnant with me, uh, still in Russia. And he also makes these uh, beautiful wooden toys, like he makes this very beautiful nutcracker, which I'm just posting in the uh, chat right now. Oh, no, rooster, sorry. So here's the rooster. See, very Mm -hmm. nice looking with the uh, colors of the green and red. And again, like my dad, he is he is a he is my hero. You know, like somebody like him, I think exemplifies this quality of being very truthful and honest and forthright with what you're saying. I also find it's actually very funny. My dad, he's not Jewish, but he loves watching a lot of videos of uh, various uh, rabbis and uh, you know various knowledge like that. He's a very esoteric person. My dad, like he, um, but he gained know, an appreciation through his love for. Your mom. I mean, my mom's not that Jewish. That's the funny I know thing. Nothing, but, I know nothing, but let me say this. Well, let me listen. I, when I dated the Russian, I learned those small Russian phrases. Phrases just like when I dated the, the the Jew, I learned a lot about Jews just because of how I felt about this person. And the Russian who I dated, she didn't go around even speaking German or saying much about. I mean, speaking Russian or saying much about Russian. She wanted to become as Americanized as possible. But I also understood, like it was. I knew the difference because when I dated the Russian, the Russian introduced me to her brother who was highly racist. (laughs) (laughs) 
her father before he died used to FaceTime me. He said openly, I did not appreciate my daughter being with a black guy. She said, but he said, I started to feel different when I saw how you treated her. That's the thing that we don't understand. That why try to force people to get to know you? The best way for people to get to know you is through the normal course of conversation, the normal course of being around you. But if you try to force people not to see you some other way, it's going to embolden them to keep seeing you that way. Well, that does go back to the whole reason why I did BTR in the first place, because like the other episodes that we have in our library, and I do recommend everybody checking them out, the whole point is, is that we get people who would never actually have a chance to speak with each other to speak. Yep. And it did result sometimes in some firestorms with uh, certain people, like the furries, for instance. Oh, God, not the furries again. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not going oh to get, 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 get into the furries. Or the, or the Crowley people. Yeah, that no, no, I'm not going to. No, but, but it is very. Sunny, lots yes. of sunny fights. Yes. Lots of sunny very, fights. Very, very, he left, social, he left uh, social media, eh? Yeah, well, I wouldn't wish, wish him the best. But anyway, the, the, uh, point here, <laughs> the point here is, though, is that I feel like I feel like there is a huge degree of freedom that I may take for granted of actually being able to do something like this because most people like especially most people in new york they are so strung in all of these various social norms that they have to abide by especially today and i don't know like how much longer they're going to be able to do it but to actually have a conversation like this and be able to think on the things that all of us mentioned like that is a very special thing and the only thing that i wish is again for more conversation like to this this to happen also tommy i highly recommend if you can Check out Fair. Their style is very different from yours as far as what they do, but uh, and it's called the Foundation Against Intolerance and Racism. And they have Glenn Lowry. They also have Daryl Davis, who is the um, he's the guy, uh, the uh, jazz musician who ended up uh, converting a lot of uh, former KKK members, you know, to take off their hoods. And he did that simply by uh, speaking with them, you know, by neither party being in the bubble and just allowing this conversation to happen. And yeah, there has been a tremendous amount of, let's say, uh, you know, uh, authoritarian mindset, whatever you want to call it, directed, you know, whether it's like Jewish people or, you know, uh, other, you know, black people or whoever. It's happening on the internet all the time. And I think that it is about time for all of us to actually sit down like adults and talk about this. And uh, once again, Tommy, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, we have $30 it. patron, love. What do you get? Do you have the video for... Uh... Wait, $30 patron? That just happened right now? Oh, oh, no, no, no. It should happen right now. But yes, $30 patrons are going to get a very beautiful uh, print from Giovanni Panichetti. Let me load that print up as well for all you guys to take a look at. It is an exquisite print from the TFW No GF series. One second, I am loading it up into the chat. And uh, da, 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 da. okay, here we go. Everybody subscribe while I'm loading this up. Here is the Patreon print. Here it is. And here I'm going to play it. Hold on, let me uh let me make it full screen. There we go. Check that out. Uh, there you go. That is Geo in action right there. So that is for $30 patrons and $50. The Wojak's hugging it out. So I thought it was appropriate for the end of this stream. Yes. So <laughs> And $50 patrons. And, and if, if, yeah. it, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, 
Real quick, $50 patrons are going to get all of the above, plus a custom magnet. Whatever design you want, that is going to be the magnet, within reason, obviously, that my father is going to uh, create, as well as a Warhammer 40k figures painted by Jules Hamilton, as well as another painting from Geo, and uh, a lot of other goodies. Tommy, take it away. Well, I, I just want to say, uh, too, I've always believed in this. Let stupid people speak. Because when stupid people speak, the people who believe in a stupid person will stand up and say, yeah. After the stupid person speaks, you can then show the rest of the world how stupid that person is by defeating what they say. The art of an argument, the, the, the art of conversation is let them get out their talking points. They can't walk away from what they just said. But if you say things before they finish, then they can walk away from it and say, that's not what I meant. Always let them say it. So stupid people should be able to speak. What we're doing today is we're telling stupid people or people that we think are stupid that they can't speak. And they're getting a larger audience because then they go back to the world and say, see, they shut me down because they knew I was right. That's what happens when you try to tell people they can't say it. So if you let people, even with their racist talking points, if you let them speak and then you show how stupid they are, if you show people how stupid they are, how racist and dumb they are, more people are willing to walk away from them and they can't then say, well, they silenced me. No, it's, it's like boxing. In boxing, the, one of the greatest ways for those people, if everybody got a belt and they never fight each other, there's always an argument over who's the better fighter, but they never fight. But you back who you back because it seems right. Now, if they all fought, you'd be able to say, you're not better than him because he whooped your ass. You're not better than him. So that's what we're not allowing to happen now. We've become boxing. We got too many belts out there and everybody's got a belt. And in their corner of the world, they're always right. And that's why everybody has a damn YouTube show now because everybody got a point and I'm the leader and these fools follow, but they never go into someone else's territory where they can be questioned. That's what we need more of. Question. You shouldn't be allowed to be a leader if you're not able to stand up to scrutiny. 100%. I couldn't have said any better myself, Tommy. Thank you so much. And uh, as far as plugs go, uh, let's see. Uh, um, what would you like to plug? Anything you want. Go for it. I know you have the OnlyFans. Is that the. Yeah, you were talking about. I know you were talking about if I'm in the woodwork, if you will. But wait, I'm confused about the OnlyFans. <laughs> Well, because that's the only place I can say the shit that I say without so, getting played. So I'm not going to see the primo Tommy Sotomayor nudes. No, you, am, am go I, okay. to, no you, go and you get to hear me say things that they're flagging down everywhere else. Oh, I, that's actually pretty clever, actually. That's but pretty, it is. That's the only place yeah. I can be. That is a Man. shame. But think about it. That's a shame that you can go on Twitter and see porn, but you can't go on Twitter and see me. We, we, had a, we have a friend who is a pretty prolific internet personality, Paul Town. He used to post videos on Pornhub and Live Leaks, but they were just like vlogging streams, and he, and they would get so pissed at him because he wouldn't put anything on YouTube, but he would put it on Pornhub and Live Leaks. Just think about it. Live Leaks. Because that's insane. Yeah. And and I was I didn't know it was a thing when I was on Twitter. I just got kicked off Twitter. That that Twitter I have now is a new one. Two weeks ago, when I went when I went viral. Off of the, the 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 whatever that thing space is called, the next day my Twitter was gone. Yet yeah, there that was inevitable. There, yet, yeah, yet there are women on there having sex and they're doing all kinds of stuff, and that stuff is fine. So your kid can see all this stuff, but don't let them hear an opinion that might rub them the wrong way. And that's the problem right now.
So if you guys want to go, you have to go to my website. Do you know they flagged my movie, A Fatherless America, down off of? It was on Amazon. It had a 4.8 out of 5. They flagged it down so I can't even sell my movie on Amazon. That's insane. Man. That's crazy. Fuck. So I don't believe in anything. When people talk about, oh, this, that, and the other. No, I don't believe in I believe everybody's an enemy to me. I, I respect everybody, but I don't trust anybody. I do not. When you well, I mean, rather watch porn than hear an opinion. Hmm. Well, I, I just, I just, hmm. so if you want to find me, you got to go to, uh, like there's the uh, shit, my website, tjskoc.com. Even that I can't even have, what do you call those things? Uh, Google AdSense on my own website. They've been able to flag down everything I do. Why? Because I'm a man that stands up and says black people need to put themselves on the same level as everybody else so they can now play and negotiate with everyone else. It's better to negotiate from a, a place of power than a place of weakness, period. That is well said. And with that, thank you so much, Tommy. Thank you so much, Dominique, Hotep Sophia. And where can people find... HotepSophia.com. I have a show now, finally. It's on Gab nice. TV, though, so it won't be flagged or taken down. Nice. They have a Gab TV? Website. Yes, they have a Gab TV. They have a Gab Pay. Y'all keep faking on Gab. Gab got it all. That's what I've been waiting for. Man. Somewhere where I won't be flagged. Yeah, maybe. Maybe uh, I should open up a Gab. I don't know. Yeah, maybe B BTR should. Just uh... block all the people that are, like, weird, and you'll be fine. But oh, but they still can flag you down? But they still can get you on Gab? No. Uh-uh. No. Okay. And no, they, can't they, get you, you can get the, hmm. they could just, uh, unless, in, as long as you don't post porn, okay? That's the one no no. Oh, then no yeah, I, I guess I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you can deny a certain historical event on Gab. You just can't post I'm porn. I'm out. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, before before I forget, superrare.com, I recently posted my new artwork. It is finally finished. Muscles is finally finished, and here is the artwork in full. So I do a lot of this surrealistic type of artwork that you could see over here. There's a lot of little details in here, a lot of these monsters. I am going to be making separate cards out of them, which I am oh, also... You drew this? I drew this, yeah. I'm also going to be a... I see you're a warped individual. I see you. No. Yes, I am. Yeah. I see you. You got a lot going on in your mind. I, I, I want to say this to you, uh, to you too. I, I have to reiterate this because we talked about it. You spoke about your father in glowing terms. You spoke about your family in glowing terms. I just wish that more of us black people were able to say that because what we unify on mostly us black men, if you listen to it in rap songs, is my daddy wasn't there and I hate my daddy. These are things we say out loud. These are things we say all the time. You can hate your father. Well, you can't hate your mother. Your mother can be the worst person in the world, but in the black community, you can't hate her. But mm. you can go around and keep saying, my father wasn't there, my father wasn't there, my father wasn't ish. All the songs that are out there is about my father wasn't there. And then we got to hear somebody like you and other people worship and, and, and love and praise their father, which gives you guidance, gives you something to look forward to, gives you something to want to even reach for. And that's what we're missing right there what it is you had i would love to be able to speak that glowingly about my father and that's and that's what i want to do 100%. as much as much as possible on this stream and uh, even off this stream to uh, to encourage in uh, any way i can and i think conversations like this 
it may not do that much in the beginning, but hopefully it's going to get more people thinking about it. There is a wonderful young man that I also want to highlight right now. Unfortunately, he could not uh, be here today. I think he's doing something with uh, Turning Point USA right now, but uh, I am oh, going oh, to... Uh, no. No, oh, no. No, 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 it's fine. He's a BTR, he's a BTR regular, and uh, his, uh, his father is... How do I say it? His father is a uh, preacher. Let me just load up his Twitter account over here so I can access it. But his father is a um, preacher originally from, uh, let's see, Haiti. So they came over here to the United States, and uh, he has been, you know, he's a big fan of things like uh, Thomas, uh, he's a big fan of people like Thomas Sowell, for example, and uh, he is, I think he's, he's just turning 18 right now, he's in high school, and he is somebody who I look at as being, uh, you know, a, a future great leader. Somebody who I think is going to be a big inspiration for a lot of people. So I just wanted to shout out my friend uh, Daniel out and load his Twitter as well just to, uh, just to check him out. Because I think he is also somebody whose father had a great influence on him. And he's going to be passing that on to uh, his kids. Here is his Twitter over here. Daniel Itfrense at Daniel. It's uh, for all the audio listeners. D-A-N-I-E-L. I-D-F-R-E-S-N-E. So please check Daniel out. He's a he's a great young man. And uh, yeah, this is it. This is the end of the stream. Thank you, Hotep Sofio. Oh, go to so, my YouTube Twitter channel. And, and YouTube. So twitter.com slash giantgeo. Go there. And youtube.com slash giantartproductions. Are you working on anything, Yu-Geo? Yeah, I'm in the middle. Um, I just posted part one of a three-part series this week on the where i review the wired magazine uh back page series from the early 2000s called found uh artifacts from the future so i talk about futurism aesthetics design uh i talk about like uh, i think nick land a little bit so it's all it's all great great stuff excellent so, and also yeah. follow me on twitter twitter.com slash love this warped mind is going to be posting a lot more of these uh drawings coming up including that little blue guy in there let me see if i actually give a preview of what this uh blue guy looks like for the people who uh have not seen them yet you know or the uh i know if the jeff is gonna come in oh hold on is this it uh no oh okay next time watch out for it uh that little blue guy Thank you guys so much for watching. Subscribe to BreakTheRules.tv, patreon.com slash BreakTheRules. Good night, everybody.